by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lion's Den with your hosts Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer And now strap in and get ready It's showtime time. I just don't like the guy The guy's just a douchebag Wah, wah, wah yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's 5 p.m. Pacific, Monday, April 18th. Yeah, we have three rounds left in Supercross. It's coming to the end. And we're going to be talking moto. So lots to get into tonight on the show. Really looking forward to uh, you guys calling in at 702-586-7857. Or hitting us up on the Twitter or the uh, Instagram. Dean Wilson will be on tonight. Dean Wilson, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna rider, to talk about his delicate injury that uh, he suffered a couple weeks ago. Uh, the recovery from that, when he's going to be racing again and all of that. The winner of the 250 Atlanta Showdown, the Hunter Lawrence, will be calling in from Florida to talk about that race. And uh, winning two in a row on the west side and more. Brock Tickle. The Tick will call in. He's been testing factory uh, Kawasaki, and I, from what I hear, he deserves a lot of the credit for Jason Anderson's success on the bike, so we'll talk to him about that and more. And the legend San Jose Supercross winner Doug Dubach will call in later on to talk about testing. He raced the, or he didn't race, his son raced the two-stroke race at Glen Helen. So we'll talk to Doug about that. We'll talk to Doug about testing. We'll talk to Doug about DRD. Talked a lot of uh, things about to Doug uh, because my one of my in-studio guests here is uh, very, very familiar with Dubok and all he's got going on. So thanks for listening. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. It is show number 501. Yeah. Uh, go through the Amazon app on pulpamex.com to uh, help us out. Go through the uh, uh, motorsport.com banner as well if you're going to go through the guys at Motorsport. Great company, great prices, great selection. Go through the banner to help us out. Uh, we got the new app coming out any day now, uh, Friday. I heard Friday for the new Publix app, so that should be soon. Uh, stoked on that. Also stoked on Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Rental, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, Weisco, 
Piston all on board with us. Uh, in studio, a couple of my really, really good friends in the industry. Uh, this gentleman was at Atlanta this weekend at the Speedway. He uh, also works for Renthal, Renthal.com. He is a um, former national championship winning mechanic. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, man, honestly, I didn't. I was not wanting to. I've been traveling a bunch, but um, had a good friend that also wanted to come. Drove up with me? Uh, I would look more like you forced him. Oh, okay. But, uh, forced a good friend right. to come up here with me and yep. drive. So, um, yeah, uh, we're here. and Big weekend for Renthal. Big it was. weekend for Renthal. Uh, the purple handlebars, the 90s came calling. You yep. guys came out with a limited edition purple handlebars available in all the, um, all the different models that you guys have. And you went five for six? Six for seven? Yeah, we won, we won every race except the heat race that Craig won yep. and the two LCQs. Yeah. So that was cool. And honestly, I was blown away how many people complimented me and us and uh, uh, Renthal yeah. on it. So um, I honestly, I was a bit scared. But um, Sprockets and bars, purple. Yeah, so it was a big product launch plan. And uh, yeah, I started it way back as soon as the Supercross schedule came yeah. out. So back in September last year. So I was happy to see it all come to fruition and, and happy we won both, both races. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about that later. Good to see Anderson, the winner, uh, do up his gear a little bit, right? That like, was really cool that of the Cowie awesome. guys to do that. Yeah. It had like a 93-ish KX vibe, yeah. which was really cool. Right. Yeah, it matched. It looked good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, cool. Also in studio, fresh off amateur national hell, at Paula, True. he is the winner, though, of the vet class at the Cal <laughs> oh Classics. Cal. Chris Kiefer. Oh, thank what, what, what is it? Cal, Cal, it's Cal Classic. Classic. Yeah, yeah it's I said good. Cal Classic. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. The winner. Yeah. Number one. You. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Plumbers and uh, contractors. <laughs> you beat a bunch of plumbers. Well, if you were a rhino, you'd post it on Instagram and it's be like, funny. I was, look how good I am. I That's had Heather you, take a picture right. of my start, and I was going to send it to you. I'm like, I'm going to blow this up on Instagram. Check it out. Check out my start. Yeah, check out check out this, everybody. <laughs> I race. I, I ride professionally uh, uh, for a living. I should say I ride for a living. I ride yeah. every single day, and I beat a bunch of plumbers and It contractors. is funny, though, when you go to the yeah. line and you see the other guys and you roll up, and they're like, fuck <laughs> uh aiden raced it i want to get, talk to you about that a little bit yeah uh Long there's, there's a report on pulpamex.com with heather's heather's own commentary on aiden yeah and, uh, well and it's I not was, her commentary oh. it's my commentary that i viewed so heather didn't even know i wrote this shit you said this is heather speaking at the end because i've quoted her when she was doing it oh okay yes. yeah but it's heather's words yes. on, on what correct on what she felt about her quotes from heather her baby son did yes. you get her to sign a release first i or did, did not she, just, right. she, she was dropped. she was so, actually sleeping when i wrote. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about that uh, uh dean wilson's coming up here right away of course the uh, 702-587-7857 we got some rental stuff to give away paul yeah we got some purple bars twin walls you got seven eights in there too no we have oh. some fat bars and twin walls but fat bars and twin walls All two right. bands actually that aren't available oh so these are nice. leftover from yeah. uh bars that we made for moose scan and uh Axel Hodges. To me, yeah, this gets me going. <laughs> like the, those words right there. Yeah. Is, if I was on the uh, line, think, driving somewhere, and I heard this, wait, I think T Dags is on his way here right yeah. now. <laughs> it's, it's a race spec too. Remember we talked about race spec. That's race spec. This is tie bolts. That's what you're getting. That's what I'm giving away. That's a big deal. Tie bolts. I'm a the, bar guy. Car, That's yeah. a big deal. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Took me and back there's to something else in that too that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, there's something else in there. So oh, we'll we, let them find out yeah, yeah, what it is. Yeah. Um, Kudowski, Larocco, that's that's the Purple Bar era. Uh, yes. Rocket Rex Staten. Do you remember Rocket Rex Staten? Of course, but... His Cowies were purple as well, and he had purple rental. We have photos of Everts using a Purple Bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so rental.com to learn more about that. Um, and again, so lots to get into. Hey, uh, this Friday, 
in Foxborough, right by the stadium, a live Pulpum X uh, Yamaha Fly Racing Show. Kiefer, you will be there. Yep. You are flying all the way across the country for this. I am. Uh, um, so please, tickets are available for thir- 30 bucks on PulpumX.com. Uh, we're not sold out yet, but we're getting there, and we're going to have Brayton as a guest. Nice. And uh, probably one more, so please check it out. It's uh, real close to Patriot Stadium this Friday night. So hope to see you guys there. We'll hang out after, take some photos, shoot the shit, and all that stuff. So those are a lot of fun to do. Uh, also, the Yamaha LCQ race coming up. God, that's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's in Denver on Friday. Tickets uh, available, 30 bucks on PulpumX.com. First prize, a 2022 YZ450F. 19 other prizes, including a Renthal prize pack that your guys at FXR chipped in as well. Yep. Uh, so, oh, by the way, Courtney Lloyd uh, up in Canada. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she works for a dealership up there. Her family owns a dealership in Prince George somewhere. I forget what it's called. I should probably know the name. Anyways, she gave us $1,000 to put into the purse nice. at, uh, at uh, b- b- Atlanta. That's sick. 1000 bucks. Thank you, Courtney Lloyd, for that. So we're getting money for that. It's up to $31,000. Wow. Marks, we had about seventy last year, right? So we are hoping to get around yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of buyers late. Yes. So I think we're yes. actually ahead of where we we'll were We'll get last buyers year. late. So, we so, always do. So last year, we were at about the same time, this, well, a week w- out? He would know that. But. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're about the... We're, we're pretty close. Okay. I think we're down slightly on tickets, but ahead on money. Because we charge a bit more this year. Got it. Uh, but uh, yeah, getting, uh, getting ready for that. Thank you to Blowfish for helping out that. Uh, thank you to uh, uh, Lana Ray. She is giving $1,000 to the whole shot. Hannah Ray? Hannah Ray? Yeah. What did I say? Atlanta Ray? Uh, I thought you said Lana you Ray. Said Lana. I was like, isn't she like... Hannah All Ray. right, Atlanta Ray on the stage. Uh, All right. <laughs> Hannah Ray giving 1000 bucks for the whole shot. Uh, Blowfish for hangovers gave us uh, money, and we put some of that into the purse as well. Pulp22 at 4hangovers.com. Blowfish for hangovers. Uh, we had a couple Twitter users or tw- Twitter followers use it. So thank you to those guys. Uh, between uh, Lana Ray... No. Hannah Ray. Thank Between you. Hannah Ray, Courtney Lloyd, yes. and Blowfish for Hangovers. Got some money for these guys. That's cool. So looking forward to it. And unique. Are you going to televise people. it for us or, or uh, somehow record it? We for... are recording it, and we will put it into a video and put it up on our YouTube channel. Oh, cool. yes. yes, it Good. won't be live, but you know, in a couple days or whatever. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for doing that. Uh, looking forward to that race. Uh, show 501. We're, we apologize in advance, okay? Was... Uh, Paul and I were talking about this on the web. I, we feel bad for you listeners right mm-hmm. now because or... it's like you've, you've reached the climax and then all of a sudden we pop in. You're yeah, like, we oh. pop in the bedroom and they're like, eh, we yeah, just had like, oh, you know. Rant, rant, rant. Yeah. So uh, apologies yeah, like because that? I listen to the show uh, periodically when I'm not on it, mm-hmm. just in chunks. Yep. But I actually sat down and listened to this whole show last week, and it was fucking amazing. They were good. Yes. They were really good. Yeah. And the goat needed a ride back to his hotel after the show, and Marks just stepped in there and took him back to the hotel. Was there awkward silence? Just hanging out? Just me and my buddy. Just me and my buddy, RC. What did you guys out. talk about? Uh, literally not a moment of awkward silence. We talked about uh, the show. He liked the show. He wants to come back. We talked about the races. We talked about his new wife and how life is going. We talked about his car, his car cream puff that he likes to embarrass his kids in when he picks them up from school. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did he ask you about the app? He did not ask me about the app. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're fired. Yeah. So that's cool. Really cool. Those guys that come up. Yeah. Really, really cool. Uh, Appreciate Jeremy McGrath and Carmichael. Uh, Our most viewed show on YouTube, right? Already? Yes. uh, For a full show. That is our most viewed. Yeah. For the full show. Already. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So absolutely. More than the jacuzzi session. Well, that's a that's a segment. A segment. Okay. So as far as a full show. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, can I tell you my favorite Heather part? Heather had a lot quick? of side boob out in that one. She so, did. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite My part? favorite part was when Ricky and Jeremy talked about their bikes at that time and what they liked and they disliked. And the one of the – they really wanted to, like, at some point, like, oh, I'd like to try that bike. Like, yeah. Ricky wanted to ride Jeremy's <laughs> right, bike. Right. He's like, man, that's – I yeah. knew your bike wow. was good. He had made it in there. The Suzuki basically copied the Yamaha. Yeah. Which they did. That was yeah. awesome, right, too. Like, right. once yeah. they started talking bikes, I was like – And oh, then he was like, the RMZ copied the CRF. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know, awesome. It wasn't far off. He's either. like, yeah, it's good because it's a CRF. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, those guys were cool. Uh, absolutely. So I thank those guys, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, I ended the show a bit early because uh, I'm You like, sounded depressed, dude. To end it? Yes. Yeah, I probably was. Yes. Uh, and then we ended up talking downstairs for an hour. I'm like, I, th- I figured these guys want to get out of here. Wow. And then they ended up talking downstairs for an hour. I'm like, I could have been recording this whole time. Mm. So That's cool. Uh, by the way, uh, working the video over there and working on the app, it's the Travis Marks. Hi. I want to talk to you later about snowboard and car now. Yes, please. I, I don't know anything about this. It's, it, it was, was unauthorized. It was great. Right. It was what the wonderful. hell is snowboard? Yeah. The, is that what I said about the yes. whatever? Yeah, oh. you started snowboard. Discord. Oh. So they all sponsored car now this weekend. The snowboard. Who did? Snowboard. Oh, my, oh my, my face! God. My face was on his bike. Yeah, That's along awesome. with along, yeah. along with many others. But yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, taking the phone calls over there. He's back in studio. V tits, legendary tits. What's up? Hi, Steve. What's going on? Yep, happy to be here. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you and Paul have settled any sauce dipping beef there was. It, oh got, yeah. If anything, yep. I think it actually propelled us <laughs> one step forward. We, we're already on a pr- uh, production exclusivity agreement. Like, sure, yeah. He is my producer when I come in. Yeah, yeah. Every so, time, okay. he's the guy that's here. So, Super. yeah, I, we just I, simply said, hey, keep your fingers out of my sauce. Everything yeah. else is fine. Right, right. I get phone calls asking about mountain bike stuff, so I'm glad that I'm moving up in yeah. that all world. Right. Oh. You know, it's all so good. So who knew that putting your finger in his chipotle sauce was maybe the best it's thing a, you ever it's did? It's an icebreaker, yep. Yeah, yeah. Because he had his fingers, but yeah. that's how, uh, it, how it is with me. I need only to... Dick dips his finger in it. Straight in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we're going to uh, come up with Dean Wilson here, uh, but we do have uh, uh, Mr. Side on three. Uh, what's up? Mr. Side. Jamie. Well, the Moto X Pod Show wants to do our yearly match situation with tickets. So we'll buy five tickets. I'm, oh. I'm working on it right now. Okay. And and any listeners tonight that go on and buy five tickets, I, I'm sure Mark's can figure this out at the end of the night. We can pick one. I don't want to do like the first one because I want people to buy them. You know, let's get a bunch of people tonight, buy five tickets. We'll pick a winner at the end of the night if Mark's can figure that out and they can have our tickets. Mark's? Yeah, we can figure that so out. So everybody who only, buys a ticket tonight. Only if we tonight. play the intro. Before five tickets. Five. Yeah, by five. Ooh, five. five. How much is a ticket? Yep. yep. So thirty bucks. So right. one hundred fifty dollars. Perfect. Yep. Ooh. I'm work. I'm working on paying for it right now, so it should be done in the next couple minutes. Awesome. Well, thanks very much. And before you go, yeah, remind me yep. at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, Dark side, text me, and we'll we'll look yep. into it. All right. We'll do. And. David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. All right, Mr. Side. What? Going back to show 500. Yeah. Ricky even said, Looks, Jamie, yep. 100 times better. Yep. Jamie, yep. could you get more of a stamp of approval than that? What the hell does Ricky Carmichael know? <laughs> yeah. No, he said you look, yeah, <laughs> said you look good. So. Uh, yeah, yeah what? he did. Uh, uh, well, wait, well, before you got the phone, you have anything to say to me and Steve before you got the phone? Man, I love you guys. Thank you okay. for all you do for me, Keeper. <laughs> okay. You guys have changed my life, When's, he, when's he coming out? 
Uh, when are you coming out again? What's the dates? Weekend, the weekend after SLC, so right. four weeks from now, I believe. So I'm yep. going to organize a RacerX video okay. about Dark Side's big test day. Jamie, Jamie, Mr. Side is riding his YZ250. we got a couple um, companies to come out to put stuff yeah. on his bike. Do we got so he some can purple test. rentals for him? Uh, no, okay. we do not. Okay. But I could probably save a set. Uh, we are going to create a nice, fun video for, for Mr. Jamie. All right. There we go. Yeah, hopefully that hopefully that video records at 1.5 speed at least. <laughs> yeah, right, really. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's the rule. Uh, Mr. Side's buying five tickets, and somebody who buys tickets today, Monday, April 18th, today for the raffle, will get Mr. Side's five tickets from the Pony Pod. Got to buy five. Yep, got to buy five. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Mine's, confirmed. Mine's confirmed, so they are all right. purchased. All right. Sweet. Thank you, buddy. See you. Later. All right. See you. All right. First guest of the night brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Uh, both Paul Parabinos and Chris Kiefer will get some Skosh goodies tonight before they leave. Skosh Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and more. Pulp 2022 at Skosh. dot com. Use the code PULP2022. Get yourself a, boost, a boom bottle. Get yourself some phone mounts, chargers, cables. Power Sports clamps and mounts. Skosh. Skosh.com. Uh, bringing you our first guest of the night. Uh, this man uh, suffered a pretty brutal injury a couple weeks ago. We're calling to check him in. He's a show favorite. It's Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? What's going on, guys? How are we? We're good, Paul. You know you know Dino at all? Never heard of him. No? Okay. All right. Yep. For, oh, bring me up speed a little what, bit. What would you make of uh, Parabinos' purple Renthals? He was very stoked, Dean, this weekend. Very stoked about uh, his purple. Nothing, I don't know. I mean, it looks like he's overcompensating trying really hard just to keep up with pro tapers so. <laughs> <laughs> I, like so, uh, I like that yeah no he did a really good job i like that it was yeah. old school i wrote a kx60 with the purple seat so i totally know those by you well, know well that's why cool. i was like for sure you know the purple do you know like you're you know you oh, know yeah. these guys you know the color right that's why i brought it up so yeah you're the into mit- it that's like what the metasevich days right yeah mm. More Kudrowski and Larocco. I don't think Chicken had uh, purple, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, Dino. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Rough couple weeks for you. We saw the foot peg. You crash into the into the scoring tower out of the whoops in St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Tell us what it. Tell us what it's been like. What What have they done? How many surgeries you gone through? And what? I mean, how How is it? How How are we doing? Oh man, I'll be honest. It's been pretty measurable. Like even right now, I'm just. I'm very uncomfortable. Like, I, I lay on my side, and then that gets sore, and then I lay on my other side, and then I'll stand up, and then I go to stand up, and I get really lightheaded because I lost a lot of blood, and but I didn't get a blood transfusion. So I think it's called your hemoglobin or something, your mm-hmm. hemoglobin levels, and I think that's normally at, like, a 16 or 15, and I'm at an 8. So Bodner says I, na- I have to naturally let my blood build back up, but... Like it's pretty gnarly. Like every time I go to stand up, I I almost faint and collapse. Like I'm and I'm pale white. I'm chalk white. Oh. So I'm feeling like shit. It's terrible, man. It's it's not even like it's just like my body feels terrible, and I'm like I have no appetite to eat. So it's pretty rough. But um, so yeah, what happened was I was obviously second lap of uh, the first race, and I was literally hitting the whoops like straight. Like I was fine, mm-hmm. and then. It just hit one edge, and it shot me left, and then everyone's seen, hit that thing, foot peg up the ass. And so I was laying there, and I'm laying on my back, and then I'm like, I just feel blood, like, rushing. Like, it was really, really warm. I didn't know it was blood. I didn't know what it was. Oh. And then I get up, and then um, the Alpine Star guys are freaking out, like, Dean, you're bleeding a lot, like, but, and then they're trying to, they're trying to patch it up or whatever. 
and they're wrapping me. And, like, dude, I'm literally – I'm glad that I don't care already, but I got my hands on these tough blocks, and my ass is to the full crowd. <laughs> they fucking – Take my pants, pull my pants down. I, my full ass cheeks are just pointing at the crowd. And I, just, I didn't even care, though, because I'm in, like, I just, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And they're, like, pretty desperate to, like, try and oh. stop the bleeding. And, like, so they're, they're, wrap, they're wrapping me up. And then I can't run across the track because, like, I hurt my hip and I hurt my knee. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I can't just run across. And they're, like, oh, there's five minutes left. I'm, like, fuck, and then I'm standing there. <laughs> and then, like, two minutes and i'm like dude and then we one lap to go i'm like fuck so finally we get across this thing and then <laughs> i get to the little unit thing yeah. and um you know they're like okay you either lay on your belly on the stretcher or just go on your knees on the seat i was like mm. oh, all right i'll go on my knees on the seat i'm feeling like just such a bozo like on my knees ass pointing to the crowd once again <laughs> And it's, I'm not in a lot of pain at this point because my adrenaline's high. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I don't I don't really know the damage because I can't see. Yeah, yeah. And then, so they drive me through and then Bodner's like, they're telling me like, I need to get an ambulance. And I'm, you know me, I'm thinking, fuck, that's, that's expensive. <laughs> so I'm like, Bodner, I'm not doing the ambulance. I'm like, I'm checking for an rig. And he's like. Just stitch me like, up. No. Yeah, and he's like, no. Yeah. No, he was pretty serious. He's like, Dino, you, like, you need to. I was like, oh, all right. Okay. So then I get into the ambulance, we get going, and then the guy's like, I'm going to give you some fentanyl. And then I'm oh, like, no, no, fentanyl? And I, all I'm thinking of is like people that overdose. Yes, fentanyl. yeah, yeah. And then anyway, so get to the hospital. Um, they were all like ready waiting for me. I have six doctors. This, dude, like good thing, like once again, I'm not that shy, but my cock and balls are out. I'm butt-ass naked on this thing. I got five doctors poking at my ass, like, cleaning it, oh, squeezing it. Yeah. Like, their hands are everywhere. But, I mean, it's a, it, it was serious, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Like, I, I didn't really care, but, like, just blood everywhere. And then doctors were super cool. And then they kind of got me, like, a little bit situated. And then they're like, oh, there's another. The, the one nurse was, like, pretty cool. She's like, oh, there's another writer coming. He's pretty fucked up. And I was like, oh, shit. I wonder who that is. And then I'm laying there. And here comes Kyle Pierce into the same room as me. And then, then all those doctors there with me are, are all, all over him doing the checks and, like, right. you know, all this yep. crap. So, anyways, they looked after Kyle. And then I was like, Kyle, is that you? He's like, yeah, Dino. And I was like, oh, dude, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I hurt my back. We're just talking. How's your ass bad? How's your neck bad? Dude. Uh, so, oh it was God. measurable. And then, um, so, anyways, I... I Going for a surgery right away, yeah, and then they realized the surgery I had an artery. So then they did. They finished that surgery. Went into another surgery where I went to a different like department to fix the artery, and they did that. And then yeah, I was just laying on my side for like dude, three days, like not moving, right? And then I had to go for another surgery, um, and that one they kind of just went back in there to look and see how everything was and re-clean it and, you know, nothing too crazy. But uh, it's just it's such a measurable and very uncomfortable injury. Oh, I can't even imagine. And, yeah. like, I'm laying there in my room, and I got, I'm got i sharing it with this 60-year-old who just had a hip replacement, right? And, like, I'm already, like, this is already measurable. And this guy can't actually physically get up and go to the toilet, so he's shitting in a bucket in my room, and I can hear him physically just, just, taking a shit 
And he's, I mean, and I, I feel bad for him. Like, it's, right. it's not his fault. Yep, yep. But it, he is, I'm laying on my side, and I'm just, all I can, I can't even, like, cover my nose. Like, it's so bad. And it lingered in the room for so long. And then, dude, two hours later, he's doing another one. And then <laughs> it was like that for three days. And then, the one night, he takes the shit in a bucket, and then the doctor forgets to take it out, and it sat in the room all night. What? What? And Sarah can't go in there and just, I guess, yeah. She ain't gonna pick up my shit. They, they wouldn't let Sarah stay the night. Oh. So, oh. I'm just in there suffering, like, I've already got this, and then I, got, I was like, oh, my God. I, I, so, so, how deep is it? How it's deep. It's 10 inches deep. So. Oh. I mean, it's weird because obviously a foot peg is like four inches. Right. But I don't know how, how oh, like it's just dug in but there. It's, oh. That's the problem is that it's so deep, and even right now, it's not closed. They've left the thing completely open because right. they said if they closed it, it would just mm-hmm. be a big gap and big space in there, yeah. and then mm-hmm. fluid would fill up with yeah. it. Yeah. Then it has yeah. a good chance of infection. So they're doing the old school healing way of from the inside out, healing from the inside out. So, and Sarah's, yeah. Sarah's in there packing it. You, 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 you. Oh, great Instagram updates, by the way, Dino. <laughs> I really like your Instagram updates. Sarah's she's in there packing it. And, yeah, she's right. So this she's hits home for me. Empty. Yeah. Like, hits, go ahead, sorry. She is the best. Like, yeah. She, yeah. She's an angel. So, yes. Yeah, she's really good help. And, um, yeah, it's just so, so we, we just got to let it heal from the inside out. So. <sighs> That's that pretty much, but I also need to really focus on my blood stuff too. That's going on right now. So that's it's home for me because my mom, uh, back in the day, she had a bed sore, which was just like what Dean was like eight inches deep, and they just I was like, why can't they just sew it up and then so it wouldn't get infected? But they had to pack gauze in there, and I had to like clean the gauze out, and it and I'm sure Sarah's smelling this. It leaves like a nasty smell, and uh, oh yeah, and it has to heal from the inside out, and that. Dude, Dean, that takes it takes some time too to do that. So you really gotta make sure you know, don't sit on your ass. I know. I have to think for like how long. I'm like, dude, I really don't know. Like, yeah. right. as the way I feel right now, not very soon because I don't right. feel good physically. And, and I also I got a hematoma in there, so I think that's what's causing me a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. It's pushing on my anus. They said because I got a hematoma in there, and it's like I feel like my tailbone's broken, but they swore my tailbone is not broken. But um. Everything okay with uh, the butthole? The butthole? Well, yeah. So that was okay. what they were very concerned about. Yeah. Was that I tore into the anus. And if I would have done that, like, I went into surgery, and she's like, you may wake up with a bag out your belly, and oh, you, you're going to uh, have to shit in a bag for four months. I'm uh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, literally, I woke I didn't. my eyes weren't even open yet, and I'm just feeling my, my body, like, <laughs> looking for a bag, and I couldn't feel it. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. So... That was their biggest concern is if I ripped into that, and I didn't, thank God. So I, that was really good. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, no. I don't think. This is terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's painful. It's like, I just want to sit normal, and I can't. And then, anyways, all that happened, and then I got to come home, and that travel home was so bad. Like, I was in so much pain, and then I was chalk white. I was, like, almost yeah. fainting everywhere. Yeah. And then I had to sit on the airplane for two hours, and oh, how do you how do you sit? They give you a donut or something, yeah, or how do you donut. sit? I sit on a donut, and then I had a couple painkillers just to try and help me through get through it. Um, yeah, so I and Dean likes his foot pegs really, really sharp. Yeah, so I don't care what kind of foot peg you have on there, but he likes them very sharp. Mm. And so fuck, they probably now the one thing I the one thing I wondered, 
at the race. Like, we've seen more red flags than ever before. You know what I mean? We see a lot of red flags. Yeah, this bothered me. Yeah. They don't hesitate to red flag it. <clears throat> they did for Kyle Peters earlier. And, I, I, you know, we were talking about our review show, and we're like, well, they were probably way behind in the program because Kyle Peters got, went down. They threw a red flag. So they're probably like, we don't need to throw a red flag for Dino. But then again, like somebody who was over there told me there was so much blood from where you were, Dean. I don't understand. Yeah, what, what where I mean. was the like, red flag? Like this, this seems he serious. He could have bled man. out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, like it's like at the time, I didn't know how bad it was. Was the thing, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously it could have been really bad. You know, like good thing I had there was doctors on deck. You know, what if I was racing like a GNCC and I'm out in the middle of the woods or something? Like that would be super scary. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think they should have thrown a red flag and kind of got me out there quicker to lose less blood because I lost a lot of blood. But um, maybe they just because I had my pants on and and you know, yeah, they, they did. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think a red flag would have been you know because I, I read some comments and people were like, well, he was off the track and this and that. Yeah, but that's not the problem. The no. problem was is that. I was bleeding out. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. He couldn't cross the track. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When you right. go in the hospital for something like this, is this something that they give you the option to have a transfusion, or you just didn't get that option at all? Yeah, no, they, they talked about it. Like, the doctor was like, we might give you one, and then, uh, you know, we prefer you to try and they, – they like to – um, Doc Barner said the same thing. Like, they like you rather to build it back up yourself Generate, yeah, than, yeah. Yeah, than to give you a transfusion. I don't know why. Hmm. Damn. So I actually have a do- an appointment tomorrow um, you, with a doctor, and we'll see what he says. So. You're, you're fresh into this one, but you've have you've had injuries in your career before. But is this the worst one thing you've dealt with? Is this the worst one? Um, His hip. I don't know. Definitely one of the most uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. dislocating my hip that time was the most pain for sure and uncomfortable. But once they popped that thing back in, it was like, oh, it was nice, you right, know. Right, but like, right. um. <sighs> This one is kind of just like a constant ass throb, like it, it, and it you just can't get comfortable. That's right. the only thing. But what about when you know. take a dump right now? Is it is it hard to take a dump? Um, not too bad. So I've got so much bandages and stuff. The pro call is like I'll take a dump. I'll try and wipe my bed, and then and then and then I lay on my bed. Sarah rips the bandages off because it gets all over the bandages, and she gives it a good wipe, and then. <laughs> Throws on fresh bandages. She's, she's a fucking an angel, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, it's seriously the MVP. Yeah, well, you know, you know what? A lot of these riders' wives go through this stuff. You know, they broke wrists. They oh, break, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and Sarah's one of them. I'm not. I'm, like, uh, look at this is not, amazing. There's not a lot. Don't say that word. Okay. Because a lot would bail. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So we've got a little routine going. Let's just hope this thing heals up. It sucks because it was like. You know, not a lot of guys were staying healthy, and I was, you know, I'm the guy that usually never stays healthy, and I was staying healthy, and I was knocking out, you know, top tens. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is fine. This is perfect. You know, 17 right. rounds, I'm, I'm going to be happy with that. And then, fuck, just like four rounds to go, this happens, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, so. oh, like I said, I, I don't know if I'd wish this on my worst enemy. It sounds terrible. And so now it's open, it's bandaged, they're going to just let it heal. And so, like you said off the top, one of my questions for you was, when are you back? But who knows? It, this could be a while. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, I don't know. I right. don't know. I mean, obviously, I'll be back when I can, but, yep, yep. yeah, just till this thing heals up. And it's it's just, like, I had a bad laceration on my, my back and my knee once on PC days. Um, Glenn Helen crashed. 2014 right? yeah. at yeah. Glenn Helen. Helen mm-hmm. But off, yeah. they sewed that thing up right away, you know. And right. the, the problem is this one's just such a 
gaping big hole, you know? So ten inches. Is that deep? How how wide is it? It's about four inches wide. Dang, five like inches one. wide. It's ten, yeah, ten but by, it's the deepness four. of it is the problem. Ah. You know? Oh. Unbelievable. Hey. Dean, Dean Wilson on the show brought to you by Scosche, Pulp 2020. Pulp 22 is the code to say with Scosche.com. Get yourself uh, uh, some mounts or some cables or whatever. I guess to relay it to, like, the people that are listening, mm-hmm. and this is a question for Dean. When this shit happens, and we know you've had some big get-offs, and you're doing good, and it's starting the ball, starting to roll, and then you find yourself with your face down, ass up by the whoops, and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? What? Why does this shit keep happening? What is going on? Yeah. This is what, you know, this is the thing with the sport is when everything's going good, it's like, oh, you don't, you, you don't even think about the bad side of it, you know? And then see when this shit happens and then you're going through all the old bullshit that you always have been, you know, have went through when you're injured and you're just like, that's, that's what sucks it out of you. That's what makes you make those hard decisions. Like, do I really want to keep doing this? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's always tough laying there and I'll get through this one. This one's not. It's bad, but I'll be fine. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's just there's all the, you know, it's two sides to the coin. It's like, I mean, if things are going good, it's the best. I love the sport. And then when yep. it's bad like this, it's like, oh. But yeah. it's part of it. That's what, you know, you know that's what comes with the trade. So. Right. I, I, I like to, yeah, I mean, I don't like to have injured riders on this show, but I do like to talk to guys who have been through some stuff to give our fans, the keyboard warrior guys yeah. and the guys on the other side of the phones and stuff, an idea of, you look, nobody's, nobody's going to, you know, uh, start a GoFundMe for you, Dino, or anything else. But guess what? Your accounting job and your plumber job and everything else, you're not getting a 10-inch gash in your ass four inches wide yeah. and, and not being able to sit down for you know what i mean i just I yeah. the things yeah. that you guys go through are pretty gnarly all of you guys and, and you know i was a mechanic paul was a mechanic Kiefer knows everybody we see this yeah. stuff day in and day out like alex ray right now he, he's got numbness in his hand he, one wrist is still broke you know he's trying to race he needs money like you know that stuff like that where you're just you have no idea what this guy's mm. going through like there's so many of no, you guys out there that go through this stuff i just i yeah. know it's, it's yep. tough it's like I, I talk to, it's always cool to talk to, you know, stuff like this. That's why, you know, us writers always can have such a um, good friendship. relation or like, you know, and we can always talk about like the things that we experience as racers that you can't relate with fans or anything, you know, like, like when you're watching a Supercross, right? And okay, make it at press day at Seattle. Yeah. I was watching press day and I'm watching this rhythm section come towards me and I can't see any of the ruts and these guys are getting kind of squirrely, right? And then you're thinking like, oh man, these guys are struggling through that section. And then you see, you're actually on the bike. Dude, this, the ruts are so gnarly out there and like the, just like the tracks that we race on and like how gnarly they are, you know, and, and being in the stands, you just don't, you don't yeah. really like see it unless yeah. you. I like to always like to go high up so you can see the ruts and stuff. But yep. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, and then even just the pressure side of things of mm-hmm. when you're on a factory team and you know you got expectations and then you're not making those expectations and then the vibe's kind of weird. But you're trying your best and then you're falling short of your goals and it's dude, it's mm-hmm. so gnarly and it's tough. But it's what you sign up for and sometimes you know. Yeah. It goes good, sometimes doesn't. Sometimes so. good, sometimes shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was good at yeah. uh, Well, Dino, listen, I, I, I'm sure you don't listen to much Pulp MX show, but I, if you have some downtime now, listen to the show 500 with McGrath and Carmichael. You'll dig it. 
You'll, those two okay. guys are in studio. Okay. I know you're you're old school guy. You're probably in hour four of watching some 2011 yeah, Canadian exactly. national <laughs> at this point. No, so, I actually watched a little bit of 09 Glen Helen national. Okay. <laughs> right, there we <laughs> go. The Holy. Right. I love it's Dino's uh, Instagram. He's watching the most random races from whatever. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to some good moral history for sure. But you would like the McGrath Carmichael show from last week. They they're really funny. They they tell a lot of stories behind the scenes. So, um Oh, really? Yeah. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh let's move on to some other topics I want to touch on you and and because you we called you early, I didn't get a chance to ask Paul and Chris this, but uh certainly it was a topic with myself and JT and Wygant in our review show. You like these speedway places, Dino? Do you, do you wish we had more of them? Do you do you do you like the the longer layouts and maybe the the faster the speeds and everything else, uh, there are some downsides, obviously. But what are your thoughts on, like, a speedway tracks that were, you know, Daytona, Atlanta? Uh, I thought Atlanta looked pretty fun, to be honest. Yep. I kind of like I kind of like those tracks. Less turns for me, the bear. <laughs> but um, <laughs> feet on the pegs, most of the track, yeah. I'm done with that. So. Um, yeah, I, I think though not too many of them, like two or three, like they have. It's pretty good. I'm I'm happy with that. Okay, it's a, it's, it's a nice change up though. Like when I was watching on the weekend, it was just something different. And I know like they went a bit overboard on the jumps and stuff, and they had to adjust it. But mm-hmm. you know, I just thought it was it's just something different. It's kind of exciting, and the racing is pretty good. Right. Yeah. I. I. We're gonna get into more of this, but give. I'd like some more. I'd like to see some more of them. Paul, you were there. Yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah. It. it was fine. And and yep. I mean, I like them. Every. I really like them because the lap times longer. And and we'll get into this more later. But for yeah. me, that's the biggest. When you see rules change in the sport, they obviously affect other rules differently than they have in the past. So mm-hmm. when we went to twenty minutes, now I I think lap time is more critical than it ever has been. Like they just go around the track too many damn times yeah. and it gets too fucking and, gnarly. Everyone's so. got video. Everyone's got dark yeah. fish and shadowing. Everybody knows exactly where to go. So, right. So, so for that reason, yeah. the, the speedways I do like because it's a longer lap time and I think that's just right. infinitely better. JT's upset about the vibe and I get his point. Like, Oh, you know, day race, I'll go with him. It, it sucks. Yeah. Day yeah. race is Fireworks suck. and all that aren't yeah. just good. Opening ceremonies. I love daytime. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Daytime's my yeah. time. Yeah, we do know that. <laughs> uh, so Dean Wilson, the show brought to you by Skosh and Skosh.com. So Dino, you're at Baker's Factory. And you're there, you know, riding and everything else. And, and the number one KTM rolls up. Do, do you know he's coming back? Do you have any indication? Or are you like, oh, look who's back. Do you, what's that like that first day? Are you, did you know he was coming back? Yeah, I heard some whispers. Okay. He's coming right. back. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. He yeah. kind of just jumped back in. Like, right. It was, you know, yeah. like nothing really had happened. So. Give him a head nod and let's go riding. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, straight up. Right. It was like, we just like literally seen each other doing our warm-up and give a little peace sign and, nope, carried on. <laughs> Web's back. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy how the, the ups and downs of this and, and, and all of that. Uh, Jason Anderson, your teammate, he won this weekend, your ex-teammate, he won this weekend. Look, I got to be honest, I don't know if anybody w- thought he would be this good. He's got three wins, I think, on the year. Four. It, four wins. If you take away the, the crashes and stuff, he probably has some more wins. He's right there. Are you surprised, Dino, at Jason's uh, a resurgence on the Cowie? Uh, is this something you saw coming? Uh, you know this guy pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Jason, I feel like could have had more championships than what he has already just mm-hmm. from injuries and stuff like that. Like, cause, I mean, obviously I've tra- been his training partner for quite a long time and yeah. writing partner and also my friend. But, like, some of the stuff, I mean, it's like you don't want to, um, you know, hype someone up that you're racing against, but I can't 
do nothing but respect it because some of the stuff he does on a bike is just so cool to watch. And mm -hmm. he's so good on like his corners and he's so creative. And, uh, he's, I, I, I there's days where like, I just like, I was like, there's no way anyone's beating Jason. And sometimes he's just not his best on race day. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, there's a, been a lot of seasons where he, sh I feel like he should have won and then he didn't. So, I mean, obviously there's injuries, but, yeah, this year he looks really yeah. good. He looks comfortable. He looks loose. Kind of like the old, the old school Jason is when he's aggressive, and obviously he has been, and that means he's confident. He's you know? so he's so good at improvising. He's so good at a yeah. wheel tap, at a uh, a creative line. Uh, if yeah. he gets loose, he can figure it. out. Like he's so good at that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, and then like he did that triple like, quad yep. that no one did on the main. His pass back inside of Eli, like that flat tracking yep. that he did right. to that corner at yep. speed, like that was pretty gnarly. Yeah. He's yeah. really good at using his legs and finding real traction. Yeah. That's where he's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when you when you see him like especially sometimes in some of these races. He's like a spider monkey monkey. He's crouched over his bike with his legs bent, like yeah. ready to Well, like you see some of these these like a finish line mm -hmm. and you have a left hand ball berm and then it kinda gets flattened out and gets greasy. Mm -hmm. Like this is where he's good. Like you come off of traction and then on to no traction yeah. he's like the way he uses his legs you'll find right. some rear wheel traction yeah yeah he, he, mm -hmm. he's loose and when he's loose it's 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 like fast he's, he's fast edge, yeah out of control. yeah yep. yeah no props to uh <laughs> to jason we're gonna have brock tickle on later to talk a little bit about it too i, I think brock's been worked a lot closer with it uh with him as well so uh well dino yeah. anything else for yeah dino? what okay. about your bike dean so okay. we've heard a lot about you know the new chassis and Maybe not so good in the whoops. Uh, we know RJ didn't like his bike in the whoops in the 250 class, but how was your evolution of this bike? Uh, I mean, I struggled a little bit with it at first, but all of a sudden, new bike's always going to take some adjusting. And um, I do feel like I'm not the same rider in the whoops as I was in the other bike, but um, it's a new bike. It's going to take a little bit of time, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it, I've struggled a little bit, but uh, I didn't, I feel like I was decent on it and uh yeah it was good um yeah definitely um it's been up and down like malcolm was like ah early on malcolm was on this show and you could tell he was not stoked and then he came on again maybe a month later and he's like things are better we've tested better we had rj on our fly show and he was uh, we were like kind of giving him shit dino because he's been pretty vocal right in the press conferences mm -hmm. rj has <laughs> and we're like wow so you're not that happy huh and he's like well they offered me an extension so i <laughs> it must have been okay with me. And then he said they've yeah. gotten better. So, you know, I feel like the, the team has gotten a little better there. Yeah. No, it for sure has. Yep. It's just going to take time. Like, we're even to this day, we're still testing, you know? So, trying new things. And, and the thing is, with the whole um, corona stuff, like, yep. parts were so backed up. Like, we didn't really test. Like, we didn't have parts to, to test, you know, for a mm -hmm. while. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah well, when uh, I was there in yeah. December, I was looking right. at the bikes. They're like, hey, don't take pictures of these bikes because there's some one-off things. We don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. So in December, yeah. they didn't have a lot of parts. Yep. Yep. So. And and traditionally with a new model, and Paul knows this, you guys, well, key for you, to it takes a year. A lot of times the team learns something in, an, in a full off-season, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so yeah. I, I'm thinking it'll get better. Dino, World Supercross, you got your eye on that, I imagine, right? Yeah, that's something that would be yeah, right up your alley. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking into that for sure. I think next year will probably be my last year racing. So... Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know what I'm going to do um, for next year, but yeah, that's probably my. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Well, Dean, thanks for coming on and sharing. Uh, you know, as graphically as you did, I think I just like yeah, it's tough, and Sucks. I'm glad our listeners 
got a little bit of what you're going through. I think everybody likes you. Everybody's a fan of Dean Wilson, and uh, we want you back on the track as soon as you can. So uh, thank you for uh, calling in and sharing it, man. Good luck. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Thanks Dean. Dino. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. That's Dean Wilson, everybody. Brought to you by Skosh, Skosh.com. <clears throat> you don't say bye to your friend? I was going to throw a jab in there, but he didn't seem in the mood for it. Okay. All right. I was going to say kiss your wife for me, but I didn't say yeah, that. No, oh, yeah. No, I could tell he's he's uncomfortable for sure. Right. Like, yeah. I can hear like, in his Leeson? voice. He can tell he's just fucking right. kind of a little miserable. You know what? So. I honestly wasn't sure if he would say he would come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? When I asked him, I'm like, I don't Last know. Last thing you want to do is be laying on your side and talking. And, right, yeah. right. I, I yeah. just, props to him, man. I, it's been rough and bad, and his Instagram's been funny, but at the same time. That's what I mean. That's what I love about know? him. He always can make you smile or laugh yeah. no matter what. He yeah. finds the, the, you know, right, the right. best part of everything, so for sure. Uh, uh, we got an email from Eric at six or uh, five sixteen asking if he can have a shirt like Travis Marks. Can Dude, we, the shirt's can we, lit, huh? Can we, oh, can we give yeah. A shirt? What size is it? I don't thing. know. Look at this. Can we this just give dope. a shirt though? Yeah, it depends what size he is. I don't have all the sizes. Meh. Yeah, sure. Get Say the yes. One. Okay, yeah. absolutely. All right. all right, Eric, I'll email you back. You you get a you get a purple rental limited edition shirt. Uh, the nineties are here. Uh, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Paul, we will talk a lot about Renthal. Renthal.com, of course. A uh, fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, these are on the website now, so you can go there and check it out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I heard some a bit of noise about it, like people trying to locate them. So what the plan was is, is, is yeah, to try to get this to all our distributors before the embargo date. Um, customers around the world bought it, uh, but the, we did... <clears throat> not allow them to share the information with their dealers. Uh -huh. So it was up to distributors to to um, push the the information out locally in their area once everything was in stock. Um, and yeah, we got everything to them before the race and everyone had stuff on their bike to kind of like, yeah, raise awareness about it and make sure everyone knows. So hopefully when people see the race on TV and Instagram um, that they'll go looking for it. So yeah, just... Yeah. They're available, yeah, worldwide. Um, Rocky Mountain actually already had them available, and, uh, and Motorsport had them available uh, during the weekend. But I think Rocky Mountain already sold out, which is I'm quite excited yeah. and impressed with. But, but yeah, keep checking dealerships and Tucker Rocky and Parts if you're in the U.S. Uh, there should be plenty of stuff available. Awesome. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower. <clears throat> Kiefer, you use a lot of Firepower parts over between you and your kid. Uh, Firepowerparts.com. Great batteries, great chains. 490-2531, YZ250F, and 450F battery part number. Sold a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. uh, Firepowerparts.com. Batteries used by Chiz and the SGB Honda guides, among others. Uh, Club MX, also Firepower. Firepowerparts.com. They help out privateers. They help out top teams. And uh, they got great products. Chains are made in Japan. Featherweight lithium batteries are all backed by a two-year warranty. You can get them out at motorsport.com. Uh, thank you to the folks at Firepower. They support our Pulp Mix Fantasy as well with prizes. So really thanks to the folks at Firepowerparts.com. At Firepower Parts, of course. The great Marty Davalos managing the Firepower Parts Honda team right now. I saw Marty at St. Louis. Looks like he put some LBs on. Retired. Yeah, they are giving him, I bet he still rips the They are giving track. him some shit over there, but we, we all feel that Marty would be better than one of the riders they currently have. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. If Marty not rips. Both. Yeah, if, I was going to say, if not both. Like, <laughs> right. Like how Dean was saying that Jason obviously is very good at the test track yeah. and maybe yeah. sometimes doesn't bring it all. Yeah. Marty is that <laughs> yeah. as well. Well, you were on his team. Like, yeah. When I was at PC with him, we were, we would draw X's on his wrist when he'd leave the test track. We're like, make sure these X's show up on Saturday. We want to see him. Make sure it's the same Marty. Because <laughs> dude funny. would rip on yeah. a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. He was unbelievable. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Also, uh, OGO. Uh, oh, traveling is a pain, uh, but Kiefer has an OGO layover bag now. <laughs> no more packing 9,800s for it's two nights. It's a whole nights. new world for me, Steve. Yeah. Thank I mean, God I just walked right 
off of the airplane and went straight to the rental car. Oh, that's all the difference in traveling. I tell you know you. his 9800 Dude, story, right? Not so much, but I'm. He checked a bag for two nights. A 9800. I had a, a pony. A big, big one. I had a pony. Yeah, but still, Dude, like, no. Pony. I had to. I had to bring 9800s this weekend to bring T-shirts. I hated it. I had yeah. to like go to the checkout, like oh, wait for the bags yeah. there, wait for the bags on the way home. It was awful. Get yeah. the I've OG. gotten so spoiled now. I'm just. Layover guy. Uh, get the uh, get the OGO layover bag at the 9800, which is uh, a staple in the pits. Get uh, the rig bag as well. Or Kiefer prefers the trucker bag yes. for his uh, gear gear problems or gear uh, packing issues, yeah. I guess. I uh, I like the rig bag. That's uh, that's the one that I prefer as well. So um, that's typical. Uh, the hugest bag for a guy who doesn't ride. Yeah, sounds about right. Have you seen their new like cooler bag? So I was recently at Sea Otter and Ojo was there yep. for the mountain bike thing. Mm -hmm. They had this new bag that's like a, it's like a hiker's backpack or something, but some other guys use it too, he said. But it's like the bottom is a cooler, the top, it keeps shit cold, food, all kinds of stuff. It was mm. honestly quite cool. Uh, Pilo? Throw some beers sure. in there. Yeah, oh, Pilo. Yeah. Pilo. Okay. All right. Well. Get that thing then, too. OGO cool. Power Sports, thank you to those guys. If you want a deal from the folks at OGO, simply email us using the contact form of Pulp MX, and uh, we will get you a deal from the folks at OGO. And uh, backpacks are amazing. I travel with one every single uh, weekend, laptop sleeve and cord pockets and passport pockets and audio pockets and yeah, yeah, yeah. OGO Power Sports bringing you our next guest here, Hunter <laughs> Lawrence, coming right up uh, right away. And again, uh, rentall.com, purple. It's out. Get it. Why you can. Uh, Dubox coming on later. Looking forward to talking. Oh, to that guy wore a lot of purple. He, he did. did. O'Neal yeah. had a lot of purple. A lot of purple, yeah, I feel, yeah, on yeah. Dubok. Uh, talking, to, talking to Doug, I want to talk to him about testing. And testing? you're going to be right in there with that, oh, I'm sure. I just saw Doug at Paula on uh, Was this kid racing? Right. Uh, no, he helps the kid that res race with Aiden. So. Um, and then uh, much more to talk about later on. Brock Tickle, of course, coming up here. Our next guest, this is the winner of the 250 showdown in Atlanta. Jet? No. Oh. No, better than that. Hunter Lawrence. What's up, Hunter? You're such, you're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Can you believe what's that? What's up, mate? How are you, boys? Uh, Kiefer, apologize to Hunter. I'm sorry, Jet. I mean, Hunter, I'm sorry. Listen, the whole Hunter, this had to bug the shit out of you. The media, the fans, Craig, Jet, Craig, Jet, Jet, Craig. Had to bug the shit out of you. Um, Not really. I mean, they're, they're both, you know, the current red plate holders, so... I mean, it's just, it's kind of expected. So I'm not, not really bug, bug me, uh, to be honest with you, because it's just, it's something that's, you know, right. expected really, yeah. you know, out of our, out of our media and, and audience. Yeah, I get it for sure. Uh, how's those purple bars, by the way? Parabinos is here with Rental. Oh, he did so. a great job with them. Oh, uh, he Great job, well. Hunter. What'd you think of the purple? Mate, the, honestly, the purple bars, I was into it. They looked, it looked cool. <laughs> like. It did look cool. We had a little purple on the side of our uh, fenders and stuff, oh, and well, they did. it looked. They cool. did graphics yeah, too. Good. Yeah. See. Uh, so can they can they keep running purple if they wanted to? Like, Absolutely. If they want to, it's Absolutely. up to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. Hundred percent. The t-shirts were cool. Um, no, I was into it. I think it was rad. Like it wasn't like a a tacky theme or like something that was like uh, right. just cool. we got to it's all right it'll be going after this race like it's actually mm. nice cool i'll probably get that stuff sent to florida and it'll probably go on our practice bike yeah so. yeah nice love it uh congrats on the win uh so look at one point christian's catching you he's got a little better lap times than you and it's looking like it's going to be a great race but then even before he crashed you stabilized it. You lowered your times a little bit. I wonder, did you find something? Did you see that he was 
doing something different? Did you bear down a little bit? Take us through when you noticed Christian was catching a little bit. Yeah, so I actually got to watch the race back today, and I actually didn't realize that he was behind me a lot earlier than what I thought, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I only realized it was because when I passed Joe, I thought it was Joe behind me for the next three laps Mm -hmm. and or four laps maybe. And then it wasn't until like five minutes to go. I was like, I looked at my pit board for like the second time that race, which is I'm shocking at, but I seen Craig's pit board and I'm like, Oh, it's Christian. (laughs) All right, cool. But, um, yeah, no, I was just, um, you know, trying to just do my do my moto, really. Honestly, just doing my moto, just right. trying to hit my marks. Um, I got better in the whoops. I got more adjusted to the, the rhythm of the whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few laps, it took me a little bit to calculate, like kind of get used to how those whoops were, you know, going to work for me in that main. And I just kind of, once I got them dialed, I was just, I felt like I was making that time up um, in the turns and stuff like that and just little intensity bits here and there. So, uh, yeah, it turned out to be a really good race. So, but yeah, I was I wasn't until I watched the race back. I was like, oh wow, he was like behind me. I think by the end of the second lap, maybe the start of the third lap, and then once I passed Joe, then he passed Joe pretty much straight away, and and was behind me for almost the whole the full moto. So yeah, um, no, I mean I didn't realize he was that close to the whole you know, yeah. part of the race. Well, maybe like you said, it was the whoops a little bit because definitely, like, I don't know if he would, like, take away his crash, I'm still not sure he's going to get any closer because that gap had stayed the same now for yeah. a lap or two. You know what I mean? Like, it was, and I was like, I wonder if Hunter found something. But, yeah, like you said, just whoops maybe. Just got, got dialed him in a little Yeah, a little I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah. the gap stayed the same, like, the whole race, to be honest, not just a lap or two. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back and watch the race, like, he was pretty much on my tail from when he was in third and I was in second, you know, and then I've got Joe and then he passed Joe straight away. So uh, it wasn't, you know, like it was a, a, a slow death or anything, but right. um, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, uh, Speedway Tracks, what do you think? I'm, I, this is going to be a popular question tonight. I was uh, arguing a little bit with uh, JT and Wygant on the review show. I like to see more of these things. I like them. They're not great for vibe, and you are far away from the track as a spectator. Uh, you can't see all the way down to one end and all of that kind of stuff. But, man, I like the fact you guys get your bikes into, out of third gear. I like the fact that there's different obstacles. We had two sections of whoops, of sand whoops. We had some big jumps. Uh, what'd you, what's your take on it? I, you know what? I honestly don't like it, Steve. Okay, all right. Like it's, try, it's leaning. They're trying to make it – well, not they're not trying. Wrong use of words but it feels like to me it's just kind of going towards motocross a little bit like it's a way more high speed track and there was so many doubles on the track you know okay like yeah, there yeah. was so many doubles and it's kind of like more like a hybrid motocross but then you've got the whoops and like these real notchy steep rhythm sections so i you know me personally mm-hmm. i like racing the stadium i think the stadium is way cooler good football stadium okay the vibe the atmosphere is is way better i feel like um okay yeah i All don't right. know i just feel like supercross is supercross it's, it's in the city it's in the heart of the cities in those stadiums 
badass atmosphere and then the outdoors is you know right motocross is you know kind of that vibe because it feels it feels like an outdoor round like where that that stadium is and stuff like it's in the middle of nowhere yeah, and it is I like that it, it literally it feels like you're going you know going to an outdoors like an hour below a city or out of a city <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere you know i will give you that yes yeah. yes it yeah felt, he's right it, it sure. felt that way for sure <laughs> Uh, like it's it's tough yeah. enough to find good places to eat and stuff when you go into outdoors, like healthy food and stuff. And it was just like, I mean, I stayed in the city because I'm like this, like I can't eat anywhere down <laughs> unless it's fried chicken and waffles. Like there's yeah. nowhere for me to eat, you know. <laughs> yeah. South of the city for yeah. sure. All right, yeah. Your, your crash on press day uh, with that yeah. huge ass triple, whatever the hell that thing was. How the hell do you shake that off? And then when I saw that, I was like, dude, that's big. He might have got hurt a little bit. And then you win. Yeah. So what goes through your yeah. mind after something like this that? Is a, I asked the exact same question after the race. Okay. Uh, but, but, yeah, that was a great answer you gave me, Hunter. So repeat that answer because I loved it. It was great. Yeah, so it was obviously not ideal. Like, it was one of those things, like, we were looking at it on, you know, right before press when you walk out on the track and we're like, oh, damn, like, this thing's big and you're kind of joking about it and you're like, oh, yeah, like, let me, I'll follow you off it, you know, like, all that stuff. But I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, it'll be second gear, just pretty much dial it on from the berm uh-huh. and then just hold it on all the way. You know, watching the 450 guys hit it and we're like, okay, yeah, damn, that thing's big. And, and when I went off the up ramp, I was like, because I kind of, you can see in the video, I kind of, like, pushed through it a little bit, mm-hmm. like, not scrub, but kind of like go through it rather than just straight, just so you know, up in the air yeah. to try and get a little more distance. And and when I went off the ramp, I was like, yeah, no stress. And then like the closer I got to the landing, I'm like, oh, jeez, we're gonna be short here, bad. <laughs> <laughs> so like I like straightened it out and then just like yeah, hit the face of it. Probably like the worst spot. Like if I was literally six inches further forward like i would have been right on top where like robbie wageman case and would have been okay i think i would have ridden it out but yeah it was it sucked but i mean that's that anyway it happened so thankfully i wasn't hurt you know obviously my body's way healthier and i think two years ago they would have been gluing me back together after that so um but yeah like i the whole then obviously all the controversy starts. Oh yeah, like good job, Bozo. Learn how to jump. Like screw you. We want to see the big jump and stuff. And I'm like, well, hey guys, like, sorry that I crashed on it, but I actually didn't complain about it. It was, you know, your points leaders of the other classes and all the other 450 guys and, and riders who didn't crash, who were actually, you know, kicking and, and screaming about it. I mean, for sure, I agree with it. But what they, what I said to Steve in the post-race interview was what the people at home don't understand about that is on a regular supercross triple that's 60 feet we get uh blown like when the wind's up six to eight feet you know and the track's not that much wider than that so on a 110 115 foot massive triple the slightest bit of wind can push you eight to ten feet which you're off the track or you know two turns after a start when there's 20 guys going over it, it's just a, a recipe for disaster. So um, it's just kind of a little silly. You know, they're obviously trying to push the limits and stuff, but um, that wasn't the only one. You know, that other double after the whoop section that had the shipping container sticking out on both sides of the landing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, was, was, I didn't see that on press day, but I heard about right. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can tell you why you didn't see that because no one crashed on it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big triple got uh, kind of highlighted. But, yeah, like that was another one that's like, you know how the whoop section gets. Like mm-hmm. there's guys going left and right all the way through it and then they got to sack up to this big double after it. like That you can't kinda, jump off the side of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you come up short, it's a pinnacle down ramp. And you've got shipping container corners sticking out on either side. So I think, honestly, Steve, back on the speedway tracks, I honestly think Daytona would be the same if they had the same dirt that Atlanta has, that more hard-packed dirt. I think you'd see even more crazy stuff at Daytona because they have so much more space and speed. They're like, oh, we can we can build this. We can, you know, put so much more stuff into, which I'm not sure is a great thing because... Okay. Right. We're not video game players. Like, <laughs> if we get it wrong, you can't just restart. You know, it's, yeah. it's you know, thankfully I was okay. But, well, like, I mean, who knows? Like, someone's bike snapped in half in the main. And who knows how many times fuck. you case those big jumps right. if that's why. Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's what's so impressive. Like, as, that was a, cr- a, cl- a clamp failure, yeah. But, as, yeah. A, as a rider right. and guys that ride, we all ride. Like, when you have something that big to jump, for one, to do it is ballsy. Number two, crash on something like that and then mentally put yourself together again and be like, okay, that's done and over with. We're cool. And go out and didn't win. That's what makes professional racers professional. That's what we yeah. don't see. We right. just see them, oh, they're badass racing. Oh, look at Hunter. He's sick. But this is all the shit that goes along with it. You know, it. We, had, we had the great Phil Micheletti on a month ago, Hunter, and he said, we're not cats. We don't have nine lives. Right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, he summed it up sure. nicely, maybe. <laughs> Although, poor and Phil. Like, another he, thing yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. is when, you know, freestylers, right, like they have their ramp and their airbag or their down ramp that stays the same every weekend. Mm-hmm. Our, our tri- triples are the same, right? More or less. It's, it's such a... Pardon me. A muscle memory. It's always second gear, pretty much like rah, 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 rah. and that muscle memory, you know, obviously different on this one. So that that alone is more Correct. error, room for error. And when freestyle guys have the little slightest bit of wind, they cancel the session. They're like, no, we're not jumping. It's too yep. windy. Yep. You know, yep. where we the wind picks up in a main. Obviously, weather was a huge thing for the week the weekend. We can't stop a main event. Like, one guy's just going to go, ah, dude, I'm in a great position. This can be the best race. I'm just going to keep sending it. Like, you can't have all the guys go, hey, like, 10-minute mm-hmm. mark, let's start rolling it. The wind's <laughs> picked up. One yeah, of yeah, can yeah. land on the asphalt beside yeah. it, you know? So, uh, yeah. Shorty, Shorty kind of summed it up, too. These guys are not free-range riders. They're closed in, right? They're yeah. on the motocross track. They're on the supercross track. And that's where they go. Right. They're not, and they have spec. Like, Supercross is all built to spec. And then, like what he said, I haven't yeah. forgot about that. Like, when you throw something different in, like almost free riding kind of a, of a jump, that fucks everyone up. Like, yeah. you're like, hey, we're not used to that, and you're going to throw this in with us in, right. you know, well, round 14. I actually got a text from a buddy who has a point here. Like, he said, these guys got to get adapted to a triple crown, three short races in a stadium, right? Then they got to go to a day race at a speedway. Like, that's kind of a, you know, something to, to get yeah. used to for, for, for some of the riders. Like, yeah. that's different. No, form. absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of people out there, oh, man, it's amazing how you guys jump the triple on, like, the second lap or whatever, you know, or the finish line on the second lap. You guys grease it, like, how? That, and it's, it, it's just simple because it's, they're built to spec, you know, like you yeah. were saying. The rhythms are 
more or less always built pretty similar in ballpark at you know some some races a ballpark measurement it feels like but it's you know more yeah. or less the same same amount of gas throttle timing and stuff like that that's how we can come to a, a completely different venue with a completely different track build layout and dial it in in 10 minutes you know yeah uh two in a row for you hunter and it's tough not to think about that Anaheim race, you know, uh, but it is what it is. 23 points, uh, two more races. So, yeah, anything can happen. Yep. Yeah, for sure, mate. No, absolutely. Like, believe me, if you look back on it, you, you oh, gee, maybe I should have just been a little more patient. Maybe I was, you yeah. know, maybe second was the better option at Anaheim 3. But, hey, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, dude like what a way to walk away with your tail between your legs to just settle for second right like <laughs> yeah no so, absolutely um hunter i want to know if you're thinking about outdoors yet uh yeah honestly not really like yes i am like we're still doing outdoor days and stuff like that yes but it's i don't know i can't really shift all my focus onto that because i'm still just i'm honestly like just day by day like yeah I'm just kind of doing my deal, doing my daily stuff. And I'm riding outdoors this day. Or I'm riding supercross this day. I'll probably ride a little outdoors this week. Um, so, you know, on that day, I'll be focusing on that. And then next week, you know, jump back on the supercross, get ready for Denver. Um, I mean, like Steve said, and, and, you know, we all know anything can happen. Like Christian crashed out the second last round. Yeah. Uh, last year, third last round. So right. who knows? Obviously, you don't wish anything upon anyone, but... It's yeah, it's, it's still you know, bummer about A three, but I mean it's not over yet. So uh, can I get can I get uh, I got a can I get a policy on Hunter? Well, that's what why insurance that's why I, policies for outdoors. Well, can that's I, why I brought up outdoors. Look into this. That's, I feel like he gets <laughs> left out of the outdoor conversation a bit yeah. just because oh, he's he's Jet's teammate, right? And and it's like oh, we talk about Forkner, Jay Mart, or or you know who's going to be the outdoor guy. But I think Hunter could be damn good this summer. Yeah, yeah. I talk a lot of shit about. Jet, Jet, Jet. Jet, one, he's a great kid, nice guy. I talk shit because they talk a lot about him, which rightfully so, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good things about your brother. Right. Because I'm going to suck Jet off. <laughs> but <laughs> but here's, where I, here's what I'm saying. Like, if you would have saw Hunter at A1, and then you see Hunter now, and, and I correct me if I'm wrong, Hunter, like, it was practice at A1, I was like, oh, boy. This shit's not going well. It's 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 not looking good. And then the turnaround that you've had throughout the whole series, it's like steadily got better, better. You had the crash, but then he comes back again, and you have a sneaky good uh, riding style that doesn't look like you're hauling ass, but it's so efficient. And and then just I was at Paula watching the time, just like what he said, like Christian. It was a yo-yo, a, a tent here, a tent there, and you. You stayed within it. So, for me, that's commendable, and I think we need to talk more about that. Yeah, I agree. I'll call you on the Anaheim one. What do you say you didn't like? Because I qualified third. Yes, yeah, so this is what... Uh, Are you talking about press day? Yes. <laughs> so, press day, uh, that looked like it was a struggle. And then qualifying, like you said, like I thought it didn't look great, but then you here you are, third, right? Mm -hmm. So, it just doesn't yeah. ever look like appetizing for a fan. But Jet looks appetizing yeah, I mean, as you watch it, I definitely think my riding style is that way. Like, I think if you watch, I mean, I mean, Anaheim won. Who, like, can you tell me who you looked at and was like, oh, my God, he's got everything dialed. Like, I mean, Christian was sending it. He had so many moments in the whoops. Colt was sending it. Like, everyone was just sending it. So I wouldn't say you'd look at anyone and go, oh, yeah, like, wow, that guy's greasy and just looks like 
perfect. But like my riding style definitely does look like that. Like even when I ride with Jet, I look slower. And then, but if you put a clock on me, it speak. You know, the time speaks for itself. But right. um, yeah, like I'm definitely better than when I first started the series. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like. Oh my god, he sucked at the start. Like everyone talks about, you know, Jet and Christian come through rides from the pack. Like Anaheim one, I came from. I was the last guy into the first turn, and I come through to pretty much almost second. You know, the come through rides Jet and Christian have both had. I've also done this year, but they kind of get left out of the conversation a little bit. You know, which is whatever. It's fine, but yeah. Um, that's just that's just our industry. They only pay attention to what they want to pay attention to, you know? What what about your bike evolution? Has it changed over the time? It has. It's gotten it's gotten a lot better. You know, brand new bike. One of the benefits last year was obviously Jet going first and the things they figured out didn't work, what worked on starts, etc. Um, helped me last year in the in the East Coast and uh West Coast, sorry, the second series. And then this year, a few of the things, you know, we found helped Jetson out. And then obviously Jetson's, uh, like, four rounds that he done, they made even more progress. And then we're able to put that back into me for the past, you know, two rounds. So it's been it's been good. It's been, like, good progress. And we have a great, great bike right now. So I'm more excited to see it on outdoors where, you know, we have struggled um, with some horsepower on the Yamaha in the past. And, you know, we got it a lot better last year towards the end and, I'm hoping to start off with that this year for outdoors. Uh, before we let you go, Hunter, MXGP, obviously Geyser's uh, looking pretty good right now. The, uh, the Renault was good early. Now Sewer's getting a little better. Uh, we're seeing some, some changes at the top. Jonas had a good race. Uh, what's your take on the MXGP series right now, Hunter? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I don't really have a take. Obviously okay. Geyser is looking, you know, the the best right now i'm um, i'm honestly not really a take like i just want to see jeremy do well i just want to see my good mate mm-hmm. do well he had yep. a big crash in argentina and um portugal he was just not quite back to himself 100 percent yet he wasn't even sure he's gonna ride so just honestly i just want to see him you know back yep. to 100 percent and see him do well um and then obviously mitch and, and jed as well the other two aussies just want to see them boys do well like yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all I'm really at about it, you know. Evans is surprising me because I, you know, obviously missed all last year, and I heard that wrist wasn't good. He's getting better. He's doing some, you know. Uh, yeah, good job, yeah, yeah. Evans. Yeah, I think he's been 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 okay and getting better. So that's good. Yeah, he's he's been struggling with that with his wrist. It's yeah, it's really not good. So, right. um, just yeah, hoping he can get that, you know, get back to 100 percent as soon as he can, and and do what you know his full potential is, and and. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Kiefer. Uh I talked to Mertz a little bit in St. Louis. We're walking back to the pit. Yep. And you guys got to go to the Masters. So I'm I'm not a big golf guy, but I enjoy watching it. What's it like? Uh magical. Magical. It's <laughs> magical. It's, wow. uh, yeah. yeah. No, seriously, like no no BS. It lives up to, to all the hype. Incredible. Just just magical. Like that place is something else. It's if you know anyone has a, the opportunity that's listening and has the opportunity, or, or something comes up that you can go, I, I recommend it extremely. It's mm-hmm. a a lifetime experience. I think once in a lifetime experience. Like I think you have I, to experience it. 
I think I want to go to the waste management open instead first, at least. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that one seems like a way different different experience. Yeah, that's that, what that I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. that one, you just go and get wasted out, I think, and <laughs> have, a, have a sick weekend with the boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where the Masters, it's like, oh, it's just one of the most holy golf courses in the world. Like, it's just... yeah. Like, right, how know. do you pick to you know where you want to go? Like, I guess if for Supercross fans, okay, or motocross fans, I want to go in this part of the course. I want to see, you know, yeah. Hunter come down here. But what about golf? Like, you're a fan, so where do you go watch? Um. So, yeah, like, there's guys that, like, there's a lot of people that kind of grab their chairs and they'll park up on a hole. Like, maybe they have a favorite hole or they have a hole that they want, they like to see approach shots to. Like, they go, oh, okay, the 15th hole, for example, that par five down down that big hill into that, uh, you know, water across in front of the green, they might go, all right, there's going to be some badass approach shots from 200 yards out down the hill across the water. We want to park here. Um, but me and Myrtle, we, we followed some guys around. You know, we just wanted to follow some guys that we really wanted to see play and really wanted to see live. So we followed the McElroy, Kepka, Fitzpatrick group for the first nine. Um, and then the second night we got behind our boy Cam Smith, the Aussie. He was playing with DeChambeau and then Tiger and Joachim Neiman were playing behind them. So we got to see Tiger. That was pretty badass. Uh, that was, that, I wasn't going there like, oh, my God, I'm going to go follow Tiger the whole day because I feel like that's what yeah. anyone, every, every guy and his dog was going to do. Right. Um, I love Kepka. I'm a huge Kepka fan, so I got to see him. That was rad. Obviously, Cam Smith, go support the, the Aussie. He's a sicko. Um, but, yeah, we, we ended up, you know, it's so hard not to, Tiger. It's like seeing, it's like seeing Jesus in real life, <laughs> like, in a way. Like, kind of, yeah, there's the only way to, to kind of put it into words is, like, he's an alien, you know? Yeah. It's... Uh, Man, guy's a national treasure. Like, so I heard. <laughs> obviously, Master, Master's course is amazing and it's pristine and all that. But I heard around the area, like, there's a muffler shop, there's Hooters, there's auto wreckers, like yeah, all around yeah, where yeah. the Masters is. I heard that it's rough Dude, around it was there. Pretty funny. Yeah. We were like driving in and we're like, what the hell? Like, that's a Hooters right there on the same block. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is this really like, yeah. what? Because we got, we first drove into Augusta at like 12 a.m. Right. And we're like, what? Like, that's a Hooters? Like, there's an olive garden on the corner of the, yeah. the same block. Like, this doesn't seem right. Like, you'd think there'd be like high end steakhouses. Sure. And, yeah. You know, yeah. like, like yeah. just for yeah. what the Masters really is and, and the type of, people that attracts and who actually shows up like it, it's right. you know you, you can't buy tickets to that like if you got to <laughs> know someone or have a be a sponsor or have a plug or whatever you know so it's um right. it was cool though like it's yeah. definitely a different kind of crowd like the traffic in was really good like every everyone's just super respectful like everyone was there was just so rad and it's just a different nice. type of crowd than what i think we're used to you know yeah well, it's, sounds, cool to, it's yeah. cool to see hunter too like he's in the f1 you can, you can tell hunter's into this yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. like i like because he's into other shit besides moto right and right. and uh fancy football guy 
fantasy football. Drive to oh, Survive, yeah. Hunter's in it. <laughs> yeah. Ricardo, yeah. so yeah. that was cool. Yeah, yeah I, I got a lot of yeah, I got yeah. a lot of screenshots of Hunter in the Drive to Survive saying, Oh, Wilbur's out. Poor Will, Will's out. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, What the hell? What happened to Will? It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, can can Ricardo not be friends with everybody? Like is that to be fr- yeah, so that's funny. That's you know. funny. Uh, that's funny. Thanks yeah, for no, thank, that's awesome. Thanks for calling in, Hunter. Appreciate it. Uh, congrats on the win. Yeah, nice good work. Job. You got two in a row and uh yeah, man. Thank you. Making this thing interesting. So thank you for calling in. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. See ya. That's Hunter Lawrence, everybody. Brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Uh, we're going to call Osborne. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to call Osborne. Okay, uh, let's do that. <laughs> uh, but Nick has a question for Paul Parabinos from Renthal. Nick, welcome to the show. Uh, what's your question for hey. Parabinos? Hey, um, Paul, I was – I I, uh, actually – I met Steve at the uh, race. I actually told him that about my Levo being life-changing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I, I remember I met you. Yeah, he, this guy said e-bikes. It changed his life. Oh, great. We're yeah. going to be great friends. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the one of the minor issues I had with my Levo is I've broken my chain twice. Okay. And uh obviously being a moto guy, uh I go back to the you know, to the brands that I trust. And um you know, I, I, I have Renthal bars on it and a Renthal uh uh stem already and I'm hoping that you guys are gonna make chains soon because you know, there's just nothing out there that, you know, as a moto guy I recognize as quality. Other than like Shimano or something like that, and I would much rather buy, you know, a rental chain if I could. Yeah, and honestly, that's a really, really, really cool angle that you kind of just put into my head that I will for sure share with our bike guy because, yeah, we don't currently offer a chain, but we do have chain wheels. We have chains, obviously, in the exactly. moto moto range. So why don't we in mountain biking? Um, and especially now with so many power sports dealerships around the world um, embracing e bikes and retailing e bikes and e bike accessories, uh, rentals really well positioned for this um yep. and, and and you guys working into that shop you e-bike customers you're not going to recognize like you said a different brand from the rental so yeah i mean no it's a I great mean, idea a lot of the guys that have e-bikes are moto guys and uh yeah, yeah you absolutely. know you know no, like that that deal with the purple box that you guys have the uh, i would have bought them in a second if they were available yeah the, the intense that, guys the, the intense, intense guys they yeah. sell a taser mx only available through power sports dealers that's it you can only get it through parts unlimited power sports dealers. and it comes yep. with rental bars yep. it comes with other yep. specific brands that are that Dude, are rich bars are way better than other bars too that are the what the yep. rental bars are so much better than stock bars on the intense <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah i actually got mine from uh, jb from uh, oh, okay. uh 10 cycles oh, oh nice. cool nice. sure like um, yeah, yeah, you got to watch on the chain. So the chains I ride Can my bike a lot. Can we give him a lot. set of purple bars, by the way? This well, guy? he has an e-bike. He doesn't have a motorbike. Oh, I would. Lo- I have a KDX two two hundred ninety seven oh. that would love that. Oh, hey. Ninety seven. Boom! Right. Oh, fit perfect. Wait, he, he needs seven eight bars. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll put some yep. bigger mounts on that thing. We got fat bar we, or fat bar twin wall. We don't have seven eights here, but we can send you fat bar twin wall. I would love that, man. It would go great with the purple tank and the purple shroud. <laughs> yeah, well, Marks, get his information or somebody get his information afterwards and connect me and we'll figure out how the, the hell are we going to do The bars would be worth more than the bike. No, you're going to look <laughs> sick. You're going to look sick. 97 KDX with purple bars, rental bars, that'll be sick. Yeah, yeah but, start but, it and hold yeah, it wide but, open but he's and get make a video he's of it. He's got to get the mounts. Yeah. We'll, we'll, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll dial we'll figure it. that out. Okay. Yeah, I'll send him some bar mounts. Hey, so on the chains thing, uh, Thousand miles is about all you can get out of a chain on an e-bike, uh, because they do mm-hmm. they do get worked pretty good with the with the torque of the e-bike, and uh, you got to watch those you got to watch those upshifts when under power, Ooh, like yeah. you got to back off time on, your shifts. <laughs> yes, you got to time your, you can't just be like you know just bang bang Banging gears whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. So be careful when you're yeah, shifting a little bit. I, I learned early that. Yeah, I did that going up G- uh, the hills in GNCC, 
And uh, that's how I broke my chain the first time. Well, there you go. Yeah, All right, well, up. we're going to put you on hold. Tits will get your information. We'll send you a set of uh, Renthal Fat Bar Purples for your KDX. All right? That's awesome, man. I appreciate it very much. No problem. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Appreciate it. So, besides Atlanta, uh, we had a big question about the Glen Helen Two-Stroke World Championships. You guys saw Alessi crash? I saw the Alessi crash. Um, besides that, the big shock was, so there's a gentleman that won a 450 motocross title not that long ago. Uh-huh. Uh, won a Supercross not that long ago. Showed up on a two-stroke and went 9-9. 7-7, sorry. No, nice. I think he went 9-9. He said 7-7. Seven, seven. I know, but let's... Oof. Zacho! Yes, yes. I think you went 9-9. Maybe I did. They told me after the first moto I got 7. Oh. I didn't actually look at the results. I could have swore it was 9-9. Nine, nine. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I feel like Zach would go 9-9 nine, nine on this two-stroke at Paula. You know who will have the results? <laughs> you know who I'm punching you right now? How's he got to get 9-9? Nine, nine. No, up. I got him right here. Motocross Action will have the results, I guarantee you. Oh, boy. Because if there's anything Motocross Action will do, it has the results for two-stroke race at Glen Helen. Uh, Zacho. <laughs> what do you want to know about it? So your, Zach, your bike looks sick. Your fly racing yeah. gear looks sick. What happened? Um, honestly, I just got smoked. I mean, nine okay, eight. You I, went nine eight according to the MXA class. Okay, well maybe I went nine eight. I don't know. Okay, I thought I thought I did better in the first moto, but okay. Um, uh, no. Honestly, I just got smoked. Oh, like yeah. my arms were so hard after the first moto that I couldn't <laughs> even like. I, well, I was going back to the pit. Yeah. I hadn't used my clutch in like four laps. Oh, going back to the yeah. pit, and really? I was literally like had all four of my fingers like pointed oh. down using my clutch like that, so I didn't hit anyone. <laughs> like, hand completely off the bar. They're all good dudes. And, uh, oh. I was like, you know, normally if I get it in the first moto, it's gone for the second moto. And uh, this weekend, I was like, oh sweet. So second moto pulled a fat hole shot, like super sick. Made the made the whole trip worth it, to be honest. And uh, yeah, proceeded to get arm pump again and <laughs> Damn. Um, put on our fade. The 450 motocross champion from a couple years ago got the whole shot of two-stroke race at Glen Helen and went backwards what, to eighth, everybody. What okay. bars were on your bike, Zacho? Did you not have the, the special thing that we created there? Did, was this normal yeah, stuff? I did. You uh, did? I did, but not enough uh, riding. <laughs> Do they need to be smaller? Wow. <laughs> well, good. Look, at, if no one's been to Glen Helen for a while, on a, this is not a national prep, okay? This is a different type of prep. Oh, I know. It Bumps will start so early. Is this the, just like a back blade prep? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And He's right. That, and, like, for me, that's way out of my comfort zone. I'm, you know, I want the track, like, deep. full East block right. car track. And um, the track was, like, super fast, and everything felt like it was on a turn. So I want to, like, turn off of something, and there's just not <laughs> that. <there. So laughs> those boys were. <laughs> Surf, it's two-stroke surfing. I only laugh. I'm yeah. laughing because I just know the feeling. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you go to Glen Helen and you haven't been in a while, it doesn't matter Zach is a 450 champion. Like, this is how bad arm. I know. Arm, I'm giving him shit. I know, but it's this a, is how bad arm pump is. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. the killer of everything. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. But were you, when you were getting blown by, were you mad or were you like, this is whatever? Like, where were your, where's your mindset at, Zacho? I'm so, like, my, my gig, I guess you would say, is not like they told me from day one, like this is not results based. You've right. done the result stuff. Like this is not yeah. that. And I was like, yeah, okay, no problem. Like whatever, I'll still get results. <laughs> you know? and at the gym, at the gym, it was really fun. Caleb and I rode together. You know, it, it was reasonable. But this weekend was was not that fun. Like from a racing perspective. No, but no. Actually, I, I was like, yeah, I I can't do anything about it. So. 
they're just going to keep passing me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all these guys being like Osborne. I got him. I got him. I beat oh, Osborne. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I beat Zach yeah, Osborne. They um, were like their teeth in, you know. <laughs> God, your bike looks sick. There was like a late seventies Husky graphic look. Yeah, it was sick, and the it was so fast, dude. Like that was one thing is probably I should have detuned it a little bit, but <laughs> being the meathead that I am, I was just like, oh no, like let's give it all the power, like. We can have sixty horsepower. Let's let's do it. So, <laughs> He's um, the guy in the in the gym with like four plates. So yeah, we, was, we won't be seeing Zacho at the World Vets. Is is that we won't be seeing? Zacho? I feel like if he does go to the World Vets, he's going to be way more prepared. <laughs> oh, I, I already told Andy. I was like, I really don't want to come back for World Vets, but if I am, we're going to do about two weeks of testing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, so Husqvarna didn't fire you or anything. You're good. Yeah. Oh, you're here. Okay. All right. <laughs> This is what's awesome about Zach. It's hard to find a champion that would, let's say, if he is in our pump, he would just pack it up. He'd be right. He would yep. go right yep. back to the truck. <laughs> yep. And be and like, be oh, like, the bike didn't work. Oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'm out. But he will get like you never see. You look for the. I was like, oh, I wonder how Zach did. I look down. I look down. I'm like, oh, he didn't. He didn't race. And then I see nine nine. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that was consistently bad. <laughs> I, like for Zach, right? So something that's I, what's awesome is like he will stick it out yeah. and get it. I saw an all time great pull off and say he had an electrical problem, and then I asked the mechanic after and he told me, Yeah, the bike starts out fine, it runs fine. Because <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> the rice wasn't working out for him quite the way he wanted no, it. No, I've I've never been like that. Like yeah. it is what it is, right? Especially at this point in my career. There were definitely some times where I needed an excuse, but I, I always just felt guilty for the mechanic if he's over there. Yeah. Chasing ghosts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Glenn uh, Helen um, gets gets Glenn Helen gets Zacho. Or, uh, or how are the corrals going there at all? But at the same time, this was an extreme case. <laughs> yeah, I heard there was some corrals and some staging. There's actually some fucking common sense put towards the uh, staging area. Uh, I mean, yeah, what, was it not or something? Oh no no no! no, 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 no. Well, Zach, what, <laughs> after you got into the corral, tell us what happened. Like. What, tell us how it went after you were in the corral. They called us up um, by number, and we went to the starting gate. Oh, so it worked normally. No one was just – it wasn't a free-for-all, just like, you, so you come on up. and You lined up with your race, with your – like, did it have race yeah. one or race two or race four? Or, like, did they change the race number? Yeah, they, they had it like um, – yeah, you were basically staggered. So, like, one, two, three, and then it would go four, five, six, you know. Yeah back down the line or whatever is the way I understood it. It's a miracle. It's Wait, a miracle. Not, something I'm, I'm confused. It sounds, that sounds okay. fine. So that yeah. sounds fine. We'll give you a cliff note version. Yeah, exactly. So I, the, the world vets is a absolute shit show with staging, with race times, with laps, with, with anything you want to talk about <laughs> Glenn Helen. It's a shit show. And I yell and scream every single year about this because they're making so much money that they can't seem to even hire two extra people or even buy some corrals or anything to actually make the race be organized like every other race in the world. And this year, they Instagrammed the corrals. <laughs> hashtag PulpMX, hashtag stop complaining. <laughs> no, I didn't know they did that. They did not. Yes, I didn't they know they did that. Did yes, they, they really? did. You I, guys didn't see that? I didn't, I didn't even know that. they posted. I saw the photo. but That's, they... that's awesome. <laughs> stop out, complaining. No, so look look at the like, hashtags. <laughs> It was a slow day, you know, like being from the East Coast, they can run 30 motos in three hours. Yeah, no, every every track can. Every track that actually cares about their customers can do this, except for Glen Helen. Uh, glad to see. 
We've seen some progression. Thank here's, you. Thank here's you the thing. Know. I love that. You can't even hate on that. No, that's they're, awesome. They're listening to what you got to say, right? And it and it made sense enough to do it. I, I can hate on that, and I will later. Why? <laughs> Is this your rant? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, uh, well, Zach Osborne on the show talking about his 9-8 ride at the two-stroke world it's, championships. It's fine, Zach. That, yeah. I'm glad that's the way you are, man. That's awesome. I mean, I, I wish it would have went better. Definitely now that I have, you know, a, a deal solidified or whatever, I have some more races in the future. Only like six or seven, eight more races for the year. Not really that many, but I definitely want to get in a little bit better, like, riding shape. I've been training some, obviously not a ton, um, <laughs> but uh, I would like to, to ride a little bit more. I mean, since I retired in October, end of October, I've ridden probably, I'm going to say 10 times, and, like, six of those were races, like local trail races or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really done that much, you know, time on the bike, but I, I want to do a little bit more now that I have something to kind of uh, ride for or whatever you, right. you would say. Well, uh, thanks for the spur-of-the-moment call in, Zacho. We just wanted to check in and, and see what the Even hell Even though happened. last time we were there, Tom get passed by another journalist, or, or <laughs> another journalist is right on his butt. Stop. Oh, oh Stop really? it. Oh. Stop it. Oh, please, tell He's us. He's not telling the what truth happened? right now. He's not. Look it. Go ahead, Zach. Tell your story. No, no, I'll let you tell it. <laughs> we, uh, we had the what, – what, what the hell were we doing there? Oh, bike launch yeah it was a Husqvarna bike launch and yep. uh I was riding the track and yep. then Zach was there you know it's his new thing he comes out with the yeah. media hangs out does interviews whatever right. and he's riding and I'm I'm doing little laps you know and I see someone behind me so I'm trying to wick it up and you then, do that you like wick it up when someone catches up to you yeah I on a, a practice day I still got a problem of course he does what yeah. the fuck is that That's about <laughs> and then uh we pull off and he's like dude Swap was out there Don Mato was catching you and I'm like, what? Because Zach was on Don's bike. Oh. And then oh. I was like, what? And I was started thinking oh, so he had, about he had it. 48. And I was Zach tripping was out. I was like, dude, I go, there's no way Don was catching me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, you you should quit right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say you should quit. But then, then the Husky guys were like, yeah, like, man, it, he was close. Oh. And Kiefer was like, <laughs> I was freaking out about Dive off of <laughs> Yeah, calm down, bro. Calm down. It it's fine. Funny. It's fine. Uh, Zacho, do you? I had a, a listener of mine say that me, Steve Mathis, I 100% got you the job back at Husky. Do you agree with that? Uh, oh, back at Husky? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they heard your, your yeah. call. Like, right. I was, very, I was very upset that they couldn't find a spot for you anywhere on the team. They sold your bike with number 16s, and you had nothing to do with the team anymore. I was very yeah. upset, and now you're back in, and now you're riding sweet Husky two-strokes. So, Yeah. Um, thank um, you, Steve. Do I owe you a percentage, or how does that work? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, Zacho. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it, man. Um, always fun to, to, to chat. And uh, what's, what's next for you? What's the next event or race you're going to? Um, so I'll be at Boston this weekend, or Foxborough, yep. with Jack. And then um, – I have a couple of corporate events uh, coming up, and then um, I think the next race I'm doing is the J-Day at Unadilla in the middle of May, I think. Okay. All right. Zach Osborne, everybody. get Zach on the live show with us. We should. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to hit All right. I'll text you. Yo, J-Days, I think, are serious business. Yeah, no, I know. I'm going to need to do some training. I was gonna, yeah, those <laughs> things, they get a lot of riders. Uh, there's going to be it's a... J- basically, East Coast GNCC? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. New England-ish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. 
There's yeah. going to be a red-headed kid uh, showing up on your doorstep next week, so just get ready. I told you, bring him on. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Echo. Uh, yeah, no problem. Have fun, guys. All right. See, See you, man. Bye. Cold calling right. people. Yeah, good one. Good one. Good, good, whoever did that, that was Throwback. a throwback. Yeah, very, very You're nice welcome. of you. Uh, Sean's on three. He wants to talk about our next topic. Sean, what's up, man? What's up, man? I was just want to let you know, um, I think JT's take on the Speedway is bullshit because – Nice. Those, dude, those opening ceremonies are freaking awesome. That's this bullshit. That's awesome. See? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Atlanta, Speedway, bro. It is what it is. The freaking catch a fever. The freaking uh, national anthem with the planes. You can't do that at the bends. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. And the freaking the freaking uh, explosion on the on the logo on the start. They're freaking like almost made me shit my pants. Look, it's yeah. yeah you know but if it was at night, it would have been so much better. But instead, it's in the middle of daytime. So I totally it agree. Sucks. I totally agree. Seven o'clock would be freaking awesome. But you can't but have flybys over that's there. That's right. The jets are sick. Why? Why? I mean, oh. Why? Why so much it's on the like, day thing? Is it literally for a TV it's slot? TV, yeah, it's TV slots. Do we make money off TV? Yeah, they make money off TV. Feld does. So that's the like. There needs to be a damn good reason because I think they. I don't like them during the day. They need to be at night. I don't like day races. I'm day. I like the day. Yeah, I just it just it's like less of a show. Like right. I don't. Know. Why is it less of a show though? Just because it's. I mean, the, the only time they should be day races, I think, is if they're West Coast or something. So so people. Yeah, in Europe can catch them or something. Well, people literally on the East Coast can catch them. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, right. that. Uh, all right, I Sean. Mean, it, it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was at three o'clock, and I got there at freaking nine o'clock. I had a great time. How was, was the turnout? Great. I'm glad you had a great turnout time. Turnout was good. Yeah, turnout yeah. was good. Turnout yeah. was good. So, yeah. uh, all right, yeah. man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna talk about Anderson. We're gonna talk more about, the, but let's get onto those speedways a little bit. Um, yeah, the day the day thing I get being a little bit you know vibe less less vibe I get that you know um, this one I mean we're, we are going to be so balls early in Atlanta we're done but six o'clock in Atlanta we're done totally done um, kind of like this you mean one. Denver Denver sorry oh yeah, I was sorry. like I was like right. Atlanta yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Foxborough's a day one too I believe so really yeah um, it's like they knew I was coming yeah yeah really <laughs> but the speedway stuff is I mean I like I just as I said to JT like. Look, the the Glendale is amazing, and Anaheim's good. You know, all the baseball stadiums are, are fine, and 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 Glendale's amazing football stuff. But, dude, forty two second laps in a in a tight stadium floor where everybody can jump everything on the second lap of the first practice, and there's nobody doing anything different all night long. It's fucking boring to me. It's boring. I, I'm, I'm just, with you on lap times. You know? I'm with you on lap times. And if if a speedway fixes the lap times, then I guess I'm okay with a speedway. I don't love the speedway that much either like it's better to me being in a proper stadium okay and what don't you like about the speedway never mind the day part because those can be moved yeah everything but what do you, what don't you like about a speedway track? i think it's it's very uninviting for the public to come come in you have to cross cross over you know all the track all kind of different things the san diego you gotta walk pits. you gotta walk around homeless people in the ghetto to get to the pits well then stuff, can we have a, a proper pit party like where semis are set up or but you know i mean if there's garages available teams are always going to vote for garages because it's easier yeah. to set up that's and where whatnot. we were this week yeah i know but i'm just saying for like as a as a fan or just as a you know i can put on a whole bunch of different hats and have a different opinion but nah, I, I, I mean i'm a race guy i care about dirt bike racing on a motorcycle track so don't give me the I just you don't know. like the short lap times. I really right, don't right. like no, the short lap times. No, so I do times. too. So I hate this it. is where my speedway stuff, you had a section of whoops, sand whoops, two section of stadium whoops. Look, it, they built that 120-footer pretty dumb, but can we can get a 120-footer that's built right. 
Mm-hmm. We can get that in there. We can get, you know, over-unders. We can get right turns, left turns, not just, you know, oh, there was one left turn tonight, which we've, we've left the stadium being like there's one left turn here tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, we've left that. We've, we, we've seen that before. Just the speedway stuff gives you so much options. The guys get out of third gear. They're, they're hauling ass. You can make up so much time on a stadium track by riding into the faces of jumps and scrubbing and soaking up. You, you know, on, on, on a 41-second on a track, what are you going to do, right? You can't do anything. So just for all those reasons, I think – I'm not saying ditch every dome. I'm not saying that. Anaheim's and Glendale's and state and you know, all that. But can we bring in a few more speedways? Can we go to Charlotte? Can we go to Atlanta? Can we get rid of Daytona and find another place? <laughs> I'm, I'm like you where I'm just a fan. I like to watch racing and dirt bikes and – and things like that. So it doesn't really the vibe and the right. fireworks. No. I, I, yeah. I don't really give a shit please, about please that. Please bring us up when JT calls it. Um, but <laughs> I, I like what Hunter talked about a little bit is the riders may not like it because it's so different from what their setting is and what they train on. And just something I noticed when I was watching it on my laptop is <clears throat> that straightaway leading into that chicane to the finish line jump, mm-hmm. it formed weird braking bumps before the, yeah, the, the, the left. Yeah, yep. and it screwed some guys up because you're on the edges Great. of your tire. So, yeah, so the riders right. don't have the setup, so it could be real sketchy for them. Oh, they don't have the setup. Oh, my God. Uh, Cancel the race. No, no. I'm just saying, like, I think that's why some of the riders are frowning okay, upon it. Okay, but beat it. Learn to ride it. So I mean, it is a it's a it's essentially a world championship. Like, yeah. I think that's part of it a little bit. Like, you need to be able to adjust a bit. And, and I think it's hard for me to uh, – put myself in Hunter's shoes when he talks about everything's built to spec, built to spec, because I, as a racer, never really race consecutively, right? Right. Twelve single weekends, right? It's always, you go here for a while, you go there for a while. Um, So, like, to me, that's like, I was like, oh, they should be able to adapt to anything every single weekend, especially, and if that makes the track longer, which I think really needs to change, then then so be it. Yeah, I I, look, if you can tell me that we're going to 55-second lap times in the stadiums, I'm there. Cool. Yeah, right on. I, that, there needs to be a minimum lap time or something. Like it needs to be just to something, something, something. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be like to me. It doesn't have to be traditional supercross obstacles that that do that. Like make a couple less turns on the fucking straightaway or so, something. Well, slow the, we used to have walls. Guys slow the track that. down or right, something. Right, but just right. do something to not make. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Hey, we cannot be under fifty-five. Like yeah. that's the rule. Something. Yeah. I yeah. think everything would improve after that. Injuries. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I think. I think I agree with you, man. I just. <clears throat> Uh, I hate being such a like a, a an old man who walks uphill to school both ways, or or like a guy who's always complaining because I was the one saying, you know, we can't we can't do twenty laps anymore. We got to do twenty minutes because these guys mm-hmm. aren't getting on the track enough. And now I'm like saying, you know what, twenty minute mains on a forty two second track, maybe we should shorten these things a little bit because right. for track conditions and safety, right? And and boringness is that yeah. a word? But um, so you know, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of yeah. I'm 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 a both ways about it. But if you want to ditch some of these stadiums and go to more speedways, which Wygant said he heard was maybe going to happen, yeah, and then, I can, I can see then that. maybe maybe we can do that. Um, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. I uh, love these guys. Decalmx.com. Code PulpMX to save. The official graphic sponsor of Aiden, Chris, and Heather Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. All your bikes are all your Kiefer Inc. testing bikes. Everything. Yes, sir. Decal Works. Uh, they also do all the Rockstar or Rockstar. They do the Rockstar. All right. I don't know if they still do the factory off-road team for Rock. I got to check that out. Okay. But they do do the Red Bull KTM team of Marvin, yes. 
For Cooper sure. Webb and Aaron Plessinger. <clears throat> the expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. They're officially licensed with all the OEMs, so they can use all the logos and all the proper trademark stuff and all that. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best products around. Chris Kiefer brought to you by Decal Works tonight. And also, I want to thank the folks at Michelin. Randy was in for show 499, and Kiefer and Paul in for 501. Uh, designed to win, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range featuring Michelin Adaptive Design offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation and available in six versions sand mud medium soft medium hard and hard versions uh, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win visit michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the starcross six Kiefer, you've spent the time on these yeah um what'd you think you like it better than five yes you so- like the five so for me, uh, we did a, which will be a, we'll do a test on that in Pulp this week, actually. I forgot to. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, right. If, you, if you, you care. Thanks. No, I do care. <laughs> but you guys should communicate more, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Need to work on this. Uh, lean angle traction. What's your address? On the front. <laughs> <laughs> lean angle traction on the front tires <laughs> right. better than the five. Yep. The carcass is a little bit stiffer. Yep. Uh, so I run a little bit less air pressure in the six versus the five. Yeah, you were big on higher air pressure for yep. fives. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit right. different. So we'll we'll break in that in the in the Pulp MX article, so you can see that later this week. Okay. So hard questions. That's what we ask on this show. Okay. You run a lot of schmunlops. Yes. A lot of schmunlops. Some Shirellis. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> I'm wearing a schmunlop hat yeah. right now. Yeah. But sometimes That's you what run, I had in the car right Sometimes now. you bought really, and paid for. Yeah. Sometimes you, <laughs> no. <laughs> like the FXR shirt. That's bought and paid for. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> we got to get duct tape over that. Uh, okay. So sometimes you run the Shirellis. Yes. Can we get some more Michelin Starcross sixes on your bikes, though? Sure. Like. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, I, I, still, I understand that you, you're a tester I think guy. He's in, I think Randy installs them for pizza or some sort of a show. <laughs> yeah. Some Something, story yeah. like that, right? Yeah, Isn't yeah. there a story like yeah. that? Still got Starcross 6 on my practice bike right now. I've been okay. Running, All so. right. I, listen, I'm not saying you got to exclusively do it. I get it. You're a racer. You know, you, you like your mm. tires. I get it. But I'd like to see more Starcross 6 on your motorcycles. They are on my YZ450. They're on a KX450 right now, so we are using them. Okay. Fantastic. You, you owe it to Randy. Because, Ran- dude, Randy been grinding. I've uh, seen him all over the damn country the last couple Look at, I owe it to the people. They the want people. to know about it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so the people. All yeah. right. Thanks to the folks at Michelin. Uh, we'll see more stuff. You got sixes six. on your bike yet? Oh. I don't even have sixes. I do not have sixes. Oh. You got a bike, though. I got a bike. He's got a bike. You got a bike? I got a bike. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bike? Got a bike? Uh, I don't have rentals on it, though. I got a bike for sale. We, uh, <laughs> yeah. Here, we, we asked a tough Paul, question. Paul, Paul, you're selling your bike. So I am. Uh, I'm selling my bike. Maybe you can sell it to a listener of the show. Hey. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love to. It's can a good you, bike. Here's the part where you tell Oh, oh it's a 2020 KX450. <laughs> yeah. It's what I I went through it. I've been racing it, but I've been taking good care of it. I had another bike that I practiced on, so it's in really, really good shape. And yeah, hit okay. me up. I'll okay, save but my you blocked a lot of people, but... Yeah, I did. Well, if you're okay. a dickhead, I don't want right. to sell it okay. to you. Sorry. All right. We asked the hard questions here, right? When are you going to ride? That's a great question. And okay. I, he rode today. Are we waffling? In full transparency. Yes. Being fully honest. Okay. I don't know. Is it because the EBV? Low T, EBV, I got it all right now. <laughs> it is getting hot outside. It's getting really hot here in Vegas. So he the whole sh- problem is my track closed down, and I used to be able to go on Wednesday afternoon. Western closed? Yes. 
Oh, that's I sad. used to be able to go on Wednesday afternoons because okay. Thursday I got the Moto 60. Yep. Uh, Friday I fly out. Okay. Tuesday I'm doing my column and pods. Monday I got this show and pods. Wednesday afternoons was my jam. And he would prep it and he would water it. And I'd go out Wednesday afternoon and I would have a blast and I'd feel like a hero. And it would be amazing. And now the track's closed. I got nowhere to go. Nobody's prepping it. I don't have time. I've been on the road since January. Out of excuses. I've been on the road since January. And on weekends off, I don't. I enjoy the weekends off. There is where do you ride around here? There's nowhere good to ride. Well, I can go to Mesquite. You can trail. How ride. far is that? I could trail ride. Yeah. Okay. Last you time I trail, trail riding, I don't think he likes here. trail riding. No, that, that is tits. That is not talent. I don't say, but you have a trail rider here. Yeah. He took me down a fucking mountain last time I went. Yeah. Steve oh, don't like trail riding. Yeah. Took me down a mountain. Don't want to do that. Didn't. <laughs> I enjoyed the only part of that trail ride I enjoyed was like a, like fourth gear, half throttle, sand whoops. Just okay. enjoy that part. Didn't enjoy anything else. So where can you go on a Wednesday? Thank you. Nowhere. Uh, that's what I'm asking. He, yeah, could, he could go to Glen Helen if he wouldn't shit on them all the time. No, they're not a Wednesday place. They'd open. They'd open for me on a Wednesday? They would. <laughs> they would open for me on a Wednesday. They'd wow. shit on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Paul, uh, I'll see you at Glen Helen. <laughs> nah. yeah, I forgot. I I'm talking there, to bro. the two worst people to talk about Glen Helen. Yeah, I don't want to get on the subject. There's no. There's no reason to. But yeah, I don't. Safe I don't to say, really Renthal like will place. never have or Glen Helen will never have a Renthal open. Hey, everybody, no, we got a I new handlebar. We're going to Glen Helen. No, no, no. no. <laughs> will, you ever, will you ever do a Renthal test at Glen Helen? Yeah, possibly. Oh, okay. If it's for a certain. If it's it's not the track that that me well me personally yeah I don't like the track <laughs> oh. but the track is good for a lot of things that's why every pro team continues to go there yeah, but there's is. a lot of things I don't like about Glen Helen personally yeah, right, right absolutely absolutely yeah. I get it oh my gosh uh, hey Marks before we go to commercial break here uh, Logan Carnell our our guy uh, he's coming in to co-host the show uh, shortly. Oh, that'll um, be fun. Yep. Uh, also an Atlas Brace rider as well, atlasbrace.com. Mm -hmm. So what what happened? What, 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 so he's had he's had naked yoga chicks. He, okay, stop it. He's had naked yoga chicks. Yes. He's had Hannah Ray, yes. an OnlyFans girl. Yep. And then he followed that up with you guys. Well, I, I mean, I, I like to think that uh, he was just going in the... Why would he discriminate? Know, so, he sounds like he's very open with his advertising. Beautiful people week okay. after week. And, yep. and we wanted to continue <laughs> that trend. <laughs> okay. Somebody yeah. finds Mark's beautiful. So, somebody. somebody. My, mom, my mom says I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Snowboard, a.k.a. Discord, where everyone yeah. hangs out and talks shit on me and yep. talks shit on the uh -huh, show. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You guys all banded together. Yeah, so... Tits, uh, were you part of this or no? Nope. Okay. Uh, no, because that would have required money. Yeah. Um, it's tits cheap. <laughs> tits is cheap. I was going to ask Dino. I just like discounts. By the way, I was yeah. going to ask Dino who's cheaper, him or Anderson. I was like, ah, maybe that's a low blow right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. You really um, wouldn't be able to talk to Anderson if that would happen then. What's that? He's really not going to come on the show. I think that ship has sailed. But Anderson's super cheap. And Dino is super RC cheap. RC should sail too. Look what happened. Yeah. He's on. All right. Okay. Back to this. Um, so Austin Tiller, one of our, our main guys on Discord, he organized this. And originally it was supposed to be for Chiz. Oh, okay. It was going to be a yep. Chiz sponsorship. Right. Everyone pitched in, you know, 100, 200 bucks or whatever. Uh, we were going to do this for Chiz. You know how Chiz does the Ricky Fowler face on his shroud and everything. So we were like, oh, we'll just band together. And, How'd you know what bike Chiz was going to ride? I can't we, keep well, track of what class he's This in. was before. Uh, uh, it, it was going on before uh, Chiz said he was going to ride 250. So uh, it was oh. just going to be a And thing. also, too, Chiz is on me hard to get in my race. The motherfucker just got eighth. <laughs> He would smoke your race. Yeah, he's not getting he in my race. Take, he would take. He would make it so he goes, boring. He's it, like, "Hey, bro, I'm a privateer. I buy, I, I buy my parts, no. and I get it. He is. He's a privateer. He does all that. I get it. I don't care. Cheers. 
out of my race. He can just Why don't you just make him start backwards. second row? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> second row. Okay, that'd be awesome. Too. Yeah, that'd be good. Chiz can be in my race if he starts second row backwards. There you go. Then he can be in my race. Second row backwards. That's fair. Okay. Fair that's enough. fair. Let him in. Yeah. So it was really originally going to be for Chiz, and then Chiz got the, the star ride, and uh, so Austin kind of you know, pivoted yeah. and was like, oh, Carnell, it was right when Carnell lost his deal and he was doing these OnlyFans things. We're like, oh, we're going to pivot and do Carnell. So uh, he got in touch and, and made it happen. That's awesome. So shout out to Austin for organizing it and everyone pitched in some money. Um, one of them, Justin Lamb, he won a bike for the yeah, raffle. Yeah, he, he for, won the Yamaha. Yeah, uh, he pitched basement. in some money. Basement. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, basement, about yeah. 20 people. Checkers was in there. You know, yeah. I'm sorry for everyone. I'm not going to list everyone's yeah, names, yeah, yeah. but a lot of people that, that don't. But you guys all chipped in yeah. and he put your faces on his shrouds yeah. this weekend and the Pulp MX. You were in between his legs all weekend. Yeah, that's right where I wanted to be. You know, and <laughs> uh, I, awesome. I made it happen. So, you know, chase your dreams, people. The chase Pulp MX Discord slash snowboard channel. Yeah. I'm sponsoring Logan Carnow this week. Hey, I, props to Carnow. He is yeah. he is finding new revenue streams. Yeah, this guy. And he's going back to OnlyFans this week. Oh, is yes, it really? good for him. <laughs> yes. A new one? Yeah, a different chick. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. One week with a bunch of well, dudes with not, beards. And even though, I might want to sponsor Even him. though all you jerkies uh, talk shit on the show and talk shit on me all the time, congrats. That's really cool you guys to do that uh, on the Discord and Snowboard. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. So, All right, everybody. Paul Parabinos, Chris Kiefer. We still have Brock Tickle coming up, and we still have Doug Dubok as well. We got more Atlanta Supercross talk. Jason Thomas is coming up soon. We see your phone calls. Uh, we'll get back to you guys when we come back. Going to take our first commercial break of the night. I mean, I don't even know if I can necessarily eat any food thinking about Dino's Oof. wound, but I'm hungry. Okay, Paul will Paul has no problem <laughs> with that. Uh, tits, keep your fingers out of his dressing. I got my own dressing this time. Okay. I've yeah. switched you. You now order the dressing. It's delicious, yeah. Boom. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Better, better eating off fingers. I, I cannot uh, I cannot stress enough. I don't want to have another World War Three on my hands. Here. That's gonna be between you two if it's if it continues how it continued when we first walked no, in the room. No, we're fine. We're I can't fine. wait to see what we're, happens we're over this is dinner. nothing compared to him and JT, so we're fine. Yeah. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Thanks for listening. You are definitely a basement boss. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and 
your oil, rebuilt Bushings. In, your fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Racetech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. 
support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motorsport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motorsport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, 
but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, 
And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or motorsport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. 
In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome, everybody, back. It's the Pulp and Mech Show presented by motorsport.com. Decal Works, Fly Racing, guys. Uh, Paul Parabinos and Chris Kiefer in studio here. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 99th show for Chris Kiefer right now. Uh, Can't wait for 100 to see you, what you're going to do for me. You continue to shit on me for bringing you up here. You continue <laughs> to say you, you, you know, you, you're only. I'm never asked. I, I don't come up. I'm just I, when a co you want me. co-host tonight. You've, you've That's not what the intro said. You co you got you the, the, the more the than Kenny the Watson. Kenny Watson was a permanent co-host for I don't know three years or something. How long have I been on the show though? How many years? How many what years have I been here? Uh, I don't know. A long. I don't time. know when your first time was. But you're on show 99 Do as a co-host. you remember when your first time was? Can you tell us about your first time? I can, personally, but not this show. Um, <clears throat> Watson, 90. Berluti, 41. JT, 33. Blair, 23. Weech, 22. Ping, 21. Probably be stuck at that number for a while. <laughs> uh, DV, 17. Paul Parabino, 17. That seems high. So you're really national, high. What's his national number then? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. No. Never had a national number that low, yeah. ever. Uh, Michael uh, Lindsay trailing Parabinos by four, and our guy ML will be in studio next week. That's weird. So you've each, you're each, <laughs> each, you're on eighteen right now, uh, and then Lindsay will be on uh, fourteen. Just Dyson, and uh, well, right. it's four back. It's going to take a while. It's not Dyson comes up all the time, but yeah. So Kier's Kiefer, ninety nine times next appearance here will be number one hundred. Marks, <sighs> make sure we get the band for that for that show. Can we have yes. Google, can we have Goo Goo Dolls in here for my one hundred? Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get Goo Goo, no problem. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Again, hmm. five hundred and one episodes of the Pulp and Mech Show. Sorry, how uh, do I? How apologies. do I? How do I top? You can't. Six hundred. What do I do for six hundred? Dude, you got to really think. There's about only one it. guy that could top it. One guy. Yes. And that's it. And that's he ain't it. doing it. And he ain't doing it. No. Who's that guy? You've had Timmy in you here know before. Who that guy is. I do. Yes. Stu. Stu. That could top it. You can find something better than that. Who? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Something. There's got to be somebody better than that. No. 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 All right. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, something better than that, you can't get any better than Jason Thomas. And he's on the, uh, on the line right now. Fly Racing. Have Jason in. Flyracing.com. JT's 33 times been in studio. Actually, 34. That was not counting last week. 33 was a national number at one yeah. time. Well, JT's been a number every in the 30s every, every one. So. Right, JT? Who's, uh, who can I chase down? Who's right in front of me? Uh, you can chase down Berlut. You have 34. He's at 41. He's got a real geographical advantage on you. He does. He has a, I haven't had. Yeah, but he hasn't been around much. I feel like if I put in a solid effort, I could I could catch him yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, nothing personal with Berlut and I. I just feel like he hadn't been on the series. You know what I mean? As a mechanic, so I didn't know how much he was race. You know, following it and all that. So I yeah. need to get Berlut back in. Yeah, I'm perfectly he's good. fine. I like yeah, him no, 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 no. You can't. Don't don't. No, 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 don't no, no. Odds against me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Jason Thomas on the line. Fly racing no, no, again. No, 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 no. 
Jay, uh, Justin Brayton wearing Fly Racing gear. And JT, what is the latest with Fly Racing riders, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey? You tell me. I have no and Joey Savacci. There's three of them. Well, he's injured. But oh, right. We'll, uh, yeah. So I was... The truck was parked at somebody's whose house I know this week, and oh yeah, okay. That person was told they will be at Atlanta. They were not at Atlanta. Spoiler alert! I heard they went to the Mercedes Benz Dome. This <laughs> <laughs> parked right ago. Uh, so yeah, any idea? Do we know? I don't yeah. know. I, I have no idea. Um, we've taken gear, you know, because we're we're just kind of along for the ride. Like you know, we've taken gear to be prepared if. If they show up and have riders, and if they don't, then you know we take the gear take back. Gear home, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's really it has nothing to do with uh, WPS from Fly Racing as far as the day to day unfoldings of this thing. We're just kind of on the sidelines and and letting it unfold. So it's, okay, it's well, that, that's definitely not the most comfortable situation we've ever been in. But right. again, we're not really involved in the day to day stuff. I could be wrong, but wasn't does a kinetic mesh usually come out by now? Yeah, and it will come out in May. Um, unfortunately, just uh, yeah, dealing with vendors and factories is not a yo. It's hard launching. Not an easy right deal on right time. now. Um, so JT Kiefer, tell JT what you were saying before we got him on here before the commercial break about hugging. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I was I was talking about hugging the most of the time, but I don't remember what else. That was during the commercial. Okay. What were we saying on the show before? I don't remember. You don't give a shit about vibe. You don't give a shit about that. Oh, you the just vibe. Want okay. Yeah, I, don't, I know what you're talking about. Like, oh, you know, fireworks and the whole ambiance of the nighttime program. But for me, as a fan. You don't even stay. So no. What do you know? <laughs> I'm there. I you, was there. You don't see many opening ceremonies. Yeah, I was going to say, but, man, I mean, all you are is the daytime program. Here's the deal. If you've seen one, like you, uh, and let's say That's this. not true. JT's been filming some live opening ceremonies this year on his Instagram, and I've watched those. And it's the same thing. Like, there's nothing. There's no vibe. Like, I want to see the racing. Like, I don't give a shit about the fireworks. And I don't. Hallelujah. Wanna, I don't want to say yeah, I don't give a shit. You might want to go on Twitter because there are a bunch of people that disagree with uh, you and Steve. I hear. No, here's what I'm He's saying. Just too if big you've of a seen dirt one of them, you're good. Like, that's it. Like, I care more about the intro videos. But now that we know that the fucking riders only get their own songs, it's bullshit. Like, who cares? It's the same shit all the time. Let's just go racing. Keeper, I, I love you, but I can't value your opinion with how you feel about going to these races. <laughs> I, I can't. It doesn't I matter about going, going to the races. To you can races. value my opinion for how much I love riding and racing. I love the dirt bike. You don't love it enough to even stay to watch it. You don't love enough to even fucking ride. Absolutely. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not telling you about... How great it is to show up at Glen Helen at seven. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Like, that's not. Right. I'm not. He's not having. I'm going to have JT's right back on that. He's not saying like, oh, I love, <laughs> yeah, I love the ride so much. Like you just brought something else into this argument that had nothing thing. to do with us. I watch racing every weekend. It doesn't. Oh, so you're saying the fans at home that don't get to go to the races are not fans because they don't get to go to the actual races? No, I'm saying that you don't shouldn't have a really strong opinion of this because you are at the race and you decide to leave before anything even happens. Well, this goes to show you that I don't give vibe. a shit about the opening ceremonies. I care about the or races. Or the racing. No, I'm there for qualifying, and then I will go home and watch the races. What's the difference? But you don't like it enough to stay and watch the racing, is my point. If I, you're so all about it's too I late for him. the racing, it's I just too, He likes to go to bed early. You don't stay and watch it. I was at St. Louis. I'll be there next week. I'll be there in Denver. I'll be there in Salt Lake. So that's five. Are you going to Salt Lake? Yes. Huh? That's five. So I care enough. Is your kid Where are you going to watch the race from? The hotel? 
No, I'll be right there I'm with kidding. you in I'm the kidding. press box. Uh, is your kid going to race the futures? Can he? No. No. Oh, okay. Not till a long time. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, listen. I, uh, Paul is on JT side. He likes the domes. He <clears> likes <throat> the fireworks. He I wants do. the the whining dining yep. sixty nine. Do it all to me, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul wants <laughs> yeah. everything. So, um, yep. you know, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. I don't. Again, I don't think they should all be speed, speedways. No way do am I saying that. There's, right. there's yeah, epic I, races. I just, just want a longer lap time. Give me more of them. How you get a longer yeah, lap time? That's speedways. Think I don't know. Get, let's get creative, man. I didn't think Atlanta's terrible. It's not like I had a miserable time, and I think it was just awful. I, that's not my opinion at all. Okay. If, but if, forced if we, to choose, I would choose the other. If we had speedways in the dark, would this weekend have been it's better? better? It's better. It's better. Okay. So Atla- yeah. Atla- yeah. Atlanta had... Nighttime, right? Before no. they didn't. What? Oh, you mean at the speedway? Yes. Yeah. Was it at night last yeah, year? Yeah, there was one at night. Uh, there would have had been. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it wasn't Tuesday. So was that better? I JT. Uh, I would prefer it at night. Yes, okay. I, I would. I do think it's a better show at night. Yeah, I'm, huh. I agree. Tweet just came in. I think you get much more buy-in on speedways if we can roll campers and motorhomes in and incorporate yeah. different series, just like yeah. a NASCAR weekend. Sure. You can also have, have them at night. Have futures. Go back to the camper hammered after watching an awesome main event. Right. There you go. That's cool. Speedways. That's a great idea. Yep. Get hammered and, yep. and watch them. Yep. Love it. Yeah. You can do that at Daytona. No you problem. Sh- yep. You sure can. All right. I want you know to what? Hey, JT, and maybe. And I'll just say it, 69. <laughs> <You> need to, <laughs> the, we need to work on switching Steve on Daytona somehow. Somehow. It's like, never because gonna Atlanta. Work. It's never going to work. This is the first time I've been to that race. You yeah. fly in. It is far yeah. to the race. Yeah. You can but fly into Daytona and walk to the okay, track. Okay, but you can't really yeah. fly into Daytona. Like, what, what, why can't you? Because you're, you're united. It's, it's limited airlines and it's expensive, to be fair. It's expensive and limited airlines. So there we go. I'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. But maybe we need to get you a camper and you stay on site. I tried to stay in Adam Scene Cirillo or Zach Osborne's motorhome for two fucking years. Could never do it. <laughs> so I don't got a camper. <laughs> yeah. Tried to do you, it. Do you not, can you not find a Daytona on United? I don't think so. That's good. Oh, See, that's there it is, yeah, JT. That's it. That's it. That's the whole Yeah, reason. let me go to Orlando and, get, and wait two hours on a connection and jump on oh, a I, prop plane I, to get to a Daytona. I agree with you. Orlando's far. I do agree. You, you think we're nitpicking all of this as as true fans that go to the races and not media, not you know us idiots. True fans, true fans go to the race in their area though. But what I'm saying is, do they do they really give a crap about if it's a daytime or nighttime? Well, on race? Twitter, on Twitter now, obviously Twitter's not the uh, the judge all of everything. Right. But on Twitter, a guy said that they didn't go to Atlanta this year because it was a speedway. Daytime race, and they drove to some other race. Okay, and uh, he maybe he had to work half the day. Right. You know, so they went. They chose to go to another race because they didn't want a speedway daytime thing. They wanted to go and get vibes. Okay, and uh, you told him to take his wife to a rave. I did. <laughs> oh, shit, that's yeah. awesome. I told another guy if he wants uh, uh, to, you know, enjoy the supercars, <laughs> blast music in your house, get a Galaxy Globe, and and turn your lights off. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Same thing. So yeah, I, I don't know. I. I Look, I, you, Kiefer, you have a great point um, in, this, in the fact that all of us have been to these fucking races as racers, yes. mechanics, or media guys for a long damn time. All of us have been. And we've seen it all and, you know, all of that. But I am putting myself as a fan and watching 42-second lap times on a track that nobody does anything different on. And I'm like, I don't think that's a great show. I don't think that's awesome. You know, I, I'm, you know, I don't think that's great. So I agree. I'm looking at a speedway. And being like, oh, dude, like they're going wide open and they're scrubbing and there's big jumps and whoops and long lap times. And uh, that's awesome. I like variety. 
I I mean, I like nighttime races. I like daytime races. Yeah. I like speedways. I like tight tracks. I like arena cross. Like I like variety in in our sport. Right. And to talk out the you. other side of my mouth, I'll agree that's what a world championship should be. Is something that's varying and differing. Right. JT. Every single time, opening ceremonies is going on, and the lights go down, and all that stuff is happening. I'm like on the edge of my seat. Oh, I am. Oh my god! Can he? Is he really serious? I, I think. I think he's serious, Kiefer. I think he's being. Serious I can't right even. Now. I don't know because he's not in the. Pre- I don't know where you're at. You're probably in the in the fly suite, but I uh, I've never seen it. I haven't seen that. Every edge time of his seat, excited. The dude raced these things for a hundred years, and now he's been going to them, and he's on the edge of his seat every time. Yeah, I love it, man. Hit me with some back in black. Like, give me some Pony by Genuine. Like, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what song's about to pop. I don't know what the storyline's going to be with this video. Like, just bring it. I I want it all. (laughs) I want it all. This is the most eccentric I've heard him in a long time. That's pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, JT's becoming a happier person. That's great. (laughs) I love to meet her. Uh, Jason Thomas on the show brought to you by Fly Racing. By the way, the 7 o'clock hour of the show brought to you by the folks at Acherby's, Fork Lugs, Frame Guards, Swing Arm Guards, AcherbysUSA.com. Fork Lug guards too right? I, like, say that? I like when you asked uh you asked rc have you ever used the chair he's like oh i don't know probably yeah i'm sure i have I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, probably a bad a bad idea uh <laughs> but yeah uh justin barsa ac cooper webb and the winner at atlanta jason anderson uh using a chair plastic this year the industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories bring your bike back to life with their full line of replacement replica plastic kits hand guards discards frame guards more uh, CherbiesUSA.com or follow along on their social media by searching for at a USA And garage mats. Garage mats? Yep. Oh. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's good. Perhaps I need a garage yes, mat. Yes, you do. Um, so, Kiefer. Yes, okay. sir. Are you, you're in for this weekend. I know that. Yes, Are sir. you going to Denver? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you guys know that the venue opens at 7 a.m., Denver? I'm, I'm a morning person. I have no problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm dialed, too. I, I think Steve is going to have some sort of meltdown. Yes. Um, so, Atlanta, let me set the scene for you. Practice didn't start until 11 a.m., and Steve still didn't make it there. Steve was still late for practice at 11 a.m. <laughs> really? Yes. That's on the delayed schedule, I think. That, yeah. what, what, the, the pre-rain schedule? The pre-rain schedule? 530, right? 530 was track walk. Yeah. 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 I think first practice was 745. It's dark. Listen, man. Why were you Because St. Louis, you didn't struggle. Listen, I had some issues. I had some problems. Okay? Okay. Got there a little late. Got there in time for the seated guys. Slid Take right your wife in. to a rave. Slid my, <laughs> right, slid, my, slid my ass right into the seat for the seated practice to begin, you know, and started working away just like I normally do. Maybe but, uh, he has a side hustle we don't know about, JT. Yeah, in the Atlanta area. Yeah. <laughs> I have a big side hustle. Yeah. Mm. I, was, I was doing door-to-door Amway stuff <laughs> uh, before, before I came down. Um, but, uh, yeah, listen, um, all right, well, we'll get more speedways down the road. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, we do have a gentleman who would like to talk, talk to JT. Uh, this guy, J- uh, JT, he was the gentleman at the Fly Racing radio show smoking a dart with no shirt on, yelling about Pulp and Mix Fantasy. Uh, but he's on the line now. What's up, Easton? How are you? What's going on, guys? I'm doing good. How are y'all? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling in. You said you were calling in. Um... You said you were calling in, and um, and here you are. So what what happened? You kept yelling, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit, over and over. Well, let me say this. Being at the track is bad for fantasy, because uh, <laughs> especially, 
especially being at the track when you're drunk is really bad for fantasy. <laughs> I ended up uh, not doing so hot. Oh. I went from 99 back to 201. So oh. I did my research. Four out of the top eight in the 250 class were 13 and above handicapped. So I was not wrong in what I was saying. Say that one more I, time. I remember for me. you kept saying like you got to send it, and I'm like, I don't think so, man. Like I don't these showdowns. You don't you don't get Cindy, or you will pay a price. And you were adamant about several things, but one of them being that you were going to send it for the biscuit. Risk it for the risk biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Easton. Right. But Easton. So what, Easton, I, I may you may not yeah. remember. It was a long day for you. You were shirtless and oh, things. I do. I okay. do. I mean, I'm one step ahead of you. I was say, just, uh, I was saying, there's going to be some big numbers that make the shootout. Because it always is, but you don't know who those are going to be, and they're probably going to have a super low pick percentage. So I, I predicted there would be double-digit handicaps, but, you know. What? Is it, was it just those four? Uh, Colin Park. No, dude, who's, who's the guy that was slow through the whoops? Brandon Shar. he didn't make it. That was in 450. Dude, he's the one that bit me. Him and uh, yeah. oh, I had him on my team too. Uh, yeah, Smith. Him and Smith both screwed. Well, me. and that's a that's a different <laughs> dynamic. Like I I felt like you could take a lot of risk in the 450 class. Yep. I really did. But me the too. 250 was where I don't think you could trust yourself to pick the right guys. Like okay, yes, yeah, Steve's point is valid. Definitely going to be some guys in there that you know are super risky. But good luck identifying exactly who those are going to be, and that's where I was like, I'm I'm well, out of that that's, game. That's why I said that. I, I was yeah. like, uh, yeah. I was like, there's no way you're going to predict which guys. There always are dudes that make it that you're yeah. like, wow, there's but, room for it. You know that, but, but you don't know who the hell they're don't know be. who they're going to be. So that's where I was saying, stay safe. Now Jordan Smith not making it. Uh, that's, that's bad luck. That's, that's pretty bad, bad luck. luck. The guy's third in points. I knew better. I knew better. But Easton, you were claiming big things. But I'm glad. You know what? Props well, to you for calling in when it. You know, hey, you were claiming big listen, things. You were going to call in and and tell us how you were right, and it blew up in your face, and you're still calling in. So props for that, Easton. No, the main the main point of my call was to give you all this joke. What do a cheap motel? And JT's pants have in common. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, uh, what does a cheap motel in JT's pants? Okay, they have no ballroom. Not bad. to the next level. Yeah, but sir, sir, you had no shirt and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> hey, I tried to pull off the skinny jeans. I just couldn't pull them off. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, Easton, do you ride? Yeah. What do you got for a bike? Well, right now I don't have one. Got a bike? Of course. Okay, so I grew up right there. I'm trying to get my. I, I don't. I want to say this in the most polite way, stuff. responsible, but you look like an XL or maybe a double XL. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do we have a rental shirt for Easton? Hey, yeah. If you're XL, I got you. I'm an XL, brother. All right. We got you. We got you a Renthal limited edition purple shirt for you, and maybe this will stop you from running the super running Supercross pits shirtless. <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, thanks. We're going to put you on hold, all right, Easton? Was, Thank you. My man was amped he was on Saturday. Stoked. <laughs> oh, on the he, fly show? Well, yeah, he was yelling at us, Oh, cigarette waving, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. And we're like, all right, buddy. Like, really? Yeah. This is at Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, Wound up. Uh, get Easton's address. We'll get him an XL Renthal shirt coming his way. Um, all right. We got uh, AJ on one, a question about Tomac. AJ, what's up? What's your question about Eli Tomac? Uh, okay, so there's a brand new bike coming out for Yamaha yeah. next year, right? Kiefer, what is the deal with this brand new bike? Why are you putting it on me? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. So uh, he's the 
class. He's going to be the first one since James to win on the Yamaha 2. Win what? A title? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. On a 432. Yep. Okay. So, as James went to a new bike in 2010, and Tomac, if he signs, I know where this is going. he's going to go to a new bike in 2023, is he going to follow the same pathway? Bro, James went to a bike where the motor was turned around yeah. backwards and the airbox was right. up front, and I mean, it couldn't have gone any more radically different. And Yamaha learned a lot over that time. Kiefer, I don't believe they're turning the motor back around. <laughs> I don't think the motor's going to come forward. <laughs> so, so I think we're safe there. The bike should be relatively Re- relatively close. Yeah. When's it coming out? Uh, I think we should see it uh, as far as public and when it's coming out in late into May. Okay. Um, sometime that's usually when that stuff comes out. Okay. All right. So I don't okay. believe so. And also, AJ. can I yeah. ask one more question? Sure. Can I ask one more question? Okay. Okay, so these shootouts. Oh boy. Can we make it? Can we make the shootout at Anaheim one and then midseason and then again at the last round? Sure, I like that. I do too. It's yeah. awesome. Good idea. It's awesome. Yeah. Does anyone know what? The, because the, like now, like the, the points lead was what, like twenty, twenty and twenty and forty. So like, no the, one's really going to race. The problem you're going to get is these teams are going to be like. But we could have a rider hurt, and that's why we put them on the East Coast because they could get hurt, and we want them to race. It doesn't matter; it's part of it, uh, bro. It's like you're a 450 guy. Th- that's what I mean. That's like the AMA bends around to these teams. We need national points for Supercross races. We need national points so we can market our 250 guys. All right, guys, we don't want to point out. We want to stay in the class. Okay, guys, we don't want to put a showdown. Too many showdowns because they're scary, and our guy might not make it. Okay, no problem. Like all we do is cater to these teams. So your point is great. Anaheim one showdown, boom. Halfway showdown, boom. Salt Lake showdown. If it's if it's supposed to be testing grounds for the 450 class right. or or a right. feeder class, yeah, you don't have to do the same amount of races, but at least you got to be healthy for the same amount of yep, time. Exactly. So I like it, AJ. Does anyone know why certain right, races get shootouts? Why? No, I do not know. No. Anyway, yeah, no, I've never heard like a, a reason races. of why yeah. they get assigned to which races. I yeah. don't know that either. Same with triple crowns. Like some of the teams are saying, look, man, if we're going to have a triple crown, could you not make it at the race that is the furthest away from, from the, the pits? pits? Yeah, pits right. are super You know far. what I mean? Can yeah, you make exactly. a, a race where we're all <laughs> close to the track? in there, you know? Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I get all that for sure. So, um, all right, Jason Thomas on the show. All right, uh, something I wanted to bring in. I asked JT this a couple weeks ago, uh, and I was going to prep you guys on this, and I forgot. So, okay. my bad. Drop the ball. Uh, 450 class. Absolutely crushing it right now for privateers with the with the injuries and everything. Who are a couple of privateers that have really impressed you? Brees. Yeah, Cade. We consider him a privateer, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, honestly, like for me, it, it's oh, he said it. Brees is probably the most impressive for me. Brees didn't even race last year, right? Right. Yep. So I knew he was good because when he did race, he was he was kind of doing this. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's really good." And then he kind of went away. We kind of forgot about him. He's yep. back, and he's like, "Are we still doing that?" Yep. And then for me, Cade has gotten less sketchier and a lot better. So that money that he won, putting it back into going to club, I think yeah. really helped him. Yep. So those are the two guys that really stand out to me. You know what's been good lately is Freddie. He started off strong. Yes. He got taken out by A Ray, hand jacked up, then hurt his back, missed some rounds, and then Freddie has jumped in and. He's beating all those guys right yeah. now, and so I think that's pretty impressive. He hasn't done it all year, but uh, I, that A Ray move at San Diego had to be one of the worst takeout attempts I've ever seen. <laughs> like in the history of me watching Supercross, it's got to be one of the worst I've ever seen. It was like a few inches from being identical to Tickle. Alessi. I'm sorry, Alessi on Tickle at yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, 
Kiefer, I got to report. Like that move was like, okay, A. Ray, if you don't make this pass, someone in your family is going to pass away. So you've got like that's the level of desperation this pass was made with. Like there was zero chance that anything good was going to come no, from poor, that move. Poor Freddie, and then Freddie's wife <laughs> posts on Instagram a little while later. Hands still not healing. Uh, I've got a report from Travis Marks to stop clicking your pen. Oh, you can hold it. Yeah, just don't click. Sorry. It. Okay. Uh, I think A. Ray would have been a lot better than we normally see him if his wrist yeah. wasn't jacked. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. got a lot of course. going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, okay, so Brees for you, Paul, yeah. and Cade for you. And JT, you said Cade as well last week when I asked yep. you. So uh, I would agree with all that. Uh, Chiz, eighth. But K- Cade needs to pump yeah. the brakes on wanting to be infant Chiz. Like, just pump the brakes. Like, you're not that yet. Okay. Just no, relax. it takes a long time to establish that. Right. Right. Well, Daniel Blair and I – First started infant chiz, right? And we had a little theory, and we talked. So I mean, you know, Kay's we, been we did bring it, it a little bit. I'm like, eh, it's not. We're not. We're not there yet. Right. Right. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there when it's time. We'll get there when it's time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you don't get to you don't get to assign yourself. You don't get to assign yourself those things. Those are right. those are uh, attributed to you. Right. Uh, Tyler, you want to talk about uh, Rami Alves? Uh, yeah, man, I saw him crash like right in front of me. I was uh, standing trackside in Atlanta, but uh, I never heard anything about it. Like, if he was okay, or what he, happened to the bike? Or he anything. was fine. The clamp broke. The triple clamp broke. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah. Triple okay. clamp broke, and then uh, sheared off the stem. Yeah. And okay. then there we go. Right. That's a brand so that's failed happened, before, right? Uh, same brand say? that Marchbanks had an issue with at yeah. Daytona. Right. Are, so, we, are we dancing around this, or is that what we're doing? What? The name of the brand? Or? Uh, Luxon? Was it? So Lu- I don't forget. I, is that I how you say a, it? Luxon? So the guy came on, the owner of Luxon came on the vital thread and talked about oh. what he inspected from the photos. He's, okay. He asked for the clamp back. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Ramey. No, he hasn't done that yet. No. Has he already done that? No, no, no. He asked for, he wants that clamp to inspect it. He oh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. he saw the photos. Sure. Okay. And from the photos that he says, and from the vital thread, mm-hmm. it says the bolt that the KTMs used to tighten the steering down because they use a bolt instead of using that, that nut, right, mm-hmm. uh, failed, causing an issue with the clamp to make it break. So this is his theory. He wants to inspect it. So so that bolt broke? S- yes, somehow. So hmm. I, I, we don't know if that's a fact, but right. this guy, I've talked to this guy on the phone a couple times. He seems like he's a, a, he's a level-headed guy, um, and he's very smart, of course, you know, but I... I think for people, no, oh, the clamp broke. We need to, like, calm down and really, you know, it, right. shit, shit happens. Absolutely. Even, even good parts fail. The question yeah. I would have yeah, is. <clears throat> I mean, you know, Renthal's yeah. no. sheared off the bar before. No, right? I get it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much experience he has. Obviously, he's a newer brand, but, yeah, absolutely, shit does happen. You, um, <clears throat> I've always thought that KTM way was sketchy, but they would never, not sketchy, but it was a weird design. Yes. But I guess. Look, every OEM doesn't want anything to break on their bikes ever. So I would imagine there's a lot of heat stresses and, and stress tests on a on a on a manufactured part like that. So well, on a safety critical part like I mean. that, you like, have to do as right, a brand. You have to right. Do that so, but I've always been stuff. like, why do they got a bolt there? But also, it's it's not the only time we've seen it break there uh, with that clamp or another clamp. There was a picture just a couple weeks ago of a stock clamp at a local G- yeah. Glen Helen race. And it broke. Broke too. Yeah. So, but that was from an impact from another bike. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, that's different. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a, there's your answer. Carl. I appreciate it, guys. Right. Thank you, man. Very good insight. Have a good night. For you, you too. Thank you. Uh, Nate's on three. 
Nate, you want to talk about uh, Yamaha? Yeah, I was having a question. Why uh, last year, how come they said Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha, but now it seems to be Monster Energy Yamaha Star Racing? I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. I just uh, think yeah, it's just uh, how some people sure. remember it, you know? You know? Um, yeah, I don't know either. Maybe Yamaha said we want their, our I name mean, before Star. Yeah, I would like. Uh, it you, is it officially written differently in results? Like uh, you have it right I, there? Yeah, th there's no sponsors on these, but I know they do oh. list results on some um, yeah. our sponsors on some results page. And if the name did change, to me that indicates that this guy is now spending more than this guy because he's coming well, earlier in the. In here, the list. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I would be interested to know this. The 250 guys may be Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha. 250 guys. And the 450 guys who get money from Yamaha and they used to work out of Cyprus, right? They're still a 450 team is still affiliated with Factory Yamaha in some way. Mm -hmm. Could be Monster Energy Yamaha first star racing in the Look 450 class. Look at yep. you being all smart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Likely. That, so that that could be a factor because, I mean, as much as Yamaha, the Factory team gets shit on, and rightfully so in some cases because Star has done a great job. Rightfully so. Um, um, maybe Yamaha still like, hey man, we pay you, we do this, and you know, for the 450 side, mm -hmm. so we want to be first. Could be. Meaning Yamaha puts in more than Star Racing on the 450 side, and on yeah. the 250 side, Star Racing right. puts in more yeah. than Yamaha. All right, Nate, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know for sure. But I don't either. We really just theorized good. that. Yeah, yeah. Brock Tickle, <laughs> Brock Tickle, and Doug Dubach coming up here shortly. Uh, of course, on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, don't forget Yamaha LCQ race, Denver. Friday afternoon, 4.45, and Chiz is out. Chiz no, is out. No, he's in. He's starting backwards. We agreed upon it. He will, he will actually do that, so I, you better make yeah. sure if he no, says yes. No, you said it earlier in the show. You said he's, he's in starting backwards. He's Call him up. He's I bet you he would. Call him up. JT. What do you mean? Why would he not? Why right. would he not? That's, that's fair. He's going to start second row backwards, JT. Why versus, would well, versus not being able to participate? Yeah. Yeah, I J think you would. What's okay, JT knows this. I feel you remember like the old rubber band start? You remember that? Oh With yeah. The screwdriver sure. through the post. If you ran yep. that rubber band and knocked it off, you yeah, started yeah. backwards. I did, that. I did that one time. I had to start backwards. That, exactly. Cause, cause I have too. Knocked it off. I have too. Have you ever done that? I've never did. did that. You ever See, get that the must rubber, be an East Coast did thing. Did you ever get the rubber band caught in your grip and yank your bars? No. Oh God. That's that. that How big was the rubber band? It's uh, like. Like that, really? it's like and, a, and it's just a, a yeah. clear rubber hose. And you oh. put, and you, the hotline was taking duct tape and putting it to the left of you if the if the box was to the left. So you had red duct tape down. So you just stare at the duct tape, and as soon as the duct tape moves, you go. It's two posts. Drill mm -hmm. a hole through the post. Mm -hmm. Screwdrivers through the post. Rubber band connecting the screwdrivers. You got yourself starting gate. <laughs> I'll be down. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, I mean, down. that's that's the places <laughs> I used to race. Yeah, me too. They couldn't no. afford a starting gate. Yeah, me too. Uh, David wants to talk about KTM and the industry. What's up, David? Yeah, Steve, um, really enjoyed the number 500 show with uh, Carmichael and uh, Thank you. McGrath. Thank you. It was great. Especially having uh, McGrath's mechanic there and explaining the difference between the 93 frame and the rest of them yeah. and why they stuck with the 93 frame. That was cool. Yep, that's awesome. Hey, listen, so we got KTM out with a new bike, and everybody's bitching about it, uh, Cooper Webb particularly. and uh, But they have to stick with that bike. They do. Why not just put the Why not just put the twenty two plastic on it? On uh, the twenty one well, and let, let Cooper win. Won't, won't fit. Motors different. Frames different. 
Everything's different. Plus, they're marketing. They're marketing a motorcycle too. Like yeah. you can't just be like, ah, this one's no good. We're gonna go back. Like yeah, that. that's the difference that's in, like in our in marketing our, suicide. Right. It's the difference between our sport and like MotoGP or whatever. Right. They actually sell a KTM 450 uh, uh, factory edition. Um, and that, here's and know, here's yeah. our job as media guys that test ride these things is to be honest if the bike's good. So just because the riders, factory guys, say they're having problems with certain areas doesn't necessarily mean the bike is not going to sell or it's a piece of shit because I've been riding it and I really enjoy the bike and I'm not at that level. So there's... Well, you did win Paula. There's some weekend. disconnect. He was on a Yamaha. I was on a Yamaha. I know, but you still won. Yeah. You, know, you said you weren't on their level, but yeah. you did win. But... <laughs> Jesus. So for me, like, th the racing aspect, sure, sells motorcycles, brand awareness and all these things, but it doesn't necessarily roll over to the normal consumer. Yeah. Um, no, is and, it, and that's why I bought a 96 CR250 because McGrath was winning on the thing, so I knew he was on a 93 frame. Right. So it wouldn't bother me as a consumer. I, I know, years ago. You know, when, you got millions, when you got millions of dollars invested in Cooper Webb or even Tomac coming on this new bike in 23, you know, you think they'd be a little bit flexible. There's no, the, the bike is not the reason Cooper Webb's not doing as well. It's maybe some of the reason, but it is not the reason, and I'm sure KTM knows that. You know what I believe is a yeah. big change that so. they're learning, especially on the 450 side with this bike? I believe this is the first time the frame is is interchangeable engine-to-engine, engine, everything. Yes. Correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call, well, thank David. You. Thank you. Yeah, cost. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, exactly. A cost-down thing, yeah. right? But yeah. the first time the 450 team is having to deal with a frame that also fits a 250 engine. And I think some of the problem in the whoops, if you, if you look back in St. Louis when Marv won, his engine mounts are completely different, mm -hmm. and there is a lot more flex within those engine mounts. Uh, obviously, Marv rides different than Coop. Yeah. So I don't know what Coop is on, but uh, for sure I've talked to the guys at KTM, and they needed more flex, so Marv went to a different uh, hangar, and that actually helped him for feel. So, And that's been some of the problem everybody's saying. Like, I don't have enough front and feel, or it's a little bit harsh or deflecty in the whoops because the whoops get jacked up in the main event. So they need a little bit more compliancy. They also have, I mean, Hurlings has been hurt for a while. I know a, a lot of it doesn't translate, but I'm just, it's an example of they have less guys riding the bike and getting data on the bike. So I think maybe their learning curve is possibly a little bit slower because, I mean, to me, that makes sense why I've been seeing Dunge out riding the bike. To me, that's like, hey, we need, we need more help right. figuring this thing out. Uh, if if Hurling or more, or more if Herling comes out for the Nationals, yeah, which he has yet to ride to really know if he's healthy or not, but um, if he if he comes out for the Nationals, are you going to all twelve, Paul? And will you will you put eighty four on your chest? No, <laughs> I, I definitely won't go to all twelve. But man, see, so the the opportunity that this could happen had me rethinking our talk about Premier Series and stuff. Remember when we got into that argument yep. about Premier? Mm -hmm. And and now I kind of do agree with you more that, like, if... Oh. Because last year, we'll the MXGPs had had Caroli, Fevra, Hurlings, right. and now they don't. And it's different, right, when you watch it. But say Caroli and Hurlings come here with all our guys healthy, like, that to me is is now that's Premier. So just wherever Jeffrey races, Paul thinks yeah, it's premier. Yeah, well, yeah, he's the best guy in the world, for sure. He's the best guy. If he comes uh, to our series, I, he wins. I, I no. Do not, oh. yep. He wins. Uh -oh. Look it. Yeah. Uh, How much, you, wait, when's the first round? How much time? Stop. Yeah. I, a million I, percent, Chris. A no. million percent. Stop Yes. It. With a serious foot injury, crashing last does, year. When's, when's the first he, race? The guy's, he's been hurt. How much time do we have? How much the first race? A month and a half. Yeah. Oh, well, it's getting close. <laughs> 
So no, I'll back down that percentage. Okay, but but if he if he if we know that he is racing a month before the opener, yeah, he's your national champ. JT, a million percent. Are you there with Paul? Not a million percent. (laughs) No, no. Tomac looks way too confident, way too comfortable to say a million percent. Yes. All right. Look, I'm a GP guy like you. Yeah. And I love me some hurlings, but injury, new bike, production bike here. Not his bike over there. Different tracks, all the tracks, not just I'll gi- one. I'll give you injury. And I'll give you injury. I just still think Do- t- Tomac, this year Tomac, I would have almost agreed with you if it was previous years, but this Tomac Dude, on this bike, no way. I, got her- I agree I that's going to make it a great series. I got but. Hurling's ninth to 12th. Whoa, no, easy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> trying to get Paul mad. I got me He didn't even react. <laughs> I knew so, that was um, <laughs> Do we think he comes over? I don't. You don't? No. Paul? I think if we don't hear about it soon, soon. then no. Yep. JT? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go yes. Big, um, big. I, think, I think when it comes down to it, this is the only chance for KTM to salvage the 2022 year, and I think they, that's too big of a, a carrot dangling out there. That makes sense. That makes sense too. No, they, it does. It does. It makes very season. good sense for them, and yeah, that's why I really want to see it happen. About them, yep. when it's not been about them at all. Yep. Yeah, they really want to win. They do. Yep. They need. They can't go. They can't go winless. Yeah. I tell well, you think what. About, even even if he doesn't win, think about how much press, yes. hype, publicity, headlines yeah. they're going to get. And if he doesn't come, if he just goes back to MXGP, it's pretty quiet. Like, yep. okay, Absolutely. yeah, cool, he's back, but it's it's like one-tenth of what it would be if he came over. Uh, obviously, social media isn't everything, but you follow Caroli on social media. He's doing a lot of riding, it mm-hmm. looks like. and I, So I know people said that, you know, there was talk that Roger said you have to do the whole series if you can't just jump in for a few races, and I don't know how true that is or whatever, but I think he's coming here, Caroli, to do some, all, whatever. He's riding too much. You know, but you look at it, what he's been riding, it's, it's stock looking. Like, it's really stock looking. Yeah. So he's, he's Antonio like Carole. a pipe. I think stock, he wants to. Like, yeah, um, I think he wants to. I think there's a lot of like interpolitical push and pull going on. Yeah, yeah. So, right? that yeah. makes sense. Uh, we got Slow MX on five. What's up, Slow MX? Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, what what video game do you think was better, Jeremy McGrath 2000 or Ricky Carmichael 2002? Oh, McGrath's game was way better than Carmichael's game. I never played Carmichael's game. Well, McGrath's game was pretty. That? I didn't play it because it wasn't good. No, listen to me. I played it. Oh. I didn't play it because it wasn't good. Okay. I would always play Jeremy's game or Supercross Circuit during that time was yeah. the best game. Supercross Circuit was good. Yeah. I don't remember McGrath or Carmichael's game. So I never I no hardly idea. played Ricky's. Right. It just wasn't good. Uh, Tits, do we have an opinion? Marks, do we have an opinion? I like Carmichael's, yeah. I don't have an opinion. Okay. Of course he doesn't. No, Tits doesn't. I didn't play it. Slow, we don't know. Uh, great great stuff um all right jt before we let you go uh boston this weekend and uh yeah um what'd you think of 500 jt you had to bow out early but uh, what'd you think well you had me planned for half the show so that's not necessarily all well, true but things changed things changed but yeah go ahead you're right um but i thought it was great uh you know a lot of that stuff i i had heard some of the stories before and i was familiar with and all that so it wasn't I don't think it's revelatory as, you know, just a listener at home, which is fine. But I thought the camaraderie and the genuine 
enjoyment by those two was probably my favorite part. Um, you know, we've been around these guys a lot, and it's it's very easy to get jaded by the sport and things you've done and seen because those guys are forced to talk about it a lot, right? Because everyone wants to talk about it and everyone wants to bench race and all that stuff. But I didn't get a sense of that at all. Like they really looked like they were enjoying themselves and they wanted to be there. Um, and I thought that really brought a lot to the show. So um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, I think it was the best show that you've ever had. Not the most dramatic, not the most controversial, like the Alessi show, all, all those things yeah. will go live in infamy. But as far as like, Stuff without drama, the best like show. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was yeah. really, really well done. Yeah, thanks. It was it was fun to have those guys here for sure. And Mark's drove RC to his hotel, so just yeah. browing down, just chatting it up. Yep. Yep. I would remove the buddy. passenger seat, take it out, <laughs> put it in your house. It smelled buy great a after. new seat. It, smelled, new it seat. smelled great after. <laughs> Did you tell Courtney like, hey, uh, I got a? <laughs> yeah. Were you invited up? <laughs> I started I started pulling into a parking spot and he's like no 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 just at the front is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, uh, all right JT thanks for calling in appreciate it fly racing flyracing.com uh and uh, we'll see you this weekend man. Thank you. See you guys. See ya. Right. That's Jason Thomas everybody. Pro filter. Uh love taking my filter out of my dirt bike when I ride and throwing it in the garbage and putting in a brand new pre-oiled pro filter profilter.com pulp 20 at checkout to save side by sides dirt bikes street bikes everything in between pick up a pre-oiled ready to use premium air filter or oil filter for your next service if you haven't heard of pro filter maybe you've been roosted too many times they've been active in the industry for a long time profilter.com thanks to the folks at maxima as well whether it's sc1 whether it's suspension clean super m god we use super m growing up my dad was a super m guy never mind 927 never mind uh their other one they make was all Super M. That's it. Super M was synthetic? I don't know. I think so. It was cheap. So is Super M cheaper because it's synthetic? I think Super M was synthetic and then 927 was caster based. Yeah. yeah. Semi synthetic? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Maxima Racing Oils, MaximaUSA.com. Use the code PULP20 when shopping at MaximaUSA.com to save. Uh, of course, their uh, SC1 is amazing. And their 927 is the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Their four-stroke oil, used by uh, Mitch Payton, used by the Monster Energy Cowie guys, uh, also uh, has a f- uh, available with their new peak system, performance-enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima. The formulation was designed to make significant improvements in several critical areas, including oxidative stability, deposit control, clutch performance, and most importantly, power and acceleration. Maxima USA used the code PULP20 to save with those guys. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of chiz. Eighth this weekend. That's all you got to say. Freddie, X-Brand. Brees, X-Brand. Strang, X-Brand. The guy in the car, X-Brand. The guy in the car. Yeah. The American guy. Kid. Oh, yeah. Are you X-Brand? I can't get X-Brands. What is your your goggle brand? I have no idea. Rich hates me. What the hell happened? Are you kidding me? Rich hates me. What? What's he wear? What are you? I'm... You're Oakley? Yeah. Got it. A delicate topic. I'd rather just move on okay, and sorry. not talk about just it too question. much. I, I was don't. wondering if you were like, because you're, you're, I didn't know if you were, they're same. What? Oh, FXR? Yeah. No. No goggles. No helmet. By the way, Marks, <laughs> as a joke, yes. Marks has been blacking out your <laughs> Is FXR. Is it blacked out? Yes. Still? That's why I was, my chick asked me that. She's like, why is Chris's yeah. shirt blocked out? <laughs> That's messed up. Marks. That's messed up. Marks, come on. 
Yeah, I would never do that. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh. FXR is on our privateer islands co- code. The guys at FXR are cool. They should be happy. I'm actually bringing more attention to it by doing <laughs> That's that. So up. you're welcome. That's FXR. funny, though. It's funny. It's funny. It forced uh, me to bring it up. Uh, all right. So uh, X-Brand goggles, a choice of privateers everywhere. Pulp Show 20 is the code. <clears throat> Pulp Show's code? Pulp Show 20? Yeah. Yeah, Offshore 20. Yeah, that good. Go to save with X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. Uh, terrific company. Terrific goggles. Choice of privateers everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's a proven fact. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you guys familiar with him? Never. Uh-uh. Okay. Heard. You have uh, 30 okay. seconds to answer them. Let's do this, Marks. Steve. Yep. How do you, sh- how do you top show 500? Well, Kiefer's 100 is coming up. This ain't That's it, I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess 501 ain't it. I get to create my own show for 100, so. Okay. Yeah. We could probably do that. Like all a format change? Like all, all your guests. All my guests. After you sit dark, over there? When I want it. You sit over there? I can turn he's the doing, show. All right, the show's over and then come back on the show. When we do uh, Life Swap, he's going to be hosting the show. That ain't never happened. You're doing Life Swap? We are, yeah. <laughs> so uh, are you living in the mansion or is Yeah, I'm going to live here with Pookie for a week and okay. he's going to live with Heather for a week. And then are you going to flip that part or no? No. So... So you're going to the Des. Yep. You're going to ride a lot. Apparently, I got to ride every he day. He has to do exactly my program. Right. And, and I have to do, exactly. to do his program. So oh, wow. He's going to host a fantasy pod of which he knows nothing about. So I'm going to be calling oh, you for great. a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> great. The only way to top show 500 is like we talked, out, like we talked about uh, getting Stu. Yes. Other than I may have to fold the whole thing. Uh, Pulp 2022 is a code to save. I'd explain. Apologies it. for having me and Paul to, to follow up on that. I think you guys have been great. Right. Yeah, that's, that's I think our old racing stories wouldn't be as yeah, good. No. <laughs> yeah. Rubber band starts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> One time a date city. Yeah. Hey. Uh, all right, next question. Kiefer, is yeah. there a question you wished Steve would have asked RC or MC? Uh, the home life theory question I was waiting for Couldn't all night. Do it. Couldn't do it because his wife was I, sitting on the couch. I don't think she would have been pissed off. It was the it was the question about what do you think about Kiefer's home life theory of being know, married but or single? He was the prime example of why it, your theory's dumb, and I just didn't feel comfortable. I think it would putting him in that situation. It's not a situation. He would have said, "Hey, when I was single, it was like this, and it was fine." But he also would have gave you the uh, other side of I it. I mean, I just chickened out. It I was just, for MC or for Carmichael. It was for MC. Yeah, got it. Uh, I mean, I'm, maybe Carmichael could answer that too because he was killing it before he was married too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Look at you guys apologizing to each other and shit. We just I let, could, I let just him down. need to move on. Sweet. I let him down. Paul, after watching Atlanta, who do you think is faster, Craig or Jet? Um, Easy. That's a tough question. <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> they're both good. I mean, they both fell, but uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> They're both good. They both. Well, what do you fail. want me to say? I don't know. Craig beat Jet, so I guess. But I, I don't know. I, that's tough. I mean, it's fucking close. But Jet beats Christian outdoors. I, I mean, think. Yeah, all day. Most so, likely, uh, they, they don't race each other outdoors. Either, really? So. Well, Craig ain't winning the national championship. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. You know, Craig's he's a good four fifty guy. He's good. Outdoors. He's good. He's yeah. solid. I'm just, but he's not winning yeah, the title. I, so. I agree. All right. Yep. Steve. Has there been a longer jump in Supercross than the 100 foot they had in practice? I feel like the the For distance sure. on that has changed every time I've read it. 130. It was 120. Oh. I thought. Remember that big quad they had at Anaheim, Anaheim. in the early 2000s? Yeah, 125 guys are doing it in the corner. Yes, yeah, yes. really big. But 125s are jumping it. I know, but I remember that being gigantic. Lytle was the only yeah. guy doing it. 
I remember it was huge, though. No, no, no. Uh, Volan did it. Danny oh, did? Smith did it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I Volan thought Lytle was the only no, guy. No, no, no. Some other guys were doing it. Gurky one time went about 150 at an Indy, I think. He went from the finish line, past the landing, and then into the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Kiefer. Yeah. What's another aftermarket moto company as timeless as Renthal? Works Connection. How long have they been in business for? 1989. 89? Yeah. I mean, we're 69. Yeah. I didn't say it. I'm just, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think too. <sighs> trying to think too. Let me get a backup. Uh, Fox? Fox was like uh, 73. Pro Circuit? Uh, no, 76. 70, yeah. 60s? I'm trying to think 75. about the 60s and I'm like, yeah. what about, okay, so what about Thor? 68 was Thor. Torsten Holman. Yep. So yeah. 60, 1968 was a good one. So that that's my go-to. It's a good uh, one. one thing about Renthal, and and it's an easy <clears throat> company to be associated with on my end for the shows and stuff. One thing about Renthal that's like, and I said this in some of my reads, like everyone has used something from Renthal. If you haven't used yeah. something from Renthal, you weren't a moto guy. I might call BS on that. Yep. Um, unless you're just some trail rider in the woods. But like, if you race motocross. You bought a rental sprocket. You bought rental bars. You bought rental grips. Like you, like you used. You bought a used bike with rental. You got a bike so, from a showroom that had rental. Yeah. Something you've used rental, and that is a cool uh, um, thing to say. In I the ni- early nineties, when you got an aftermarket bar, you know, because your your bars came with steel stock, right? Yeah. You would go buy a rental seven Bro, eighths bar. In the mid eighties, and I told you this, Paul, when we were talking about advertising campaigns, the mid eighties, the guy in Winnipeg was the Canadian distributor for Renthal in like 85. So early, before Factory Honda even used mm-hmm. Renthal. Factory Honda started in 86. Mm-hmm. And somehow this guy from Winnipeg, Roy Borton, got the distributorship for Renthal. We were blown away by fucking bars that have bolts in them. You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And they were $72 retail. And, you know, that was gnarly expensive at the time. Yeah. But they wouldn't bend as easy mm-hmm. as the crappy steel ones. And I remember Renthal, like, somehow I felt like our area, because of this guy being a distributor, was, like, cutting edge Renthal before it was cool. You knew his name? Yeah. Or what did what, you his say? His name, name Roy was? Borton. Roy Borton. Yeah. So, like, 1985, he started distributing in Canada for Renthal. And it was, like, pretty cool. Do you remember? I don't. I don't think it's called Breaks. Maybe it was Break Snake, but you would buy the seven eighths rental, and it was the liquid that went inside the rental to, to keep your bars from vibrating. What the hell hard. are you talking about? I'll look it up. I'll, I'll bring it up. <laughs> liquid in the bar? Yes. Inside the bar? Yes. Is that concrete? Like <laughs> lizard skins inside the bar? I'll look it. Up. I'll try to find it, and when and we'll talk about. Call it. Henry. I your next, I'll, I'll your, put your this next with product. The, uh, your next. I'll add that to the bottom of this Roy Borton question I got. <laughs> Henry, uh, 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 liquid bars. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Why did we fire this kook? Or why did we hire this kook?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, next question. Jesus, Kiefer. Sorry. There's no. Dude, you're. You're. <laughs> You're right. Brake snake's not the problem. No. Brake snake <laughs> is what comes on your brake pedal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I got snake. I got snake. Uh, hmm. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Next question. Oh, you know what it was? Away. Okay, it wasn't liquid. It was like a cobra. It was a black box. And no, you... it wasn't liquid. What it was, was it? um some sort of like foam or something that you pushed it into your green, bar. And it was like. And you pushed it through your bar to dampen it. Yes. Like, uh, but it wasn't liquid. I thought it was like. 
it was some sort of pliable like uh, putty putty ish thing, and you like fucking jammed it home and jammed it. When into was bars. this? What year? Dude, oh, I don't know. Arrow was years this. ago. Yeah, I don't huh. same time as quick strap goggles. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, the ones you unclip and they just yeah. My brother yeah. had those. My brother had quick those. Quick straps, yeah. yeah. Enduro jugs, yeah. put it on your crossbar. Those were, the quick straps were the, for the dorks. Oh, yeah. oh, Tell my, my brother that. Wow. They were. I had them. I'm just saying, if you had a quick strap at the track, you were sick. You were a dork. No. No, you were not sick. You were a dork. You were not sick. <laughs> I'm not going with dork like him, but you were not. You were definitely not sick. You were sick because your goggles wouldn't fog. No. Okay. They, nothing sick and about it, those. Ain't nobody want to race in quick straps ever. You could just hang ever. out and talk to your buddies and let the goggles dang dangle. You could hang out with your buddies yeah. and let your goggles dangle. That was a dork move. No. <laughs> and then you could take your Enduro jug off your rental bar, take a sip of water, just bam, put your goggles on the quick strap and oh, head on no. out. This is some high death shit. You no. were not sick if you had quick strap. <laughs> you <guys>. were so <laughs> sick. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, next question is, were you sick if you had quick straps? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paul, what's the mountain bike equivalent to Loretta Lynn's? I don't know. I don't know. Someone tell me. I thought it was the sea otter. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No? I mean, maybe. It was a you, really big... What did big, you say on the way up here what otter was like? I said I thought it is the best two-wheel show in our country. There it is. That's Loretta's. That's what I thought. For amateurs. Yeah, maybe. I get But, I, yeah, I don't know the racing side of mountain bike stuff much. But, yeah, that event was... <laughs> cool like it was really cool that like the industry participation and the attendance the racers just the area i mean we did we had a great great time with the rental booth and everybody like the whole kind of atmosphere is cool and more open you know people are cracking beers at noon and a lot of hanging out like it was uh it's a really cool event everyone gathers at the slalom course for pro slalom like it was really really fun i wish i wish moto had something like that all right next question I'm trying to find this. Steve, why is Atlanta Speedway better than Daytona? Half your complaints about Daytona apply to all speedways. <laughs> uh, this is the track. The track at Daytona sucks balls. It's soft. It's crappy. None of the jumps hold up. It, turn, it turns into like a follow the leader. The, the outside berm is 30 feet outside, which nobody wants to take. Uh, so the track sucks at Daytona. And again... United doesn't fly into Daytona Beach. No. You, again, I don't blame Ricky <laughs> on this. They've got... Lawyers saying you can't go this close to the tarmac and sprinklers to drive around in. They've lost pit lane space, or they've widened the pit lane, so they've lost track space. It's not all on RC on why it's so shitty, but Atlanta, you can't even compare it. Security also Atlanta, not 90-year-old men yelling at you everywhere you go. Uh, so that part of it was better. Tunnel was, sucked. The but, tunnel was bad, but, but yeah, security was wide open. They didn't care. But what about Daytona? You can't, hey, you, you got tickets for that bleacher? No, get out. You got tickets for there? No, get out. You got... You can't really go anywhere as an industry guy in Daytona. You really can't. I mean, I think it's gotten better. I haven't really had any okay. any trouble navigating Daytona. All right. Next question. <laughs> All right. Kiefer, yeah. who's someone you think Steve should get on the show that's never been on? Uh, Jody Weisel. <laughs> he would never do it. I, know. I, call, I called him one time for a podcast. I said, hey, this is years ago. Hey, Jody, this is uh, Steve Mathis from Racer X. Uh, Hey, man, i just love to get a podcast with you. Not going to happen. He didn't even let me finish. And I said, oh, man, I think it'd be cool. Like, I'll ask you, you know, about magazine. Not going to happen. All right, have a good day. Click. Hmm. That's how it went. Granted, I think there's, he's seen a lot of things. Like, it would have been good. You right. know, you know so. who I'd like to try to get? That, hmm. that Carl? Well, Carl's won. Carl yeah. Kramer's won. He, hmm. he won't reply back anymore, so I hope he's doing all right. And I've tried to get Wolfman. Yeah. And I think Jody has told Wolfman that I'm an asshole. Or something. Tom's not like that. Tom oh, wouldn't do that. Okay, because Wolfman yeah. just, I can't, Mike Webbs, Mike's tried to help. Yeah. 
And Wolfman is... I just think Tom doesn't really give a shit. Not because of you, just in oh, general. Okay. What's a you Wolfman? <laughs> Tom Webb, an old dirt bike, dirt bike editor for 100 years. Okay. What about yeah. Super Hunky? Ever had him I've on? I've had him. Yeah, okay. he, was, he was great. What's yep. a Super Hunky? Uh, Rick Simon. Yeah. Uh, old Who's editor that? of Dirt Bike for Mac yeah. forever. Yeah. I'm in that editorial world right now. Nice. Oh, I, that brings me to a question. Got to ask you off show, off air. All right. Okay. Question. All right. Next question. All right. Last one, Paul. Should Dino take the rest of 2022 off to get 100% healthy or try to come back for outdoors? <laughs> I mean, I think and Why I all assume laughing? he will. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. And come stuff. back okay. when Sorry, he's Cooper. ready to come back. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's great. Paul thinks he should come back when he's ready to come back. Well, I don't know how long the hell this thing's going to take to heal. But, okay, the question is, what? let's say he's ready to go with three races to go, and he's, he's, he's most likely not going back to that team, right? Okay. So we know that. Three races left to go. Does he, Should he come back? Yes. Okay. All right. And ride those three races at like, yes. however percent yeah. he is. That's he's, a, because he's paid to be there and right. race, okay. and that's what he'll do. And that's an audition a little bit, right, for next year? Yeah. Even so, if it's not, though. I mean, he just said on air he only wants to race one more year. But, yeah, yeah I mean, he's paid to race. If he's ready right. to race, he should race. All right. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. <laughs> Kiefer. That's it. Did you know Wiseco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years? No. Did you know they support Supercross teams like Factory Honda, Club MX with the Troll Train? Let it heat for a lap and a half, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, 80 years? SGB Honda as well. Did you know that? They support yes, those I teams? did. It also says here they support the RM, ATV, MC, KTM team. But I'm going to just skip over that. <laughs> okay. Uh, whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wiseco.com to find products for your machine. They have Garage Buddy rebuild kits, and uh, they got connecting rods, uh, a lot of stuff going on at Wiseco. And there's a discount code on PulpMexShow.com. By the way, PulpMexShow.com, sponsor deals. There's a sponsor discount code, listener discount code for Wiseco Pistons. Please check it out. Wiseco Pistons, please and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. Who is it? Mark Tickle. Or do you have something to say? Yeah, I do. They've been making pistons for 80 years. Yep. So they there we go. Better they need than rental. That's what I mean. They need yeah. to play on their heritage some more. Like, goddamn, that's a long time. Okay, all right. What's up, Tick? How are you, man? Yeah, good. How are you guys? Sorry for making you wait a little bit. That answer went longer than I thought. So I Yeah, I'm no, sorry, good. Brock. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Brock, did you ever have the quick straps? Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I didn't. See, he wasn't cool then. Brock wasn't cool. Brock, were the people that had the quick straps sick, or were they dorks? I mean, I didn't. I didn't think it looked cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. did. The fin, yeah. the fin was in my uh, my uh, era on my helmet. Yeah, that was my era right there. The fin on the helmet. Yeah, Brock's too young. Did you have one with the light in it? Okay, hold on. No. Tick. <laughs> did you leave the tag on your goggles or not? Mm. No. He was too young for that. I, I, did. I did that. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. You guys yeah. are dorks. No, we're not. Yeah. That's sick. No, that was not sick. That was sick. That was yeah. like, I have brand new goggles, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can hear it flapping as you're riding. No. You guys yeah. were losers. That's nah. what you guys were. No, we were race winners, actually. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, I won four Manitoba titles. I never had my goggle fucking label flapping. Well, you guys wind. just got the internet up there a few years ago, too. All right. Brock, welcome to, welcome to the show, Tick. Um, hey, man. Uh, good work with Anderson. Uh, you've been working with the Cowie, Cowie race team, testing with them. And I talked to somebody at Kawasaki a few weeks ago, and they had nothing but big praise for you, things you've done to help develop that bike, the way you've been working with Jason on and off the track. So, uh, look, Jason's riding better than I think anybody uh, thought he would. He's won four races. Nobody kind of thought that would happen. And so congratulations, Brock, on uh, on this uh, on this success with you've had with the team and with, with Anderson. 
Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate all that, obviously, and being involved with a good group like that uh, obviously makes it easier. So hats off to them for giving me the opportunity actually to do this. But, yeah, it's been awesome so far. Um, and everybody, I think each race we all get closer and closer together, you know, so as a yep. group. So it's been it's been a good Supercross season. Um, and we okay. want to finish strong, obviously. You didn't have a great year last year at Rotomoto Concepts, right? Uh, and then you took a step back. Do you – but – even though you didn't have a great year, you're still damn good enough to get a ride with the team and make some money and all of that. You've chosen to take this full-time role with Cowie, you know, benefits and, and a good pay. And Are you happy with that decision? Like, is part of you still like, fuck, I can, you know, probably like, oh, look, the factory riders are hurt right now. I could probably be getting sixth and seventh right now. Like, does that creep into your brain at all? I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think that's just the racer. That's yeah. just the racer in me. Um, I don't think that's ever going to go any away, you know. And it's just me getting used to being in this position. Obviously, as a racer, you can be a lot more selfish than what maybe I realize now that I'm on this side of the fence, you know. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, moving parts, you know, and a lot of it when you're racing, it's all for you, you know, and mm-hmm. that part of it when you're in this position at first uh, can be difficult a little bit, but I'm, I'm making progress with that myself and learning more and more each week and trying to engage in all the things that, you know, that I'm paid to do and, and enjoy doing. Kiefer, did you think he was going to fill in when, they, when Adam got hurt? Cause I did. I originally did. Yeah. Yeah. But it's smart for them to obviously keep him healthy for what he's there for to, to do. You know, so what uh, did you think you were filling in tick? Did they ask you and you said no? Did they say, hey, we're going to focus on Jason? Like, were you bummed or, or like what kind of happened with that? Because I yeah, I was looking for you to jump in in a couple of weeks, uh, you know, after Adam got hurt. You know, I like when it first happened, I was like, well, I wasn't ready because I crashed at the end of November yep. and ended up actually fracturing my upper humerus. So I didn't ride for like six weeks. Uh huh. Um, I saw that crash, by that, the way. That, then, that, was, then, that was greasy. I, that was yes, greasy. that was a good yeah. crash. <laughs> um, but either way, I wasn't yeah. ready at the time AC got hurt, So, and I never even got asked. So, um, okay. And obviously with how good Jason was doing, um, and then me being involved with Jet Reynolds as well, obviously a longtime Kawasaki guy, I, I believe it, I just didn't get asked because of the circumstances and with how Jason was doing, like I said, and how, how everything was kind of working. So, right. Um, where I sit now, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with, with what I'm doing. Um, I don't, I don't want to announce retirement by any means. Um, because I still, I still can go the speed, you know, which I know at some point it's going to happen, but for me, it's, um, the focus is, you know, to learn as much as I can in this position, enjoy it. And, uh, you know, just like I said, grow in this department as much as I can while I'm here. Yeah. How old are you? Brock, if you don't mind. 32. Okay, so yeah, um, but so no retirement yet. Like you're not you're not quite ready. No, but no. like I'll be on. I mean, obviously, I like like you said, looking at these guys, you know, go looking at the field and like where the class is currently. Like to know that I could go out there and be competitive mm-hmm. and and not really be a question. Yes, that I mean that sounds sweet, but obviously on the flip side of that, it has to financially make sense. Um, to be honest as well, like I'm not just, I don't, I'm not going to be the guy that just does it just to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a really good position right now with what I have for, for long-term stuff. Um, 
and like I said, I'm broadening my like resume to be honest. So yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not really hurting me by any means doing what I'm doing right now. And it's still keeping me relevant, um, on the bike, you know, two, three days a week for the most part. And obviously being part of a, a established, um, factory team. I love this idea. Like at Yamaha, we were, we were having carburation problems with the four stroke back in the day. And, and those aluminum frames that we switched to, like Chad hated it. Timmy, none of those guys really liked it. And we were yelling and screaming about, like, dude, Lampson, hire Lampson. Like, he, he would test ride for us, and, and he would do this. And, of course, Yamaha was too cheap to do anything. I love that the Ryan Morris, Trey Kennard, Brock. Yep. This is, these race teams spend millions of dollars. You could throw Brock Tickle 70, 80 grand, whatever it is. Cowie guys get overtime, too. So they're crushing it there. But, um... Like, this is such a great idea for these teams to have. These riders that are one second off from winning races uh, to test parts and to, to do some grunt work. This is a great idea. Uh, it's taken Cowie a long time, but they've got Brock and, and Trey and Ryan Mo. I mean, is Mo, is Mo still Supercross stuff? Yeah, yeah he's been riding it Is this he Supi? Okay, yeah. so, like, I like this idea. I think it's great, Brock. Tedesco. I, yeah, Tedesco, also for Mitch, right? Uh <laughs> This is a good idea, Brock, for the for any team to hire a guy like you. Well, and to be honest, it's good. It's great for us as well. Like I think it, it benefits both parties um, pretty equally. To be honest, it gives us, you know, whether whether I was retiring or not racing again, or or kind of in limbo to go racing again, you know, it keeps us occupied. And obviously, there's a lot of guys who talk about how hard retirement is, and it is mm-hmm. a good, you know, this is a great solution for for both parties to get the most out of it ultimately and also too like for brock's situation like he still has that competitive fire in him Mm -hmm. but getting to ride good bikes getting to evaluate things be a part of a team you feel like you're on that factory level but without the pressure of having to perform so it's almost like it's almost like racing because you still get to do all the cool stuff but just not race. And for me, like, if, if I'm in Brock's situation, I'm like, dude, I'm safer. I'm making money. I'm part of a team. I get to ride great bikes. And I still have an option, right. if available, to go race. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's what every racer's – it's what every rider racer wants to do when they're done racing. Yeah. That's the job. Yeah. You know? I, know, I mean, Trey, Trey said the same thing. I'm like, how, how do you feel at your speed, at your age? He's like, I can go as fast as ever. But you know what? If I come out of a turn and I can't quad something because I got a bit of wheel spin, right? No quadding. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it, safety is paramount, and it doesn't need to push the limits. Correct. He doesn't need to do it. Brock, do you find that same way for you? Well, exactly. I, I agree with that too. Because obviously, being a racer for as long as I have, and uh, obviously the other guys as well, like we we're still going to ride dirt bike that's what we do you know and for me it is a it's a way for me to do you know what i enjoy um on the riding side but it's also safer and on the testing side i enjoy that too as well so like obviously for me like you're saying it is the best of both worlds for for myself and and obviously the no pressure thing um i mean i put pressure on myself because i want to try to be better and you know i want to do better at what i'm doing but that's just something that's built inside of me you know do you feel like um do you feel like you um are like did you need some help testing did you feel like going into this you were a great tester or do you feel like in the seven months you've been doing this or whatever like you've improved as a test rider also 
I've definitely improved, but this all started, I would say, with Bones, um, ultimately in 11 and 12, um, especially in 12, because I was the only guy on the 450, mm -hmm. and every week we were always doing something. You know, even if it was very small, we were always doing something, and I think that's where I kind of created that, that feel and, I guess, awareness of what the bike is actually doing and what I'm feeling through, through my pegs, through the seat, mm -hmm. through the bars, you know. Um, and then RCH, we had Ivan. So, like, yeah, throughout my career, it's kind of like baby steps, learning how to, you know, I guess, be aware of what the bike is actually doing. Yeah, I remember what Brock's talking about because in 12, um, I was working for Dean. Dean got hurt at Hangtown, had to pull out his because so, uh, his shoulder. And so, like, Brock kind of became, like, my practice guy for the rest of the year. Like, I did all of Dave's practice work and went to the practice track with Brock mm -hmm. and Aaron and helped them work on the 450 just so Dave could work on his race bike stuff and fly and whatnot. And, and yeah, it was yeah. it was a really fun summer. Like, there was days where, yeah, like, there was days Brock rode so good and we made so much progress. It was, like, it was really cool. Yeah. And then we'd show up and the guy would go 2-2 or, like, or like he was crushing it that summer. And he's waving to me in the middle of the moto. Like, it was a fun, fun yeah. summer. Like, he's, yeah, it was yeah. just, the dude was, he was in a good spot then, and we had, everything was working really cool, and it was, it was fun. It made, it made work really fun. Wiseco Pistons bringing you Brock Tickle on the show. Uh, go to uh, your, uh, motorsport.com, your local dealer, Wiseco.com, to find products for your machine. Kiefer, we're going to have the Dubok on next. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Brock, Trey, yeah. like, they're going to be, Maybe the do box of this generation develop some production stuff, get into testing, you know that that kind of stuff. It's uh, what what Brock's saying. It takes a while to learn what you're feeling and how to reiterate that to mm -hmm. engineers, to the team. Same, same. There is, yeah, and there's and there's uh, also right. you got to know when to say I don't know or I don't feel anything. Yeah. That's also something that's important. Um, so I'm just making up shit just to think that you're doing something. So. I've noticed, Brock, I don't know, this is four or five years ago. Like, he was doing his own work on his bike. He was testing his own shit. We would talk. He would be out at Glen Helen swapping shocks, like, on his own. Yeah, yeah. So, swapping shocks. Yeah, he he would do all this on his oh, own. So, and for me, as, as a test rider, yeah. I appreciate that because he's putting in the time to do his own shit. But also, he wants to make himself and his bike better. That's rare. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Brock, uh, how's Jason as a test rider? I've heard he's not the greatest. How is he? Honestly, what's been awesome is a lot of his feedback is spot on with what the direction we're looking to focus on for next year even. Obviously, we'll go deeper into that after the season's done, but right. a lot of the feedback that he gives and has gave uh, us throughout the off season and even some of the, you know, the first outdoor testing stuff we did last week uh, or the week before, um it's it's very similar to my to my feedback. So that's what's been awesome as well. Obviously, we both ride a, quite a bit different, but the feedback is pretty close to the same. And I think that's pretty pretty cool um, to be on that same you know on that same frequency, I guess there right. and feeling wise. Uh, so what I kind of gather from talking to different people, you know, a guy like Trey or Mo or any of these guys, they'll go out with the team, they'll test four setups right they'll do uh, uh some races some uh mounts and uh a fork setting and then they'll run that through four or five different configurations and you the test rider will be like i like this one and this one and i think the way that jason rides he'll like this and i think the way adam rides he'll like this and what it does is it allows the team to go to the track with their riders the racers and be like look we got two things to try. We're going to stay focused today. We're not going to lose the track. 
and we're going to give you two setups. You pick which one. Is that kind of how it's going? Yeah, I mean, I would say for the most part, yeah. And I think yep. a lot of what I think this position does is eliminate basically, you know, the stuff that doesn't work or yeah. what we yep. believe doesn't work. You know, like say there is a fork setting that you keep getting this harsh feeling in a certain spot, you know, that needs to go away no matter what, whether the rider, you know what I'm saying? Whether the rider rides like Jason or like me, that spot is still going to be there. Ultimately, obviously maybe in a different area, but it's still going to be there if that, if that's there, you know? So it's just about eliminating some of those factors. So that way, whenever, and all the notes they gather throughout testing, um, Obviously, they just use that to their advantage when it comes to fine-tuning it for the for the racer. And yeah. a lot of times, too, the engineer or the suspension guy would just come up with his own idea and be like, hey, I have, you know, there's here's the problem. Yep. I have an idea. Can we try this? I'm, it might be out in left field, but it could work. Tickles the guy to try that, not right. the race guy, right? So You know, one of my... Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my complaints, and again, I was just a parts changer mechanic guy, but one of my complaints was we hit the Yamaha track at 9, Track's watered, track's nice. We're trying things all day long. At 3 o'clock, the mm-hmm. track is gone. It's baked. You can't throw water on it anymore. We're still testing. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, stop here. Like, these guys are over it. We've lost Chad's on his phone and, you know, looking at birds in the sky. And DV's complaining. The track's garbage. Why are we still testing? Like, we need to be here, knock out two or three things, find out if we made progress, and go back to the shop. Yeah, but I think sometimes you gotta stay long. You gotta and you gotta make sure the rider's in it. Like if the rider's not in it, then yeah, you go. But there's days, at least in well, my experience, okay, motocross, when we stayed to I'm the talking fucking soupy. end. And I'm talking found, soupy. Found stuff. I'm talking soupy. Motocross, yes. Yeah, I meant motocross. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, supercross yep. different. But right, yeah. I'm talking. We've lost the Yamaha track. Yeah, it is hammered. Dry. You, dry. We're not gonna really have these conditions anywhere else. Why are we testing front end stability right now? So yeah, Glen Helen four o'clock. Yeah, you can find some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Although that one day. Well, that's what's cool yeah. about this. You you know, as a racer, you I know what it feels like. Because if you have a schedule you need to follow and you got a test. You don't want to be you're there. Ultimately, you ultimately are focusing, no matter how many times you can tell me we need to get some testing done. I'm still worried about what's on my schedule and that I've marked <laughs> that off the list. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that part of it is hard to do when you're racing. Yeah. And I, I that's why I think this position is important, like you said, to have guys that are relevant doing yeah. this. And it's been pretty cool, and that's that's we've stayed late to the tracks the last couple of weeks, and that's what's been cool is this see the variance in lap times from a smooth track to a rough track, and that was kind of the focus point. So this is the story kind of that I'm giving you is like mm-hmm. you know at the beginning I was I would my variance was bigger, so now we've gotten the bike set up more in the direction that I think is more universal and a better base setup, and now my variance is a lot closer you know right mm-hmm. uh, basically cut my variance in half right. where it was it was around two seconds you know i mean around four to five seconds from the beginning of the day to to now two seconds you know so um that part of it for you know the the crew to see and myself to feel it it's that part's cool to to, to actually feed off of what's jason like off the track you've been training with him a little bit helping him out that way uh we had dino on earlier that said you know he probably should have won more races than he's than he's more titles than he has. Um, because, you know, on a Wednesday, Dino's like he's going to crush everybody and doesn't always translate on on the Saturday or, or or whatever. And so for yourself, what have you learned about Jason Anderson off the track a little bit that's impressed you? Wow. He, like, speaking of staying late and, you know, 
I could tell because I was there in 17 before he won his championship in 18 with Alvin. And his mentality when he showed up here, you know, off-season-wise, off-season time, and his first week on the bike, I could tell he was there, there was that extra. It kind of felt similar to 2017. Um, and there is definitely no lack of effort um, during the week or at the track. And if he feels like he needs to do more, he does it. So it's been it's been cool to see that because I think the public doesn't really, you know, they think it's all team pride. You know, yeah. it's so, you know, it's not. Dude, he is super methodical way more methodical than anybody um, imagines, yeah. imagines from the outside for sure. Right. Interesting. Brock Tickle on the show brought to you by Weisco. Uh, Weisco.com uh, to learn, learn more information. Uh, what have you what have you worked on the motorcycle, Brock, from before Anaheim to now round, what are we, 14? Round 14. What have you improved on that you've been really stoked with? Like what is something, what is something that you guys have worked on where – and you can get as specific as you want. You can tell us the, the shim stack or whatever. But um, what have you what have you worked on where you're like super proud of the, the gains you've made that you've worked that you've helped out? To be honest, on the supercross um, setup, it's it's that's that's original base. So whatever we did in the off season, yep. it's basically original base with some small modifications. You know, wheel base or you know maybe one shim or something. You know, something very small. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then. So we did try to develop um, a fork and a shock, um, and he ended up obviously since base was so was home for him, he just kept going back to home, which is which is totally fine. But um, I would say the biggest thing I'm stoked on is the progress we're making on the outdoor setup uh, moving forward. We're kind of in a good place right now um, to keep going. So if we can get another couple weeks in i think i think we'll be pretty dialed um pretty quickly because of the direction we found um a couple weeks ago how's the 23 brock <laughs> um i haven't i haven't seen oh it come on good job you didn't even break tick you didn't even you didn't even crack i like uh, that uh you mean the 24 <laughs> yeah yeah uh new bike coming though Kiefer, right for 23 in uh, japanese nationals no, 24 i yeah it'd be a 24 bike I think there's a, there's some changes to 23 I've seen. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be a whole Oh, it's not a, not no. a big thing. Okay. No. All right. No, the, the what I'm hearing is 24 is going to be a whole new bike. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, how's the Cowie going to be outdoors, Kiefer, you think? Oh, it's, it's going to be really good. Yeah? Uh, Cowie's, for me, like, I think that's going to take more work, and Tickle can probably vouch for this, is it probably takes a little bit more setup for the Cowie to work really well indoors. But for me, just the production bike itself yep. is really tailor-made for speed on the edges of tires right the frame that the whole everything that that cow is about is about stability mm -hmm. and comfort so i i would assume their setup for the race team would be really good for outdoors okay well, i think blue crew is great i agree with the the stability part of a cowie definitely for sure that it's you know overall it's always been a pretty stable bike um for the most part so and the grand i think scheme, just getting the right feeling you know how that feels um for yeah. um obviously it can be stable and not feel that good but still you can still go fast on it right so the goal right now is for us as a group is to improve comfort without losing the control or stability that we need you know and obviously that's everybody's goal but that's hard to do it's a lot harder than what it seems yeah it's pretty amazing to me like brock i'm sure you've seen this since you've been a test guy how much a bike can change with millimeters of movement right oh i mean I swear, I mean, 
Jason and I are pretty um, sensitive. Um, you know, even two clicks on the forks or on the shock or even moving the, the, the preload on the, the rear spring, you know, just a half a mil um, is yeah, that's a big change. Especially, especially I notice more in Supercross, obviously, mm-hmm. but outdoors, um, yeah, it's, I'm sensitive, and that's that's why I think I'm in this position, to be honest. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I've been a part of some tests where they've changed. Obviously, we do a lot of blind testing in production. So I don't know what yep. they do for a race team, but uh, why you got to be blind to ride the bike? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that seems gnarly. Uh, so they've changed engine hangers. Yeah, and I could have sworn yep. they made a fork change because yep. I've. My fork felt lower. I had way more front and traction. Like, it's amazing yeah. what little things can do to a motorcycle. I've told the story uh, before. I got a weird little thing story, too. I, got, I told the story before. <laughs> we moved Red Dog's fork height one millimeter one weekend, mm-hmm. and then I forgot to make a note in my spec sheet for it. So the next weekend when I went to go build, I put it back to our old spec height, and he came in. He's like, hey, did, are these forks moved? And I'm like, no. He goes, y- did you put it back to that? Remember we, we went one millimeter? And I'm like, I'm like fuck off. He's like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll put it back next practice, back to one millimeter yep. uh, for you. And I'm just like, I mean, he said it. He came in and, uh, and people think that's bullshit. Not all, not everyone can do that, no, right? No. But I mean, it's not bullshit. Like you can actually feel it if yeah. you're a sensitive guy. Yeah. yeah. Brock, do you remember when we tested steel bolts versus tie bolts and triple clamps at PC? Oh yeah, that was. I mean, that was a game changer actually at the I, time. I was blown away by that. I think I was at the track with Jake that day. And I knew what we were changing. I was changing it, obviously. Yeah. And we made the rider go around the corner. We didn't tell them anything. And they would never have guessed bolts, right? No, they're not going to You can easily yeah. see it, but yeah. they'd never guess that. But the it. comments were huge. And we were like, is this for real? Everybody's saying the same thing. We're putting steel back in our bikes, I guess? Yeah. And, yeah, it was something that universally everybody loves. Just comfort, yeah. more comfort. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah steel, aluminum, <clears throat> uh, uh, tie. You know, tie, all that stuff, man. It's gnarly. Engine yeah. mounts, you move the engine mounts a little bit. You mm-hmm. Thicker, thinner. There's a lot of guys that, you know, a lot of race teams, they run tie everything, axles. But some of the race teams are going back to just regular steel axles. Yeah. And pivots, too. Yeah, yeah. And pivots just to get comfort. You yeah, know? yeah. I think we've reached a point with the aluminum chassis where – they're getting they're pretty good now, but for a long time they were just too stiff, too stiff, too stiff, and yeah. we were going fifty millimeter big forks and eighteen mil shock shafts, and the frames weren't getting, and everyone was just like, "What are we doing?" And then now we're just way backing it down and making everything flex. You hey, know? Tick, out of the grand scheme of things, all the bikes you've been ridden and you rode a lot of good bikes in your day. Where does this bike that JA's riding rank in your order? Honestly, I mean. Some days I don't feel like I'm riding as good as maybe I am, if that makes sense. I think maybe a lot of us do that. We feel like we're not riding as good, but I've gotten told from multiple people yeah, that they think good. I look probably the best on this bike, even in Supercross, you know. And some days, like I said, I don't feel that way, but the days are good. I mean, obviously, like you like you said, Paul, Dean talked about how Jason is so good in practice. Well, he is. You know, I'll be on par with, you know, the the PC guys when we go ride you know lap time wise on um, the 250 side um, Cameron and Forkner and stuff like that but yeah I feel pretty good on the bike um, especially outdoors now after the last couple weeks of testing I feel really good actually do you when you don't test you got to go to the shop what do you do are you full full time um, or no so I'm I'm not actually an employee oh, okay um, I'm I'm basically like a, a racer for the team right now okay. Um, but um yeah i go i've only been there a couple times honestly to be honest um i'm gonna start going in there more and more to try to 
you know, engage, especially now I have a little bit more time because I'm going to go one week on, one week off with Jason because he's in New Mexico now. And then Jet's going to start riding within the next couple weeks. So I need to be here for both or be there for both guys. So I have to figure out that schedule. So, um, yeah, my schedule has been hectic, so I haven't been there that much to to say the least. Must be, uh, do you think Kiefer, a part of his success is the, is the gear? Of course, kick, yeah. I mean, absolutely. We're not first? blurred out anymore, so yeah. Are we blurred out? <laughs> we were blurring Keeper's shirt out. <laughs> no, you are, you are now. Oh, oh, he's blurred out now again. Good work. <laughs> hey, how good does he look though? That gear looks good. Yeah, FXR stuff is, is looks really good. Yes. Absolutely, it does. They they are yeah. crushing it. Yeah, no, they're doing a good job for sure. Fly racing, flyracing.com, everybody. Um, <laughs> all right, Tick. Uh, thanks, man. Anything else? Oh, Tick. Purple bars, yes or no? Where are you at with the purple Renthal bars? Why not run them? All right. All like right. I think it's cool to see something different. You know, I thought I thought whole. I mean, to be honest, Jason's whole setup looked unreal. It did. It looked I mean, obviously, cool, yeah. yep. I didn't really pay attention to everybody else's, and that's something else. Now I understand it. Like when you're on this side of the fence, like when you're part of a team and you really engage in it, like you really don't really notice anything else. Like I'll be honest, I have to come home and watch the race again to see the other guys and what they were doing. You know what I mean? Because my focus point is just on one thing, you know, and that part of it's been, been where I have to come back and actually rewatch everything and kind of, you know, go back through it. So, right. right. Um, when you see Kaipo, ask him about the blue parrot, just ask him that. I will. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right, tick. Thanks for calling in, man. Congrats on the success for you and, and the whole team. Doing a good job, uh, and we'll see you down the road. Thanks, Brock. Thanks, Brock. All right, appreciate it, guys. See, see you, ya. Paul. See you, Kiefer. See you, dude. All right, Bye. see ya. That's Brock Tickle, everybody. For a fucking Tickle! Brought to you by Wisco. <laughs> uh, classic Berlute. That <laughs> so was good. goggle price. He was very, very worried about was it like goggle tw- salary. Was it 25 30K. 30K, yeah. For yeah. fucking goggles now. <laughs> <laughs> Old school Berlute. Yelling. Uh, thanks to Brock Tickle for coming in. Also, thank you to Off-Road Warehouse, Club MX team. Uh, went and signed at, at uh, ORW in Georgia this past weekend. I guess it was a big hit. Phil didn't tell anybody to F off or anything. So oh, nice. uh, if you were there, uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, for offroadwarehouse.com, get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. They, uh, they sell and install. Install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, bed, accessories, and more. Uh, stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products. And they got stores all over America, and the code PULPMX saves you money at offroadwarehouse.com. So use the code, order some stuff for your truck, and, uh, and get yourself dialed in at offroadwarehouse.com. That's that ORW butt patch you see on the Club MX team. Uh, Offroad Warehouse bringing you our next guest. This man is a Supercross winner. He's a Vet National winner. He's a four-stroke national winner. He's a Canadian national champion. He's a Glen Helen idol. He's a Glen Helen idol. It's Doug Dubach, everybody. What's up, Dr. D? How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Do you have the most laps at Glen Helen in the history of the sport? <laughs> well, you know, Mike Craig said to me, it was that very thing one time, he goes, you probably have more laps here than like the next five guys that think they have a lot of laps there. So, yeah, I mean, it's been said. So, yeah, I, uh, I can confirm it. If you put a blindfold on the doctor, Kiefer, does he, does he get around Glenn Helen? Yeah, there's no doubt about there's it. There's no doubt. A you blindfold. Just point him on the start straight yeah, yep. and let him go. Right. He can just feel <laughs> by how many feet he's going. He knows when to turn to the, on Talladega. Yeah. He knows where the track's going. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That would be an interesting uh, experiment, Dr. <laughs> D, if you ever want to do it. We'll get a, we'll get a film crew. And uh, we'll put well, one. You know, I mean, 
I am almost sixty. My eyesight. <laughs> so yeah. And if he does miss a corner up on the hill, reach very far to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, there could be. Yeah, if he misses a corner up up Yamaha Hill, up could be Joey Hill, he right. could be a little bit brutal. Could yeah, be a problem. Uh, thanks. Yeah, for, I'll be. Thanks for coming in, Doctor D. Thanks for calling. I should say. Um, so you were at the two-stroke World Championships. Yes, sir. And how'd it go? Uh, well, you know, it was. Uh, <laughs> I was there more for the kid than me. Right. I ended up, <laughs> and a long story about my day, I <laughs> was intended to ride the open pro race, had a little bike issue, oh. and I ended up sharing a bike with a guy that I got a bike for that came from England. I'm like, hey, you know, do you mind if I ride this other class? So I ended up riding the 30 expert class oh. and uh, managed to, you know, eke out a 1-1. Uh, with a couple whole shots, but uh, yeah, so a little different day than <laughs> okay. I uh, my in- I intended. I mean, but uh, did anybody protest good. you for, for <laughs> <laughs> too old being too old? You were going to ride open well, pro, Doug? Yeah, I was going to give it a shot. Why not? That's God awesome. damn, you're gnarly. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been riding there because I rode like a age class one year. And it was a little bit boring, you know, not to sound like a conceited old dirt biker, but I guess there was nobody, you know, it's, it seems like all the guys, they're even in their 30s or whatever, still ride the, the open pro race. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, I've done that pretty much for, well, 12 years. I think that was the 12th year of that race. Jeez. You know, and I still have never won that race, which is a little frustrating. But, you know, when I – went in to tackle winning it. I was already, you know, 40-something years old. So, <laughs> uh, Dr. D, you, you literally developed the Yamaha four-stroke. You started this mess we're in with four-strokes. Uh, I blame you uh, for what we're doing now. You've done such a good job with four-strokes. But you raced in an era of two-strokes, right? Um, are you a two-stroke guy? Like, are you one of those... Older, crusty dudes that are like, ah, the sport was better with two strokes. Like, where are you at with the two stroke, four stroke thing? I mean, you can ask Kiefer. I'm an old, crusty, you know, grumpy guy <laughs> okay. at, at times, but I, yeah, I'm not that guy. You know, okay. I love yep. everything. You know, I've had so many opportunities through my lifetime to just throw a leg over, you name it. And, I, yeah, I mean, you put a two-stroke under me, I'm happy, I'm smiling. But, okay. yeah, you put a four-stroke under me, it's the same thing. As long as, you know, I'm out there and enjoying the day, I yeah, I, I'm not really right. particular. You know, I, I feel so blessed, I guess, to be in that whole evolution period, mm-hmm. even though just like you, there's a lot of haters, you know. And and contrary to everyone's belief, I did not build that first one in my garage. There was <laughs> some Japanese guys involved uh, on an island, you know, quite a ways away from here. But, yeah, they still tagged me for that. All well, the no, listen, and, and, I, and I'm joking, but all I – all I know is the AMA screwed up the CC limit. I think we can all agree on that. You know, it was it was six fifty, yeah. then yeah. they lowered it to five fifty, and it's like they had no idea the technology that the OEMs had at their disposal. So when I, I'm I'm joking, I only wish the AMA would have said, "Hey, can we cap these CCs before it was too late?" That's where we really missed the boat, and I don't blame Yamaha. Or Dr. D for that. That's the AMA. But, uh, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, the AMA right. is an easy target. So, yeah. I, I <laughs> they are. Uh, by the way, uh, Race Tech's a big part of our show. And 
Doug and, and uh, Paul Feed at Race Tech go way back. And Paul even got Doug disqualified from Ponca for using an illegal shifter. So, uh, oh, yeah. no shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was uh, many involved there, especially the guy that I went through tech with that said, no, that's okay. It's just a shifter. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and yeah, then Kawasaki said. him more yeah. than Paul. Right. Uh, but that's awesome to have you on the show for sure. There's so much questions I have about, yeah, just, just yeah, everything. Um, so, and then. Paul, uh, Kiefer said too. You're working with some kids uh, that was at the Paula race at the at the Cal Classic. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I yeah, kind of working with a, a kid, Dakota Bender. So he he actually won a class there and uh, managed to take a few soil samples in some of the other classes. So yeah, you know, a typical amateur event, lots of uh, up and down emotions. But yeah, you know, it's it's something I love doing. Just. Yep. Getting after the track, I'm, I'm you know kind of addicted to the track anyway, and so yeah, to help some kids, I'll, I'll even scream at Kiefer's kid, you know, <laughs> occasionally. So, and I I do have a few words for him from last weekend, even though I wasn't there. But oh. we'll I'll save that for the next time I see you. Out of the <laughs> oh, okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, uh, hey, does the MXA? Speaking of the two-stroke, four-stroke thing, does Jody still? Yeah, is he yelling at you for four-stroke stuff? Is he blame you, Doug? Uh, it's kind of gone a little bit quiet. Yeah, <laughs> okay. there's other people that'll. It's so funny because every once in a while you're just at the track and you're driving a guy that's parked next to you, whatever it is, and then yeah, there'll be that one guy. Oh, you know that should have never happened, and this is that, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh god, here we go, <laughs> here we go, here we go. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Where's my can of chain loop? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny for me. I don't even know if Doug knows this, but like Doug was very important in my life and my career. Like when I was younger, because I looked up to Doug, and when I started doing stuff with Yamaha way back in the day, like Doug took the time. He spoke to me. He kind of taught me a lot of things that I didn't know anything yeah. about. Um, so I try to model my. I don't want to say my career, just how I how I test and what I do a lot from what Doug did. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug's a family man. He, he he did a lot of things in his professional career, but I for me it's what everything he did out of his professional career, like owned a business, mm-hmm. uh, still was a successful older racer, like all the things that I try to model myself about nowadays. Also very friendly to everybody. Very friendly to everybody. Which is what you are, you talk to everybody at the track. It drives me crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yes. for me it's like into this day. You'll see him at the track. I'll be out there two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. He's out riding his two yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Or he's helping some kid, you right. know, so and he's he's great to my kid. Like it's just awesome to see him still active yes. at his age. You had to throw it at his age at the end of the day. And then you, yeah. it's good thing I'm not in the studio. I might have to come after you there, Keeper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Doug, we just hung up the phone with Brock Tickle, right? And he raced Supercross last year, and he's been hired by the Cowie guys to test for the race team. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, like, whether it's Kennard for Honda, Ryan Morris for KTM, Tick this year. Uh, I was a factory mechanic. who We didn't have anybody. And uh, I think we could have used a, a top-level racer. These guys run through the options. They they recommend you know A setting, B setting, or whatever. I think this is invaluable for a race team now in 2022. And obviously, you know, you were a factory Yamaha guy for a long time, and then you were this great tester. What do you think of that? Like, do you see the pros of that at all for for these teams? I think it is absolutely valuable. You know, but with that being said, you got to get the right guy in there. He's got to have right. the right temperament, <clears throat> the the ability to 
uh, I guess the confidence w- yeah. along with the ability to say this isn't any good mm-hmm. and 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 have the engineers or even the writer he's trying to represent or help have that trust in him as well. So, you know, it's it's not like you can just sort of roll anybody in there yeah. because it's a good idea and they used to be fast, you know, whatever you want, boxes you want to check. They really have to be, you know, at a, a level that's going to be a benefit. That's true. you got to be confident enough to be like, hey, man, I don't think this is good or I don't notice a difference. And, or, uh, and you also have to be selfless enough to know that you're doing things for other people too. Like a lot of these racers are pretty selfish. Yeah. And they can't put themselves in roles that are they're helping the mm-hmm. betterment of the team, right? So that's They've the been thing singular. that's yep. so unique about a, a racing test guy versus a production test guy. You're not setting up the bike in production world for you. You have to yeah. kind of have a, a well-rounded thought of what this bike needs to do for a, a lot of different types mm-hmm. of riders. And that's why it's so special to be a production test guy because I think it's a little bit tougher to try to nail it mm-hmm. or try to help that bike along. Right, right. Well, yeah, because, you know, and, and you've got to put yourself, you know, I would, I'm always talking to myself, you know, on the track and here and doing whatever. There's a lot of high-pressure situations, but you've just got to be with, you know, the understanding that you're testing this for the masses. Right. Because I think a lot of guys go a little bit down a road where they're wanting to make it for themselves. And, you know, and I always ask that question at the end of it. You know, is that setting better for you or is that setting better for, you know, the general guy that's going to buy this? And, you know, way back in the Ed Scheidler days, you know, he would always say that, well, is the average guy going to like it? You know, yeah, yeah. And, and so that. That always reminded me that, yeah, this isn't for me today. You know, this is right. to, you know, represent the guy that's going to go and write that check and and bring that bike home and take it to the track and, you know, maybe sign an entry form. You know, a lot of guys didn't ever sign an entry form. So, yeah, there's mm-hmm. all that where the guy that, you know, the tickle is going to come in there and he's still at a high enough level, he can knock those laps out and he can feel potentially what the racer guy, because, you know, a lot of racer guys are very focused on just the craft, and they kind of leave a lot on the table in that communication of what the bike's doing. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a vital part of the, you know, putting the right people in the right places. Doug Dubach on the uh, Pulp of Mex show, brought to you by offroadwarehouse.com. Check them out, Pulp of Mex code to save at offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, they're staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team, plus they install everything they sell. From suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Uh, Dr. D, um, we, uh, we've been talking tonight about the stadium supercrosses versus the, the Speedway stuff, like we had Atlanta and Daytona, right? Um, yep. And I was kind of thinking back to your day. You didn't really do it unless you want to count like Oklahoma as a bigger track in an spe- in a, in a outdoor stadium-ish, yeah. right? Like, did you ever have any experience with that kind of stuff? Yeah, you know, you're right. Oklahoma was a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, L.A. was, even though they kind of just did the whole perimeter thing, it felt like a big one. Yep. Because, you know, there was some real speed down, you know, usually one of the two long straightaways. It was like, it was fast. So, you know, and, and L.A. had its own unique, you know, with the parastyle and all that. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, there's clearly a difference, you know, and you can see certain riders will – excel in uh, you know one condition versus the other Mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's neat you know it kind of adds a little depth uh you know brings some different riders to the top 
you know, I, I think Hunter, that was, you know, I was telling my kid when we were watching the race, I'm like, oh, this is like a great opportunity. And, you know, he seized on it and, right. you know, he won the race. But, you know, I was saying that early on, like, man, you know, he could just, you know, you can see that little tighter stuff, you know, his little brother seems to really excel because he's so good at getting that bike going right, left, mm-hmm. obstacle, right, left, obstacle, you know. It's, yep. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I like it. Yeah, right. I think it's a great, great thing. You know, I wouldn't want to see, you know, the majority of them like that because I, I, not that I wouldn't want to see it, but, you know, I'm so used to seeing the little, you know, baseball, football stadiums yeah. that, you know, that's kind of the norm. So it is nice to see them break out and get some, you know, more of those Speedway style. Dubach with the great answer, by the way. Oklahoma was a day race. Right? It was, yeah. So did yeah, you? Yeah, it's like a million degrees riding a twenty-lap Supercross in a freaking Oklahoma on concrete. You know, mm-hmm. they, oh, and they had big jumps. Oklahoma, I remember, yes. had big oh, jumps. It's Denny, Denny died. I was gonna say Denny killed himself Denny there, right? Like, like the, the finish yeah, line was yeah. a triple. He had a little, had a little nap that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did it matter to you? I mean, obviously, besides the heat, but if it was a day race or a night race to you? Nah. No. Nah, I no. did. No. You know, you just gotta. And prepare yourself sleep-wise. You know, I, I was probably a little over-prepped in my years. You know, I was trying every little angle. But, yeah, if I knew it was a day race, you know, I just kind of shifted around what I did. And night race, you know, even though we our Supercross tracks were never lit, I'd go out to Star West or, you know, I would do weird things to try and get myself more adjusted to what was coming. Wow. Do, remember when Honda would rent the lights and they would run a full Supercross program at their mm-hmm. test track? Yeah. Dubach doing yeah, that in the I '90s, yeah. doing his yeah, own. I was, light I was show. always angry. Keith would never throw down to get his lights. That's shocking. I, I can't <laughs> believe that. That, that doesn't know. sound like the Bacardi <laughs> I know. I remember yeah. when Stu put lights on his track. Yeah, Stu put lights on his track, right? Yeah. Uh, um, by the way, Dubach, we had Jim Hawley in studio here maybe a month ago, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh man, that's good. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> <laughs> he told us about a blowjob before the main event. Uh, but what about anal bleaching? Buffalo 84. <laughs> so uh, anyways, back to the, the main topic here. Jim Hawley. Well, here, you know, I, I have to interject. My, okay. I'll okay. give you like a 15-second Jim Hawley story. So, yes. 1988, my first pro podium in Supercross, L.A. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And the time it took me to do the thing, you know, podium, hey, great, thanks, yeah, yeah this rah, rah. I get back to my van. I'm a privateer in the Chev- uh, Ford van at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm looking at Butler, and I'm like, hey, the, the door's locked. Did you lock the doors? <laughs> uh, Jimmy, in the amount of time it took me to do the podium speech, had found, lifted up the fence, and was in my van with all the doors locked. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So it good. never stops. It never that stops. Awesome. With Jim Hawley stories. No less than a thousand stories like that. If, uh, if, if Dubox vans are rocking, don't come knocking. He, 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 he told us. Uh, I tried to get in. He told us uh, him and uh, Keith Bowen got some Israeli supermodels in Japan one some time. Israeli models over there. Yep. <laughs> then he told us uh, him and Dogger got some chicks, and uh, the, the chick didn't steal any money from Dogger in Japan, so he, he Dogger was out. Yeah, it, the stories never stop. Doug. I was banging oh, flight no. attendants. No, no, no. <laughs> oh there, there. You know, I say a thousand. There's probably closer to okay. a couple hundred thousand Jimmy right. stories. But so let's move on. Yeah. Let's so see. my point was, Jimmy Holly was in the studio, and he says that he was O'Neill before you. 
Wow. Confirm or deny? Shit. That's quite possible. He said yeah. a couple years. Yeah, I mean, a couple years. Uh, yeah, because I was uh, end of 85, kind of middle to end of 85, and he was already rolling that stuff, I think, yeah. 82 or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, right. he's got me, but I'm a little more active on the bike than him. So True. I, I'm, I'm counting those years on the backside, so I think yes. I got him covered. How <laughs> many showy helmet Scott goggles and O'Neill gear does Doug have in his garage right now? He, I can't even imagine. Not as many as you would think. Do you have any of those old showies that first came out with the full face? Those are such badass. Do you still have those? No, because that was actually before I was on the showy yeah. program. I, oh. You know, they were already in the more modern helmet. Okay. When uh, when I came on board, so yeah, I wasn't uh, I wasn't part of that. What about so? Did you ever get an offer from another gear company when you were racing? That was like a lot of money, but you turned it down because you wanted to continue your relationship with O'Neill. Because I needed to hear Baja stories? <laughs> yes, exactly. You kind of left that off the end yes. of it. So, Jim, um, okay, well, I'll, actually, I'll interrupt here. <laughs> Jimmy told a story about Jim O'Neill. He had to have O'Neill sticker on your visor. Uh-huh. Oh, Holly, oh, yeah, yeah. Holly says his visor broke, and Jim O'Neill <laughs> no, was going to find him. Brecker. <laughs> no, really? Goat Brecker. Goat Brecker won the 500 class at the Saddleback National Lost his visor. I don't know if it was from roost yeah. or crash or whatever, and Jim wouldn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> a rule's a rule, man, I guess. <laughs> but see, then I came around and I got Jim. I'm probably one of the few because the year that I won San Jose, uh -huh. I was technically a privateer. I mean, I got everything, yeah. the good bikes and the box and all that, but I wasn't in the press kits, which I guess that meant everything. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, so he – you know, was kind of grinding on me, grinding on me. Well, you know, Doug. But so anyway, bottom line is I, I said, look, pay me double the contingency. You don't have to pay me as much salary, but pay me yeah. double contingency. So to be an O'Neill rider and to win a Supercross, I think it was like 7500 bucks or something like that. Oh. So he had to write me a check for fifteen grand after San Jose <laughs> that night. You're and like, yes, got it. He was squirming. He acted happy, but you right. know Jim. So uh, he was squirming to write that one. Also, Doug, so loyal to O'Neill boots for so long. Dude. <laughs> well, you know, Dude. I, I waited out because I knew the good ones were coming. You know, it was 30 years after I was wearing the painted cardboard. <laughs> My God. But, you know, uh, I, I mean, would I would be testing with Doug. Yeah. And I would look down at his boots. <laughs> and I'm like, are you okay? Right. He's like, yeah, why? I'm like, your boots are hammered. Oh. <laughs> and I could run like Nike high tops and have more ankle protection than what he had going yeah. on. Yeah, O'Neal boots. And he kept with it. He's just sticking with it, like sticking yeah. with it. Strong. Right. Yes. O'Neal boots. Love it. Um, Loyal as an old uh, what uh, German Shepherd or something. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be like a grumpy old man, you know, walking uphill to school both ways. I think I've said this twice this show. But honestly, and I hear some of these stories. Paul, you, you work with teams now, and I'm sure you hear some of these stories too. I feel like, and again, maybe Chris Kiefer and Doug Dubok and Trey Kennard were also at one time, quote-unquote, dumb kids. But I feel like this generation of kids, when I watch them ride a 254-stroke, I'm like, do they know anything about motorcycles, how to ride one? How, how they test one? How to know what's, what's going on? They rev them way too much. They're banging the clutch nonstop. Like... Have we lost a generation of test riders here in 10 years? Because these kids do not seem to know how to ride the motorcycle. Mm. 
Am I right or wrong? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard for me. Being out at the local track, and I just, like, yeah, you're shaking your head. You're like, all right, somebody needs to pull that guy in and give him a little talking to. Right. Holiday and I have a term for this. Okay. And we, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. We call it B-class fast, which is, B-class yes, very fast, fast, but making a fuck ton of noise. Yeah. Like, very yeah. loud, yeah. erratic, revving all over the place. Fast, but B-class fast. Not, like, yeah. get on the track with Jet like, Lawrence and listen to him a gear taller watch and Ken motor Roxen. away from you. Watch Ken Roxon ride. I don't know. I mean, again, is that, am I just being crusty and these kids are going to figure it out? No, because I'm on Aiden's, uh, Aiden's ass a lot because yeah. what he'll do is he'll – he hears other kids do it, right? So he yeah. thinks yeah. he needs to do that to get fast. So mm. he will come off a jump in there and go, hey! Ah! And, like, there'll be a corner 20 feet – after the jump, yep. and he will rev his bike in the air, and as soon as he lands, he chops the throttle. <laughs> and I'm like, what is what is that doing? What is it doing for you? Like, get off of the throttle in the air. There's no, you know, there's no need I, for it. I'm glad I brought this up, and you guys agree with me because I watch some of these kids, and I'm like, what are you doing? Right. You're just, rrr, rrr, rrr. yeah. What, 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 yeah. What's going on here, man? Barsha, blame Barsha. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess he makes it work. It is. He does. It's hard for me because. You know, I can go way deep in the weeds about, you know, what that's doing to that motorcycle yeah. on top of where peak torque is. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's a whole, mm-hmm. you know, chapter on that. And <laughs> it's just, yeah, but you, you can lead a horse to water, but, you know, the rest of that line. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody somewhere must have been really fast in doing that. Barsha. I have to find that guy and blame him. Well, yeah, Barsha. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would the old Honda Barsha yeah. videos on 250s right. that go around now, social media. That's when Barsha when Barsha first turned pro, Glenn Allen 151. I yeah. was like, "What the hell is going on?" Right. He rode so. Differently you know how than you're everybody. in the pit sometimes, yeah. and it, you, you know there's background noise and motorcycle. Yeah. Like, everyone's looking like, "Oh shit, who's crashing?" That yeah, that's dude, normal now, dude. They're all you don't doing even look that. Anymore. They're all doing that, and you just, guess, well, yeah, that's a good point. You don't even look anymore. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, it's just another. Uh, B kid out yeah. there, and our, our guy A Ray, we love A Ray, A Ray O'Neill Rider, A Ray, but he's on the brake, and the clutch, and the throttle wide open on a 450. What are you doing? Well, that's a whole nother habit. <laughs> that, uh, so, so he need to take off his rear brake pedal and his clutch lever and send him out for about a oh, week. God, can, can you work with him, Doug? Can we get Doug to work with A Ray? Yeah. He had DV. It didn't. Yeah, work. he had DV. That didn't. We need help. to get yeah. doctor on the on the call here. Doctor on the case. Yeah. 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 We, there we, you go. Is Duwak available <laughs> to, to rent? Oh yeah, he's available. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna call it right now. He's available. Okay. Yeah. Doug's available. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Well. Yeah. Chris is my agent. We didn't cover that. <laughs> right. 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 Any other phone calls? Uh, uh, Chris, was there a point? And I want to dance around this delicately, but Doug's older, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're faster, Chris. Now. Yeah. So I want to dance around this. Do you remember, though, a time where you maybe the first time you beat the doctor? No. There was a time never... where you're like, wait a minute. Like, I, I, you know. There is a story to this. Okay. No, there was never a time we lined up and I beat him and I was like, yeah, I'm okay. faster. There All was right. never that. Okay. Because I imagine he was pretty damn fast for a long time over Doug you. was fast deep, deep. And he still is fast, <laughs> right, right? of course, yes. But there's a time... He just won the 30 pro class. Yes. <laughs> but there's a time that Doug and I have talked, like, and sometimes I'll I'll come to him and ask for advice, like, hey, I'm 45. Yeah. What do you think about, you know, trying hard and deep in your 40s? He's like, dude, when I was 45, I was winning all kinds of stuff. And he's like, yeah. he didn't shut that off until three, three years ago? 
<laughs> so, like, just now, I will tell him, I'm like, just now, like, recently, within the year, I can see the relaxation in his riding. There yeah. is no, like, oh, shit, Doug's here. Yeah. It's like, oh, Doug's here. He's just <laughs> right. riding the Right, day, he's you know? just riding. Right. Right. But he kept for that he kept that speed which is very hard for yeah. a very long time and i'm in my mid 40s and i'm trying to retain what i have right and I, I ask advice to him you know so there's a certain point where you just stop like i don't give a shit anymore i Do just want to have a good time what, is that accurate doug you think you're there oh yeah i've definitely relaxed you know in the, in the last yeah i'd say i was pretty accurate 3 4 yeah. years because it it i didn't even You'd need a whole nother show for me to kind of give you the, the <laughs> pros and cons and whys and why not. But, yeah, I just – I guess I was one of those guys that never took a big chunk of time off. I mm -hmm. just continued to ride largely because of all the testing I did. Right. So whenever a race came along, I was always fit and ready to go do a race because I rode several days every week. So it was – yeah, it was just kind of easy along the way. And when I had that big – crashed a mammoth and did all my ribs and mm -hmm. all that that was that kind of you know took a little edge off and I, of course i was determined to come back from it so then that kind of carried me an extra couple of years but, uh, <laughs> right but yeah now it's yeah i do it's you know it's a little different yep. when i go to the track it's you know it's kind of a different approach but it's it, it needs to happen you can't grind indefinitely i mean maybe you can but uh, i've finally chosen not to grind every day how old is kurt right now uh, i think he's about two years younger than me okay all right he still looks so, like he goes big for battles between doug and kurt oh i know okay. yeah, big yeah, yeah. i saw the world at the world vets they big were battles they were on 125s at world vets i mean they're they got yeah, 125s yeah, yeah, 450s that was, a lot like, of fun. that was a good race yeah that was yeah november that was fun i feel like kurt's still going for it trying to get that I think, he, yeah. I think he is you know because like he's wanted to beat me forever you know and yeah he, and he has a, a couple of times here or there but it's like he is just <laughs> so now that i'm kind of taking a different approach i don't know if that's adding fire to him or that might be taking the wind out of his sails. I don't know. We'll see how long he keeps grinding away. <laughs> uh, Doug Dubach on the show brought to you by ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Also, another milestone for Dubach, the only teammate that Bradshaw ever liked, Doug Dubach. That's what he's <laughs> That'd be a great show, that's what Damon he, and that's, Doug. That's in what studio. he's told us. Yeah. The only teammate he ever liked, yeah. Dubach. <laughs> so there we go. He never even answered, you never even answered my question. My oh. Doug, you never <laughs> even answered my question. What was you? Do you get any other offers from Gear? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We went right past that yeah. down another road. You know, I did way, way, way back when. But back then, Jim was actually paying me pretty well. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean that. You know, and kind of lately, you know, I know all the Western guys. They've sort of you know edged trying to get me in the fly stuff, and yeah, I had no real qualms with any of it. But you know, at this point. They've done so much for me, and Proc's great. So you know, I just uh, yeah. What no other reason. can you name another rider through his whole career that has kept the sponsors that he's had, even when he's done? Like I can't name one. Well, Jim Holly. I'm just saying. But yeah, look he's not, at Doug. not as active as Doug. Right. Like right. right. He, it's the same thing every year. It doesn't change. I, mm. I got one. You got one. You do. Barry Karsten. 
No, he's changed. No, he's, he's changed, changed. Gear. gear. He's changed gear. Yeah. MSR went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's Tucker Rocky. It's the same movie. fucking thing. What's he an answer? Answer. Same no, thing. no, 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 no. No, okay. no, 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 It's not the same thing. It's good pull. MSR still available. Yeah, it is. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, you can buy it from Rocky Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one, though. Um, hmm. Also, too, underrated Dubok look. I got some. Uh, my buddy Ooh. Chris Haltner was sent me a bunch of his back, uh, his hard drive photos from back in the day, and I'm flipping through them. 1990. Nope. Mm. 89. Red O'Neill. Steve Butler custom yeah. 16s. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. All Red O'Neill, like uh, showy. I think you're on showy. Good look. Yeah. Good look. Red and white O'Neill. I yeah. did like Mostly that red. stuff. That all red yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's funny about the Butler custom numbers. The AMA made us change them. Shocking. For some reason, they didn't oh, like them. But, but they, they were outside some parameter that but, they had put into the rule book. And I'm like, are you serious? But Slicer can make number nines that look like they're from the moon. <laughs> and sixes. Yeah, right? Sixes that look like, yeah. Anyways, whatever. So, um, <laughs> I like 1990 Magenta, Yamaha, O'Neill. Yeah. Like that whole yep. look was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, Dubok, yeah, where cool jerseys back then? Yeah, I liked. I'll tell you what's an underrated O'Neill look, uh, and I think I was the only one who liked this. By the way, the O'Neill that wrapped around the leg. Stop. See. Stop it. See. You know what I'm talking about? It came yes, from no. the back yeah, to the front. People picked on me. They're like, "Hey, my shoes are dirty. Can I use that?" Floor mat that you got sewed <laughs> onto your leg. Okay, see, I think I, I, I said, got some mud on my feet. I said I think I'm the only one, but I like that O'Neill really? wrap. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, you don't know. What, yeah, it nope. wrapped around. Yes. Uh, it looked good. I don't know. Okay, all right. I guess don't I'll look over there. It only really weighed like 17 pounds, you know, so it really right. wasn't a burden. Yeah, yeah. O'Neill hardware gear was thick, uh, like it was like speaking a lot of, of gear. O'Neill and, and docking pay to Tim Ferry. Never got injured a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. He he wore UFO. He wore Thor. He wore uh, a bunch of different companies. He never got his injury clause enforced until he switched to O'Neill. Really? <laughs> yes. And then it, he said he missed three races, and O'Neill stopped paying him as per the terms of the contract. <laughs> I didn't think about this too. Didn't well, did you I... did you race Jim in the Thundercross or Ultracross series too? Jimmy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you win? Did you beat Jim? I thought you had a number one plate there at some time. I know I beat him because uh, he was winding down a bit. I don't know if I was ever the champion of that series, though. I don't think I ever. LA, boy. Yeah. Uh, I won the Thunderbike thing that came back later when yeah. we were all on film strokes. Yes. But, yeah, I don't think I ever won. I don't think I ever did the whole series. And also, Doug Dubois, Canadian champion, taking down the great JSR. Yes. Not a good moment for us Canadians. Not mm-hmm. happy about that at all. Alan Olson and yeah, Doug. Yeah, carpetbagger, I think is what they called yep. me. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were upset with you. You were on a cheater bike and, and everything else. Um, I also remember, so I was working for Red Dog, I think, and Doug comes out to Washougal. Like, he's done at this point, but he comes out to Washougal for one race. On a 250F? Nah, I think 450. Okay. Or maybe I was working for Kelly Smith and Doug was on the 250. It Any- was Kelly Smith and I was on the 250. Yep. Okay. And you beat him. Getting ready for that, yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Kelly, Dubox, a hundred years old. <laughs> He's raced one national all year. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I was well, ang- I was angry. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, uh, so let's just say ribbing that day. So the first moto, I beat both the Yamaha Troy guys, Ernesto and Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think I ran them both down and beat them in the last five minutes. I got oh, like seven or something. The first yeah. moto. 
I'm 38 years old, and those guys are in their early 20s at best. They might have been even Mitch would have just fired them. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have no idea how many different ways Ross would confront them and say, hey, you know, you guys could probably podium a vet race. Yeah. <laughs> oh hang God. in there. Yeah, yeah, hang in there. Right. Yeah. yeah, hang in there. You know, when you get into the vet class, you might be able to podium as uh, long as, you know, because Doug will be 100 by the time you guys hit the vet I class. I know. I remember thinking, like, come on, yeah. man. What were the moto scores? I don't remember. but It was, uh, I went 7-12 for 10th, and yeah. I remember so mad, I had a good start second moto also, and I just got ran wide, so I had to come through the pack, and yeah, I was frustrated with the 12th, but I, my target was top 10, so I did manage that. We were we were testing at that time. I think we were testing 250F stuff, yeah. and I remember Doug getting ready for this, and I'm like, oh shit, he's going to go to Washougal. Yeah. And it was a pretty stock bike, yeah? Well, yeah, I borrowed it, so yeah. it's funny. Spud Walter's friend had one, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I barely rode it. I get there. It looks like the guy put it outside of his shed. It was so rusted, it was, I couldn't even recognize it. I'm like, these bikes have only been out for like six months. What do you do to this thing? <laughs> I had to push it through tech because it wouldn't start. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. Uh, Doug, where you've won one 250 Supercross in your career, of course, San Jose. You held off yes, the beast. Sir? Where's the trophy? You got it somewhere? Like, is it a prominently displayed or, you know, where's the trophy? Plaque. You know, if you ever came to my house, you would never know I raced a motorcycle. Really? Yeah, yeah. And not by yeah. my choice. My wife, who, you know, wears the pants. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have that conversation. all that stuff at, at the shop. Yeah, okay. It, it right. doesn't make its way to the house. <laughs> and actually, that trophy got broke. Ugh. And a friend of mine took it and had it rebuilt. Back up. It was just a piece of plastic that was yeah. holding. You know how those triangle, you know, Coors Light trophies were there. I think they were the same for a couple of years, but uh, yeah. yeah. So they rebuilt it. So it's it's in good shape, hmm. but nice. it's not at my house. Right, right. Okay. Don't All get right, rid yeah. of that thing. Whatever. Yeah, you know, Tell no, Gina, do not get rid of that. Well, listen. Uh, Use right, it uh, to hold the shop door open. Yeah. Red Dog's first ever national win trophy. When I was working for him, was the doorstop in the shed where he kept his gas. <laughs> and that I, doesn't surprise me. And I'm like See, Timmy. I'm, like I'm not quite that far. Right, but right. I'm not the guy that has every helmet I ever wore. Yeah, that yeah. either. You know? right, so I'm right. somewhere in, do you, in between. Do you have any old race bikes? No, I don't. I kind of kicked myself for that. Yeah. I do actually at this moment have a 426 that I'm. Nice. I would say I'm in the process of rebuilding, but it's rolled into my garage and hasn't been touched since. But, yeah, so that's right. a project here in the near future because, yeah, I was uh, – you know what? When I'm finished with it, we'll just call it my Canadian champion bike, and I'll roll uh, it down into your studio. Bullshit. <laughs> no, no, I won't take yeah. that thing. We don't want that thing in here. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm surprised you don't have an 82 RM because Doug was infamous in Southern California. Oh. He rode an 82 RM for, I think, three years and cleaned up. Let me... Almost a decade. <laughs> Let me t- I'll tell you. Yeah, go ahead. I went over to France to do one of those little you know, fun races – and a guy that was parked next to me had a mint 82RM. I wanted to pot, buy it right there on the spot. And he wouldn't sell it to me. <laughs> Every time yeah. I'm with Greg, yeah. he says the same story to Doug all the time. Oh, the I remember you on the 125 at De Anza. You beat so-and-so yeah, exactly. every time. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Greg, you've told him this <laughs> ten times, dude. <laughs> Like, no, but you you should have seen it, Kiefer. You should have seen it. But, Paul, for real, like, so before Dubox switched to Yamaha, 
he rode an A2RM, I guess, and like for a couple of years, two or three years, the bike was already outdated, but Doug loved it, hauled ass on it, mm-hmm. contingency all day long, would beat the Hondas, would beat it. Like, everyone's like, when's Dubox still riding in 82 <laughs> for a long time? That's the, that's the that local legend. Me, that bike made me a lot of money. It might have been 35 bucks at a time, you know, <laughs> CMC races. But yeah. I made a lot of money on that bike. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, Doug. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in. Good times. I appreciate it. Uh, always love to talk to you, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it's always a good time. You know, Paul, Chris, I've known those guys forever. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously you as well, Steve. So yeah. it's it's always easy to, to kill a lo- bunch of time. So, yeah, yeah. it's uh, always a pleasure. Well, thank you, man. A true legend in the so, motorcycle world, so for sure. <laughs> One last yeah. question for you, man. Yeah. Steve. Uh, I know that when Timmy was going to go over for – Farley, the, the yeah. Mets, and then you know it all kind of fell apart. Uh, are you ever going to try and get over there? Because you know it's at Fox Hills this year. And I know we got Osborne and uh, uh, Villapoto going, and of course Brownie, because you know he's like the next me. He's going to yeah. race forever. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Bra- yeah. Good point. Brownie is the next you. Yeah. I would love to go. I know, like so when Dave King ran it, they asked me a couple times to come over, and I said. No problem. I'll do a podcast from there, and I'll do a story from there. I just need expenses paid, and then the the communication would stop. Wow. And then, well, yeah, so, you know, they approached me yeah. way way back when. I it was for the Glen Helen National. We were doing a Friday night thing at I think Malcolm Smith's or whatever, and they came to me. Hey, we've got this great event. You want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. You know, what sort of the money? And then they're like, oh, there's no money. Yeah, but <laughs> then buy your own ticket. But I'm then like, I watch. Oh, uh, I, I see videos from there, and there's. I see videos and there's 8,000 campers and riders, and I'm like, someone's making some money. So I think, you know, so, but anyways, but now Wobbles is doing the event or something, or there's another event that Wobbles is doing. Yeah, he's building bikes for it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's just, it's changed venues, and some of the people have moved around. Okay. Walk's definitely more involved, but yeah, uh, yeah I, it's going to be great. I, I think it's, uh, you know, they kind of pulled the age down. They changed a few things. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be on this year. Fox Hills is going to be. I'd love to go. I've built four old vintage bikes. Well, vintage, not they're they're eighties, nineteen eighties, and nineteen ninety. Right. But I've built some bikes, and I love looking at them. And I think the bikes that I've seen in those photos, I would drool Dude, over. Really? You know. So I would love to go. Yeah, I just don't want to. Sweet stuff running when, around there. When is it? Uh New Nadilla weekend. It's right I think. at the end of August. Yeah. Like the last weekend in August. So I would How like to you, go. Paul? I I am what am I thirty eight. I was born in '83. You'd be, you'd be right in there. But I have a. Year, I, I just gonna... the, the the date is is I have a really good product launch idea now with something I have coming oh, with those go. vinyl with oh, those cloth go. bar pads. Oh, the cloth that's bar pads. like they. I think they show up a month before that race. You could bring it in. That's yeah. right in. Um, so I'd like to go. And yeah, I could take so Timmy to to take you, Timmy to another win. You know. So yeah, Matthew, you could get. We could get like a. a because you know, like there's England and then England two and England yep. seven. And, you know, right. England puts together like five teams and Saint, you know France and so they do that team air hammer. It, those guys came over a bunch of NorCal guys, but uh, yeah, we'll just do a, a second team and uh, yeah. we'll get Mathis to manage it. Yeah. Paul will get keeper. Yeah, there we go. There you go. And Actually, Staple's going to have to go because he's been begging me for like five years. Uh, <laughs> Staple, Staple can line up the chicks. So, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, <laughs> but Kiefer rode my CR500 that I built 
six months ago, Doug, and he wasn't a fan of it, really. I don't know if a vintage bike's a Kiefer. That that CR five hundred is a little aggressive. Yeah, I was like, if if I'm riding a vintage bike, I want it to be a one twenty five. Like, okay, well, I don't want it to be a five hundred. Well, okay, yeah, you know, that's a good point. KX five hundred. If you're gonna ride five hundred two stroke, because yeah. I've ridden them all over there, Hondas and Cowboys and that, the KX was the friendliest. Right. Uh, so that's that's your next pull there. I there think, we go. I think okay, I remember okay. talking to Ivan. He was about Ivan riding went. that race. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. he said it's little tiny bumps everywhere. Yeah. Just acceleration. Cha- <laughs> like kidney shakers everywhere around the whole track. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well exactly different track like, now. Yeah. Oh, different track. Well, yeah, different track now. But Farley, it's like uh, the old Carlsbad, if you ever rode there, but nope. tacky all day. Hmm. But it's just little chop, yeah, out of every corner. And it's it'll beat you up. Your arms will... Yeah, I'll be a little pissed at you by the end of the weekend. Kiefer, uh, Kiefer doesn't like to go anywhere outside the high desert, so I don't like his odds to fly to England. But you know, um, we can have you. We can bring you to the Renthal factory on this trip. Okay, there you well, go. You can tour I'm, the factory. Yeah, Something to do with Renthal bars. I'm in. Right there. Bars, he's yeah. in. Uh, Doug, hey, thank you again. Kiefer like a bunch of drugs and knock him out. We'll him yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Wolf of Wall Street. We'll just yeah. get him like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, okay, Doug. Guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. You. Right. See you, Doug. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Doug Dubach. It's he treasure. has stories, dude. Oh, he's great. Uh, we'll start talking at the track, and I'm just like, dude, it's so were you, much. Were you, How old is he now? 60. Almost 60, yeah. yeah. Damn, were you happy right. that I got him on the night? Pretty, pretty good yeah, pull that's cool. by me, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Off-road warehouse. Bringing a lot of test guys tonight. I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got... We got uh, what about anal bleaching? <laughs> See, uh, some people don't like that. I personally think In the time funny. it took what Dubok should... to get off the podium... Back to the truck. That's great. The doors were locked. That's awesome. <laughs> what show is Holly? I might have to try to listen to uh, it. Oh, dude, you got to listen. <laughs> I need him and me to be on again, please. Yeah. I, it brings you guys stuff, it really, brings stuff out of me that I need to talk you about. You guys bonded <laughs> next level. Yes. It was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel right. like I don't want to kick it up that much all the time, but when yeah. he's yeah. here, I feel like I can. Yeah. yeah. Four, uh, 494. By the way, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Mr. Side, uh, the Pony Pod, has bought five tickets for the Yamaha LCQ raffle. If you buy five tickets uh, we will tonight, we will pick a random person who bought five tickets, and they will get Ponies five tickets, and you'll have ten tickets to win a 2022 YZ450F. That's still going tonight, uh, Monday, April 18th, so get on it, everybody. Uh, all right, suspension question for Kiefer on two. What's up, Nick? What's your question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, you was uh, touching on this, so you might ring me for it. I know nothing about testing my suspension. Okay. So when you're te- uh, adjusting your clickers, what are you feeling for? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we don't got enough time. <laughs> but uh, quick, uh, quick and dirty of this is always when you have your bike, check your sag. You know what that is, correct? Yes. Yeah, so check your sag. Make sure that is where it needs to be, and then... What I suggest guys to do is set your clickers in the middle. So if there's 20 clicks, set it at 10 on your rebound, set it at compression. Same thing goes for your, if your high speed has three turns, go to 1.5. You know, just do something in the middle and then feel like if you hit in a bump, is it going low? Is it high? Is it harsh? There's so many variables, but it's hard for me to go over everything because you could trick yourself. You could feel harsh and you might think it's stiff in the fork but you're too low because you're riding low in the in the stroke so uh it's it's a feel riding is a feeling i always try to tell guys that ride a lot feel your bike out it's not a one size fits all type of of sport so when you hit a bump just remember you're always going to feel a bump a lot of these guys like oh man i'm going to get the suspension i got my suspension revalved and you know it's kicking me in this bump yeah 
it's a fucking bump. You're going to feel it still, but it's how you feel it. Is it harsh or is it really soft and blow through? So you have to feel your bike and get used to it. And it's just tough for me to tell you which way to go if I don't know what you have. Yeah, I used your uh, baseline settings for the 20 YZ250. Yep. And then I tried adjusting, you know, like a couple clicks up on my compression, and I couldn't tell a difference. Hey, and, and there's a lot of you guys like that. Sometimes you can do mess with something clicks. and you don't feel it. So, yeah, that's like Paul said, you got to maybe do more. Go six and go in. You know, people say, oh, my clickers are all the way in. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. It's just you're you're out of dampening to, to screw with, right? So um, yeah, that means you either need a heavier spring or a different valving. <clears throat> Race tech, race tech. I got you. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, Steve. Yeah. What about the uh, over under at St. Louis? I was listening to 500 and you didn't talk about it. What about all the carnage there with that thing? Yeah, it was, huh? We had, uh, well, the guys were going off triple triple and they were clipping and getting sent into the bridge. So that's always good giggles. But, dude, I got RC and MC. I'm not going to stop talking about bridges. Yeah. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to be like, hey, why there was some yeah. carnage too going over because there was a roller before it and there was super ruddy going up yeah. the face. Yeah, good point. There was there was uh, 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 problems going under it and problems going over yeah. it. Benny Bloss just went off the, of the it. left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. That brings me right. to my point. Like, I, that's why I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Foxborough and then Sean from Feld is going to be nice enough to let me walk the track and do a video mm -hmm. so people can actually see the track yeah. after a main event. All right, Chase is on three for question for Paul Parabinos. Go ahead, Chase. Hey, so uh, real quick question for my bigger one. I, um, I like the um, really like the Pro Taper pillow tops, and I was wondering if Renthal had anything similar to that. Oh, yeah, that's a really good question, and honestly, um, not anything right now specifically geared to compete with that. Um, I would direct you towards a half wall or a full waffle. Some if you like a bigger fatter grip that is built more for comfort um the half waffle i would say is is your best option under rental right now um and honestly a lot of the guys still race with it chris and i were talking about this on the way up here tomac races with a rental full waffle mm -hmm. um so does roman fevra um those are the two big guys justin barsha just switched to it so maybe they're starting to make a bit of a even comeback. though we're not supposed to talk about tomac's grips because the team is not sponsored by that who cares but that's a big thing with people. Right. It's I mean, not been me. I think it's, yeah. Renthal's won every 450 main this this year. I, I don't know what you're talking about when it comes to grips. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. uh, so, my, so the main question I had was I, I just wanted to, to, was curious in the differences, uh, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, between working for an American-based company like ProTaper versus like a global-based company like Renthal. And, and I'll hang up so you guys can talk and all that, but all appreciate right. it. Good question. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, it's 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 really, really different. And it's not so much just being American-based or, or UK-based. It's it's ProTaper was part of a much bigger organization, so it was a, a, a line item and a spreadsheet of a, a family of brands, right? And it it's not just a everyone here under this roof is all pushing the same direction. We're all working for the same thing like it is at Renthal, where ProTaper was a very, very small team. It was myself and, you know, a couple other people, a designer, a, an engineer. Um, and, yeah, it's still very much that way. And, yeah, you're just – it's it's entirely, entirely different, especially when you have your own manufacturing facility, your own testing laboratories. Um, yeah, just – it's completely different. And 
I strive so hard when I was at ProTaper to try to get our product to the level that Renthal is. But after now being inside Renthal and seeing all the equipment we have and the history that we have and the smart minds that we have, like, I just don't know that anybody can ever get there. It's just, um, it's, it's a lot of equity in that brand. Um, and that's why, yeah, Renthal has been around for 50 years. Like, it's it really makes a difference all that stuff uh speaking of that Renthal uh a limited edition purple available now uh at your uh, motorsport.com among other places we're going to give a set of bars away we already did one we're going to give away another set uh contest at pulpamexshow.com put Renthal in the subject line contest at pulpamexshow.com we'll pick a random winner tell us if you want should we tell them they got a choice or do you want to just um twin wall fat bar yeah Okay. Twin Wall or Fat Bar. Tell us what you want. Twin Wall or Fat Bar, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pick uh, one winner of each. Yep. One winner of each. Sounds good. So uh, uh, give that away. Uh, we'll give, give that away. Thanks to Renthal.com, guys, of course, for coming on the show. Uh, Race Tech ran of the night. Oh, boy. Pulp 22 to save at Race Tech. <laughs> Helping Doug Dubach uh, win all those races for so many years. God, Doug ran Race Tech. <laughs> Holy shit, did Doug run Race Tech. Uh, a long time. Uh, they'll dial you in now. Chris Blos, Zombie Blos. He just got like 11th in the showdown and runs. That's runs, a track that killed his ass last yeah, year. Yeah, good point, right? Paul was wondering about that for fantasy purposes on whether yeah. it would bug him or not. He had to go to the LCQ. Yeah. So even better to do yep. that. He ended uh, up being the highest fantasy score, I believe. Did he really? I think. Oh, yeah. Um, in that class, yeah. You know that fantasy stuff. I don't know. You ever played? No. Uh, Paul 22 is code to save with Racetech, Racetech.com. Thank you to those guys. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. Racetech round of the night. Is that post by Glenn Hillen? That's okay. my round of the night. For what reason? Like, oh boy. I'm trying to help them get better. Like, I'm, try- not even- I'm trying to point out oh boy. what every racetrack in America does who has big races. You know, you- how was Paula? What did Paula do? It was uh, easy up. You just sat underneath it. And, the- and you draw sticks. But they had, they said, are you race five, draw a stick? Yes. Like, they, just, they just yell. Okay, but. Right. Yes. Right. So some organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loretta's area, regionals, all of that kind of stuff. They have organization. This is a world championship, which is a joke in itself, but it's called the world championship. They have riders from all over the world there. They've done nothing. They did nothing to that race, any different from a local REM race. They finally joined the modern age. And try to be better, which is good. Like, improvement is good. Mm-hmm. Taking constructive criticism, which all the stuff I said, yes, it was profanity-laced. And yes, I was making fun of them. <laughs> but, laced. but at the end of the day, it was constructive criticism that everyone would agree with. You did, P- Noof, yep. Galdi, you know what I mean? Anybody yep. who was on was agreeing with me. Yep. So good on them mm-hmm. for doing that. Taking some of the tens of thousands of dollars that they profit from that race. And put it back into the place by buying, I don't know, eight fucking guardrails. Good job, guys. Uh, so that's all good. But the part where I'm ra- ranting, on their, on their thing, it says, uh, no complaining. Hashtag no complaining. No. So they just took it like, you complain so much, fat boy, that we had to buy these guardrails. Oh instead God. of like, hey, we actually made an improvement. This guy's right. So... Once again, they're screwing up the message. No complaining. I think I do not know. I didn't even see that hashtag until you showed me today on the show. I actually sent you a a screenshot because I got a DM with the guy saying, hey, look at, you know, they're listening to Steve. And I sent you it. Yeah. But you joke a lot on the show. And I think they listen to the show, obviously. Right. Whoever that is. I don't know. Probably Jody. No, it's not Jody. I'm kidding. I'm joking. (laughs) But... The no complaining is probably a jab or a joke. 
Like you're you're taking it too serious. Like you should look at it in the other. How about if oh they, if if they really meant it as a joke? How we look at Pulp MX or just trying to do better at Pulp like Pulp, at Pulp look, MX? They didn't tag me. I had to see it in the hashtags, and they said no complaining. Are you? Do you ever look at Glenn Helen's social media? No. Right. No. So you can tell there's not a modern person doing their social media. It's probably an older person that oh. maybe doesn't know a lot about social media tagging and things, right? Okay, just let me hear me out, then you can continue to No, play. I got another rant right now. Oh, boy. These fucking people, I just said, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Mm-hmm. Contest at pulpamexshow.com, <laughs> and the emails are flying in for rental bars into my address. Steve. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> stop it. I was like, almost said it. I was like, what? <laughs> Nothing. Stop it. Like, listen. Yes. Listen to me. <laughs> and that's why I say what to put in the subject line. Tony. And if you don't put that in the subject line. You, you can't win. You will not win. You will not win. Like, bro, just fucking follow directions. So, I'm, I, I'm with you on that a little bit. Like, when it takes me five emails to order product for somebody, I don't want to order product for you anymore. If you can't tell me, give me a part number, a fucking address, all all in one email, then don't write me anymore. If it takes five times to go back and forth, Ooh, you don't want to get through my emails. Then, well, you don't that's want to different. Get through my emails. That's, that's different. So my race tech round of the night is Glenn Helen thinking I'm complaining when I'm just trying to literally direct them to be a normal racetrack. Well, you were complaining and doing. You're doing both. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. You were yeah. No complaining though. No complaining like about the gates or the shoots that we talked about. We suggested, how about shoots? Fucking shoots. Whoa, big fucking deal. So they did it, right? So they're like, hey, no complaining. We got shoots now. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, maybe they weren't. They didn't mean you complaining. They just meant everybody in staging. Mm, I feel like no it was quite a shot at me. <laughs> you should be thankful that they, they listened to that. Well, I mean, I am. Good job. Right. They got a long so way to go. So you're going to the vet race this year with me again. Uh, uh, he ain't going. Uh, oh, he's out. yeah, you are. Oh, he's out. Going. We're all going. Paul's going. Everyone's oh, Paul's, going. Paul, Paul's Paul coming out going. of retirement. <laughs> Paul is not going. Uh, I, yeah, there's just no way. I'm worried about Paul and his motorcycle riding. You should direct your, we already your, talked your about criticism this on the way towards up. him. You we should, already had that conversation. Are you going to start hounding him like you do me? Not yet. Okay. I'm all giving right. him some time. Okay. Well. He'll be on your ass shortly, so yes. get ready for it. I yeah. will be. Right. See, you know who's on his ass? Who's mm-hmm. really concerned is Aiden. He's showing me everything. Paul's selling his bike. He's done. <laughs> yep. Paul's, oh, his kid's bike's gone, Dad. It's gone. Yeah. We did have fun that summer prepping for Loretta's together. Yeah, yeah. That was good. fun. Yep. Uh, so that's my race tech around the night is Glenn Helen complaining about me. I'm going to complain about them complaining about me. <laughs> so they weren't, maybe, yeah, again, yep. they, they weren't telling right. the, the right. staging competitors to stop complaining. I don't know. Actually, anybody actually complained besides us. Uh, yeah, no. The, the I mean, people were calling in. And yeah, saying, like, a lot you're of people called right, in. But, yeah. but you know, but yeah. you like you know yeah. people. They're not going to tell any, tell right. anybody this right. unless you're complaining. Uh, Cole, you've been on hold for two hours and forty nine minutes. Jeez, oh. ice. Cole. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you've been on hold for Hello. two hours and forty nine minutes. Hello. Yes. Hello. So we were. I was talking at work. Hello. 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 Cole. Just yeah, go, do just you go, have go, me? Just go, Cole. Cole, you there? Cole? Yes. Can't hear you, Cole. Cole, you there? You okay, They're there? screwing with you. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead, Cole. Hello? 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 Cole? Yeah, do you have me? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. We're here. Can we hear? Can you hear us? Yep. Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. I think that... Hello? Because Steve complains about the start hook. Don't run him in his LCQ race. 
So you hold, hours, you hold. Oh my jeez! Two hours and forty nine minutes to tell me this, Cole. Yes. <laughs> I think it's great, by the way. Do you want a Renthal shirt? No. <laughs> oh no. my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have to. Do you want a Renthal shirt, Cole? Uh, sure. I'll take one. All right, stay on hold. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Is this the Cole. same Cole that Cole. Held, was on hold that that really long time a few months ago? You remember what I'm talking about? Nope. No. Oh, this is my first time calling. Five hour call. Long time listener, them. first time caller. Do you have what? Well, you, yeah. you got a bite? Yeah, I have a KTM. You want some purple bars on the KTM? Um, I don't know. I'm just sure. No, no. You can't. just a t-shirt. Well. You just okay. get a t-shirt. Oh, you get a t-shirt. Sorry, listen, I tried Cole, for you. Cole, listen, listen. I'm all yeah. about it, okay? I'm all about stopping these guys from using startups <laughs> for my race. Okay, cool, whatever. How the fuck am I going to enforce that? Easy. Oh, how? You just don't let them do it. Look before the. You can look at it. Oh, hey guys, don't do it. All right, see you later. Like, yeah. I, I mean, no, I can walk contract. across the gate and make sure all of them are unhooked, dude. Easy. So they told Alessi at the, the whatever that fucking Fight Club thing was. Mm -hmm. Remember all those guys race? They said no start hooks. Tony was yelling. Mike can't start without one. He can't start. And they're like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and I would bet it's the same for these yahoos. They can't start without them. Hey, I started. That's what makes it great. I started without one this weekend. Did you? It, was, it was a last minute thing. I didn't yeah. have one. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It was fine. Right. Oh, you were in a plumbers and contractors. Many dude. people. You're against. But race, all the plumbers and contractors had starts. I don't think I can enforce it. Like, I don't think I can enforce that. I don't. I don't see do you how. Have a, do you have a backup plan? Anything else you want to throw out there? Since you're two and a half hours deep here. Ah, uh, nope. All right. Mm. All right. Stay on hold. We'll oh, get you a t-shirt. Oh. Yes. Um, I've been running those Suzuki race team bars a lot. Yeah. I'm pro taper. Yeah. Um, do they feel, do you run those on your KTM? Yes, sir. They okay, are, they do you are ever long. Get the feeling, yeah. Do you get the feeling that they're low or not high enough? Uh, on a KTM, you can get that feeling from it. So what I would do, I would keep that bar and use a plus five millimeter right or spacer with your bar mounts. And then that helps okay. that a lot. That's what I do on mine. And then cut your bar okay. to 805. Basically, what that bar is is a 996 replica. It is a 996. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. an identical copy. Yes. Paul's angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I felt the anger coming right. out, so I had to throw that number right. out there real right. fast. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, Cole, stay all on right. hold, okay? All right, thank you. All right, no problem. Uh, Hello? Mr. Side. Hello? Man, you guys are harsh on Cole. Nah, you don't get to come in here, try to sneak in, and get your words in without me playing the intro. That's not how and this works. And you're calling a dark side, damn it! What the fudge? Well, First name dark? You know what? I take back my five tickets in. You can't. You already. You, yeah, you can't. You can't I, I, there's I'm no in, refunds. I'm, I'm, I'm in control of refunds. You're not getting that. <laughs> right. How, how we doing on that, Marks? We get anybody? Uh, yeah, we did. We got uh, nine nine people. How come I'm not getting wow. the, the emails anymore for the tickets? I don't know. Okay, people are pissed. I don't know. All right. Uh, so Moto still bringing a couple thousand dollars. Well, that would be uh, fifteen, including Dark Side's ticket. That would be fifteen hundred dollars contributed by the Moto X Pod Show. So. Just round up. We don't know. That's right. not how that works. Very right. calm, Jamie, tonight. Very <laughs> calm. Right, Jamie, we got to run. Uh, $1,500, though. Can I help you? Hey, all right. I'm just going about to wrap up. Uh, Van Martin and uh, listener Kenny Gorsline going to be on the wrap-up this week. How's Van Martin feeling? What's Where's he at? I saw him at Daytona. Yeah. He looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
He's going to make it. I'm sorry. Atlanta. Atlanta. Speedway. I'm like, what's Speedway. I said Daytona. I saw him this weekend. Yep. Yeah, he was on Raceway Live. Seems like he's doing good. So, yep. All right. We got to run. See you side. Okay. All right. Later. Motorcycle Upload your resume for free today. If you're a company in the industry like Renthal or like Fly or FXR or whatever, and you're looking for some good people, check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. It's a real good job board. You get started in the industry this way, and you can find good people this way. Job of the week. Fast House, product developer, full-time in Santa Clarita, California. Uh, the Fast House guys, uh, they founded in 2013. They're a manufacturer of off-road motorcycle and mountain bike gear. Uh, and they are looking for a product developer. You'll be expected to lead the development and execution of products. It's kind of what you are. Yeah, but that's for apparel, obviously. Yeah, so, right, yeah. but kind of what you are. I don't lead product development. I contribute. Oh, okay. But- all right. Uh, I thought you let it, so all right. Uh, as well as drive new innovations and in fabrications, techniques, and processes. Fast House. Product developer, full-time job, Santa Clarita, California, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Also, Ride-Engineering.com. Uh, last month, Kiefer rode the Ride Engineering GasCast 450 for an upcoming test. Uh, uh, highlights include the KYB Conversion Kit, XPR Motorsports Tuned Vortex Edition, rubber-mounted triple clamps, Ride Engineering full linkage connected to the modified WP Shock. Wow, nice. KYB Piston, you rode this bike. I did. And? It's a fun bike to ride. Uh, it's similar to what I'd built on it my... It says it had Bridgestones on it, too. Yeah, and they what, actually had... What there's, the, a, there's a new Bridgestone. What are the B-Stones like the, now? The new front that I tried was pretty good. So they have X20, X30, X40, but there's a new, which I don't remember the number. There's a new front that's out that's fairly good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Chad Reed should be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't know, but Adrian told me that he is offering the KYB kit conversions now. All right. For these bikes, so uh, if you guys all right. Well, stay tuned. It. A Kropovich too. You got a Kropovich on this thing. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Uh, Dialed you, you right in for that. You did. And Thank then I tried to much. get Marshall Welton a, a muffler, and I got shut down. Yep. All right. It's power of pulp. Yep. No, not really, because I tried to get Welton some help, and I got well, he's not pulp. Okay. All right. Uh, pulp fan twenty is the code to save with ride engineeringcom Please check that out and look for this test uh, on Racer X. Uh, next month. All right. Next or month. Next month's issue. So, okay. yeah, it should be two weeks. All right. Sounds fair. Uh, all right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at tit segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Questions are submitted to at Paul Show on Twitter. And Tits picks the best ones. And I think there was a bunch of good ones in there. Um... No, let's, let's What's this. that noise? I don't know. Tits is doing stuff over there. Set my headphones down. Sorry. Uh, first one is from Mitchell Lyon uh, for you, Kiefer. Have you ever tested titanium spokes? If so, what are your thoughts, and are there any pros that run them? Factory hmm. Cowie used to have a front wheel tie spokes. I tested some tie stuff. Wasn't uh, that when Chad broke it? Yeah. Yep. It doesn't It doesn't flex. Right. So much, I was going to say, I brittle. tested tie. It's very rigid feeling. Rigid, yeah. So I, I was out. All right. Uh, next one's from Eric Harvey. Is for all of you. Can you discuss Max Voland and his current situation? Somebody asked me about panic button after he <coughs> didn't make St. Louis, and I said no. First race back, triple crown, kind of weird. Bad start in the LCQ. All right, let's move on. Oh boy, have you located the panic button? Uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's out. It's out. Yeah, it's, it's not desk. getting hit, but that's that's not good. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's – I think something's wrong, like, with his body. Okay. I don't think he's healed or something. I think he's maybe getting forced to ride. I don't know. I just don't see him being that that bad. 
Right. It's not good for sure. Yeah. Hmm. And that's no knock to the other riders. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but it's like 21st. I just feel like he's better than that, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Next one is from Josh Richardson. Uh, have any of you ever witnessed a crash like Marv's where the rider's glove gets blown off? Oh, yeah. All the time. I've seen goggles get blown off, gloves get blown off, chest protectors ripped off. Yeah. I got Kidney. a picture of a guy's leg cut off in my phone. What? Yeah. Ew. Really? Yeah, I got it. So I'll show you. It's nasty. Well, what happened? A dude endowed and uh, managed somehow uh, to get his leg At caught. Cal Classic? No. Oh, okay, okay. Like out on a motocross track. Yeah. And uh, just cut it right in half. Yes. Cut his leg. Where? How? Where? How? Below the knee. But where? How Sprocket. Yeah. Sprocket. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'll show you guys there. I don't want to see it. That sucks. I don't want to see it either. I only sent it because a person that works in the ER sent it to me. And I'm like, oh, I got it now. Might as well look at it. Okay. I'm out. Fuck my ass. Uh, next one is from No Silence Moto. Paul, do you have any good stories from Dino's championship winning season? <laughs> that you can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about this because my wife's cool and I tell her everything. But we went to a strip club before Hangtown mm-hmm. and he won a moto. So... We happened to go to a strip club before the next race, and he, I think he won a moto. So then I started, like, deliberately looking for strip clubs right. at every round. Yeah. And everywhere I found one, he ended up winning a moto. Like, this series, this happened all the way through, like, until maybe we were in Unadilla, and I literally couldn't find anything in Syracuse <laughs> or wherever the hell we were at. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. But, yeah, at that point, I was... I was telling myself it was a superstition. <laughs> was there anything required to do in the in the strip club that you guys had to do? No, no, no. It okay. was just the act of Going. making sure we go to a strip club on Friday night. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we cut, tried to. And you cut out earlier? It'd be late. No, or, no, no. Oh. I tried to stay out a little late actually, because oh, wow. I always believe in getting like a hard hard six or a hard seven instead of like a tossy turny eight or nine. Okay. So I'd stay out of I'd, after dinner. I'd stay <laughs> out a little bit. I've never you know? heard it like that. Yeah, because I, I as I would always think right. I can't turn my brain off. Like I'm trying to think about the race and everything I ch- did on the bike that day and yeah. try to make sure everything's in my head. And I couldn't turn my brain off. So I felt if I stayed out a this little was, bit and entertained myself i would go to sleep hard and i'd sleep good and be yeah. ready for this the next was day practice on saturdays race on sundays i don't know i think it was, it was i think it was saturday program, saturday program. Okay. yeah 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 next one is from amateur cycling dude uh for you chris since steve is dropping the ball when are you going to line up for an atv national also i think steve is scared of wife swap uh, I'm down for an ATV National whenever. Yeah, wow, well, COVID helped hurt yeah. us, but we want to get you on it. Yeah, I'm down with it. Um, yep. So yeah, We're whenever. We're going to race a quad. Like the world really, is waiting. Not yeah. like pro class quad. Uh, just a class, whatever oh, okay. that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, at an ATV National though. Yeah. And do that. You ever jumped one? Yeah, I used to test them a lot. What do you do when you go crooked in the air? Don't go off crooked. <laughs> just don't go off. Crooked. I go <laughs> off the jump straight. <laughs> what if there's a bump or something? Yeah, then you got to like. What sucks about it, you got to ride it out, but when you land a quad crooked, the way it pulls your shoulders, it's so gnarly. Yeah, yeah, I I could see that. I I could see me not being able to do that very well. It's funny, when I first started testing quads with Yamaha way back in the day, we would think, you know, 20-foot doubles were huge. We're like, dude, I don't know if I could do that on that quad. It's scary. And then you start building up. That's how Dustin Nelson got so good. Oh, yeah. Me and him were doing all the testing, and then he just kept evolving, and then he just started his whole career in quads. Hmm. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, wife swap, I'm ready. Heather's ready. Heather's not ready. Heather's what? ready to check you in anytime. 
<laughs> we got to make it happen. I, I want to do gonna it. She's going to pack okay. your bags. It's going to be great. Check you in. Oh, is tuck it, you in. Is it going to be like a Wednesday through a Wednesday? Yeah, a week. We're doing she a is week. going to cry when at the airport when she drops you off. Does she cry when she drops you hey, off? Hey, if I leave for a take certain amount of time, she will cry. Wow. Yeah. That's Did true you know love the, right okay, there. Someone you, will take you to the airport, it sounds like, though. I told you the like, 9800 story. Yes. Do you know about Heather waking up at 3 in the, three in the morning in California to check him in for a Southwest flight? Why would she wake up? Because <laughs> she wants to. <laughs> she, yeah, but like she gets the email about your flight? Why don't well, you she, get No, because every time I get a flight, she's like, send me your flight information. So I send her my flight information. Oh. And then, like, if I have a flight at 3.30, she will wake up 24 hours and dude, check uh, me in. Yeah, oh. but that's like making her wake up three hours earlier than you if you're on the dude, East Coast. Dude. Even more. Dude. Dude. If I dude. say I'll handle it, you know what she does? Huh. Dude. Why? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Well, let me just, let me just do it for you. Okay. Dude. Damn. That's. So. It's true love. We got, we got 9,800. <laughs> we got. We got the check-in thing. Okay. We're in St. Louis. I pull up. To the hotel they only have valet yep and oh, i go here we go and i go chris do you have any money for the valet he's like yeah because i just didn't have any money at that point yeah, i was yeah. gonna get cash. cash yeah he gives the valet guy some money we go in whatever thank you chris he covered it for me great right we come back out i get the car i get the valet now i have cash yep i give the guy two bucks yep thanks man appreciate it he gives me the keys now this is you know we're coming and going yep. he's like two bucks slap in the face two bucks i go yeah I, 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 how much you tip he gave him 20 bucks what yeah Twenty. Why don't you just flick his dick? And I, and I said, <laughs> did they keep it up front for you? Two is insulting. Did they keep it up front for you? Look it, dude. Look dude. at me. And so I said to him, "Do I got to give twenty bucks every time I come and go?" Yeah, like you're setting no. a high no. precedent. I said there. no. What you I said is, this is all I had. You asked me to give the man yeah, but money. Then you just say I, I don't have money. money. Then you just say I don't have it. You no. just say I don't have. it. I say yes, Steve. Twenty dollars. You out. Say, I'm I broke. I gave the guy twenty bucks. The dude's. Parking cars. I mean, give the guy 20 bucks. Is it going to kill me? Oh, no. I would love to be able to do it too. But, okay, but I mean, it's, I, I work hard for my money. I can't give it away everywhere. It, like, that's it, too much. That's if too, if JT agreed with me. That's you too agree, much. It's too much. It's you're too asking too the wrong. You can't ask JT. Who can you well, ask then? I, I, Mark, who do you Mark, ask? The cheapest. Oh, no, 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 hold on. Mark's used to valet. The cheapest guy ever. Weege. The cheapest guy ever. We asked Weege. What did he say? He's like, yeah, I feel like two bucks is a disgrace, too. No, I'd give him a five. I would give him a five. He thought it was a low. Five. Every time. Five bucks. Every time you come and go, you got to give him five bucks. Sure. You're parking valet. Valet people have money. I'm paying $40 a night because I got a valet because there's no no public parking. That's on you. That's on me. 1.2. That's on you. That's that. (laughs) What? Marks. Don't Mark's listen. used to valet. D- don't listen. So to you him. pay forty a night, and you have to give twenty dollars tip. You pay forty bucks a night for that's valet. That's what he just said. Parking, yes. That's what he just you. said. There's no public parking. That's on you. One point two. Okay. So you, what? What? You used to valet. I did. Hit us Mine's with a little it. different though, because mine wasn't at a hotel that you already are paying for a nightly thing. But yes, like if you give them two on the way out, like it's whatever. It's not totally abnormal. Two on the way in. Is is a slap in the face. Is silly. Yeah. If you're giving them money up front, it has to be something big for them to take care extra extra good care. Of I just want them to park it. I don't take okay. So then care. tip them when you pick up your car. Is, I was just gonna so say, is giving, money, is giving no, no, no. money up front even standardized? Because I don't even I, do it a lot I of times tips, up front. No, I do I, it when I leave. I tip coming and going. It is. It's better up front if you're giving a significant amount because they'll take better care of you. 
That's what I mean. So Chris handing him twenty bucks, that's like, hey, that's bro, legit. make sure you put my my, my right. car up front. Yeah, up front. it's a rental. Nobody cares. Nobody I'm cares. Just saying. No, but you won't Nobody have to wait. <laughs> you, you typically won't have to wait as long when you go to retrieve. Thank your you. Oh, we waited just as long. Listen to me. That's because you're getting that's guys if the same valet is there. Yeah, yeah. shift different yeah. shifts. We're getting off subject. This, okay. the, the subject is not twenty dollars, right? That's what I had. I would say more than two dollars. If you had a five, acceptable. But two bucks. This gentleman just said he doesn't do it at all coming in. That's that's horrible. You got to do it. How is it horrible? Five. You got to do five. Because you want to know why? Because these guys, that's what they work for, the tips. Dude, I understand. I work for my money, too. I understand. But so <laughs> give the guy a five bucks. I mean, I'll if, tip on the way out. If you're, if you're valeting your car, I feel like you're middle to upper class no, person. No, I'm being forced no. to valet. It's like I can't find parking at, anywhere in this goddamn hotel, city, so at, I'm staying at the hotel. I'll have to valet at my at hotel. At that hotel, there's no public parking. I am being forced to valet. I work with a wife that takes tips, and I, she's very adamant about tipping the right way. $20. She, when we go to eat, she'll tip a lot of money. Oh, I do that too. I double the first number. I feel like that's plenty So fair. why is that any different? It's much different. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, like, it's, <laughs> it's much different. different. I don't know, though. That's, I, I just asked Marks, is it customary to tip on the way in? He said no. He said yes, it helps. No, it, he it didn't. Helps. He it said helps. only no, no, if no. it's a big amount. If it's a significant amount. $2 on the way in isn't going to do jack is shit. Is I don't want them to do jack shit outside of park my car. Then Okay, then just give, give him your car. Yes. Give him whatever you want on the way out. What if it's Thank a different right. guy? See? It doesn't matter. The tips are matter. pulled for the 24-hour period. What if it's a different guy? The tips are pulled for the 24-hour Every valet is this way. Pretty much, yeah. I, to me, I thought tits? you're tipping you the guy that goes and gets your car. Do you, do you even valet tits? They pulled them. Do I? Only when I have to. Thank you. Yeah. What but, do you but, stand no, on this? I, I believe in tipping, you know, waiters. Y'all tip more if they actually do a good job, you know, that whole yeah. thing. When it comes to valet, Marks is obviously a little uh, yeah. slanted Biased. over there. But um, <laughs> you'd be hard-pressed to find me giving anyone more than $5. Thank you. I don't want them time. to do anything than my car other than park it. Yeah. I don't need any special attention. Bring I don't need back. any service. Bring it back and park it. <laughs> don't need to wash it. Just give them five no, bucks. Five on the I think five bucks on the way out is <laughs> that's totally, totally fine. fine. I don't I think agree. so. I don't think so because what if it's a different dude? Be I didn't tip matter. on the way in. It I'm tipping matter. on the way out five bucks to the guy who just thank thank you for running and getting my car. They share, they share the tip, Steve. It doesn't go. Your, your five dollars isn't strictly going to that guy. Okay, I, I learned something today. And it was the weather just last week. You learned. Yeah. No, there was a lot of debate on Twitter about that. I, don't, I still don't know. The, Nobody I, knows. I still don't Nobody know. Nobody knows? Okay. I still don't know. All right. There we go. Well, anyways, 9800 for two nights. 20, 20 on the way in. What else? Lay it on me. What and else? wife checks him in at 3 o'clock in the morning, California time. catching up on all this? Yeah. Apparently. What else you got? He's an unbelievable. I got him an Uber in Minneapolis. He's like, what do I do? I'm stop. I go, it, stop it. He goes, where do, do I mean? meet the valet? Where do I meet the Uber? He goes, I go, is the all I say is the valet going to be downstairs? The Uber. <laughs> you never done this? He starts freaking out. What else he got? Where do you think the Uber's going to be? On, on, on floor seven? What like, about what? eating when he travels? That's fine. No, he's fine. Fine. Uh, a lot of complaining about the press box. A lot of complaining about not being with the people. The, high, the height of the yeah. press box in St. Louis is ridiculous. It yeah. is. It is high. I didn't even go up in the day. I was down there with the peeps. Okay. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> um, all right. Actually, hey, speak of the devil. No, but. Not close honor. to it. No, what, it's pretty what close a flashback. to it. flashback. Sinjin. What's going on? I tried to. I tried to trick him, and now you guys have caller ID. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we. Yeah, we got. He sounds ID. so old. Sinjin sounds mature. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I know. And I still listen every time. I still listen every week. I just don't call in as much. Oh, wow. Oh. Well, what a, well, so what are you doing now? Are you uh, are you a fireman or something? What the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I work, I work for a fire department, so I kind of had to clean up the act a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, my question is, though, whatever, like, I mean, you see Jimmy do, like, Albertson do, the Ronnie Mac stuff and all that, but... Yeah. I mean, do you have contact with them anymore? You guys seemed pretty cool back in the day. You did you, Greg, all them, and yeah, just kind of fell off. The- yeah, he kind of fell off the the earth a little <laughs> bit. Uh, I, I follow him on social a little bit. Seems like he's doing okay, but honestly, yeah. I at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm and at the Hawaii Supercross, he wasn't Jimmy anymore. He was Ronnie Mack to talk to me. Yeah, that's what I remember you saying that. Yeah, and, and I'm right. like, okay, dude, I'm out. Like, I, I just know you as Jimmy. Right. So. That's cool that you want to look at me and growl and smash a beer and like I I just know you as Jimmy so I'm out like I, I you know I respect no no you got to respect that he's staying in character you sure respect it. okay cool but I don't I'm out like I don't need I like Jimmy I don't like Ronnie and if that's you're gonna talk fair. to me that's like fair. you're a character I don't I'm out so that's where I stood uh, on the that, reasons I know. love him. Those are the reasons why I love him. Yeah, yeah. Sinjin, biggest Jimmy Albertson fan ever. So I, yeah. I don't wish him. All right, guys. Have a good show. Thanks, Sinjin. Congratulations Thank on 500. Thanks, Sinjin. Appreciate it. A long time yeah, no here. That's Sinjin. Sinjin's way back, dude. I, don't, I was like, yeah, what's a Sinjin? Uh, Sinjin's from. Yeah. He was from when I was here the first time, yeah. like year two. Yeah. And again, I don't wish any ill will on Jimmy or anything, but I'm just like, I'm out. Like, I, that's mm. cool, man. You do your thing with Ronnie Mack. I'll, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. So that's all. It was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Greg got some. Uh, new land in Oklahoma yeah. started a track and stuff. Yep. So. All right. What else we got, tits? Uh, what from, else? From Brad <laughs> Gebhard, uh, for you, Paul, are there, are you aware of any common bar adjustments or changes that guys can do to help with uh, injured wrists, arms, stuff like that? Um, I mean, I, I think it depends on the, the case. There. Yeah, I mean, I've seen guys roll their bars back before. I, I mean, I had a short throw throttle on Baggett's bike for before when he had an injured wrist. So. Timmy went through some bar changes too with yeah. his wrist. Nothing worked really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like guys have tried f- full waffle grips or different elastomers in their bar mounts or things for comfort. Yeah, but nothing, nothing's like a surefire. Like, nope. Yeah. Okay. Next one is from Lucas uh, Kiefer. What are some of the trickiest cheater parts you have ever seen? Right, Kiefer had a big bore piston <clears throat> yeah the cheater parts are usually hidden so i, I mean like say, yeah. suspension or inside the engine cheater parts aren't trick um uh, i know a lot of the since i'm in the amateur world stock class is not really a stock class anymore there's a lot of cleanup inside the engines of these stock classes so yeah that's pretty much all i've seen trick is part would have been a better question not trick is cheater part because yeah like, okay <clears throat> He'll he'll get that. Uh, next one is from Cody. Uh, for everyone, I have a theory that Webb didn't crash during the week and just wanted the extra time to work on the bike and heal up from Detroit. Thoughts? Okay, that's not that's not that's, that's that's not a, a bad theory. theory. It's a bad theory. You're wrong. Yes. Yeah. He's not like that. <clears throat> okay. Um. Good from Roto Cross, Stephen Chris, why has the wife life swap not happened yet we're, we're getting there we're working on it we're trying it's people been busy. are impatient Dude, i'm busy this. you're busy like yeah. it's there's important things that like he has to do that i can't do there's important things i have to do that he can't yeah, do so i need to have a week where it's a normal week and yeah so 
Okay. Yeah, Keep, right away. I mean, also, too, I got to make the vax appointments for everybody. Yeah, all my family's going to get vax. Yeah, so now. I got to do that right away. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Can't wait for yeah, that, that to happen. That, that's going to, if I get there on a Monday, I'm going to try to do it Monday afternoon. Uh, Heather awesome. will be so excited. Right, right. Yes. So, so we're working oh on that, too. God. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Keel McStove Pipe, will Jet be a better Aussie than Chad? Ooh. Come on. Wow. Early, I mean, he could. Uh, it, he has the potential it, yeah, to. But man, that's some big shoes yeah. to fill. That's a lot of wins. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From Jake. Uh, Paul, is there any interest in redesigning the Twin Wall Bar? I love them. <laughs> redesigning? <laughs> well, he says, I love them, but with all the buttons on the newer bikes nowadays, I don't have much room to He's move things around point. and put the handguards on. He's got a point. Yeah. He, he might be talking about something that we're already on to possibly maybe maybe yeah uh, there's a certain canadian ex-champion who claims that there's 40 millimeters more on the uh acf bar for your buttons yeah i i remember when i came up with the control plus word too <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact that you guys are such buddies and now you're like rivals it's great it's fantastic although randy just laughs and cracks open a beer but I know. paul's super competitive but yeah um. Uh. So okay. Yeah. So something. Who knows? Maybe down the line. Could be a twin wall two coming. Ooh. Ooh twin wall two. Is that the official name? Yeah. Can't tell you that. Yeah. Cloth yeah. bar pads are coming though. You yes, they that? are. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. July or so they're right. coming. And then uh, that sprocket I asked you about. That's a KTM hard part sprocket that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that you should make the regular ones like that. The rental ones. Yeah. Well, it that ship sailed. That's that's okay. their design. Oh, um, so okay. we made a design for them yeah. for uh, their hard parts catalog. Have you seen it, Kiefer? Yeah, I was talking about it a little. It bit. looks kind of cool. Yeah, I like the way it looks. I don't know if it works any looks better. Looks like, like it's bigger cutouts. No, no, same. No, no, no. it's a little no. bit. Um, yeah, no. Also, maybe a touch lighter, a touch, but yeah. same. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one's from Tim Slayton for Paul. Is there an amount of time that you should keep handlebars on your motorcycle before they should be re replaced, assuming they're not actually bent? I mean, we, f we fatigue test up to 1,000 hours. That's our s internal standard at Renthal is 1,000 hours. So I tell professional race teams um, you know, that are racing Supercross to go no more than 20, but that's racing at yeah. the highest level, four points, but... On, on the best riders in the world, on the gnarliest tracks, which is very different than the average consumer. So, yeah, between 20 and 1,000, you're totally fine. <laughs> okay, nice. Somewhere I would imagine you're going to crash and bend them before you get to that yeah, number. Yeah. Heather uh, just texted me and gave me a thumbs up about the Vax. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, go for more. Right. Ask for anal. <laughs> See what else you can get. <laughs> it's not that kind of wife swap. It is. Not. I'm just saying, if she's that, willing to do the vac. Oh well, my geez. god, that's the quote. Of the, that's Go awesome. That's yeah. funny that, shit. That, right that, there. That, <laughs> as far as I know, we're sleeping in separate beds. I don't know what. Pookie's, no, it's a full not, deal. Yeah, it's oh, not wife swap. My. You gotta sleep where Chris sleeps. I'm sleeping I, with Pookie. Okay. Wow. All right, we'll have to discuss all of this. <laughs> Look so it. now you guys are also going to need to find a week that you guys decide well, we can, that you're not going to bang that week. We yeah. can put a barrier between us. We oh. want a barrier, like a pillow a barrier. barrier. Okay, okay. A pillow barrier? Okay, yes. all right, okay. But, yeah, but you got to deal with the snoring and the yeah, yeah, whatever. Deal with the deal. So yeah, like, yeah, like Jesus. you could be a bad sleeper. Right. All right. You, yeah, you're back and be careful, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you like that? Oh, boy. All right. From lacrosse defense coach, Coach uh, Kiefer, what happened to the Cannondale test? Oh, good question. What? Uh, I had a Cannondale lined up to come back east, 
A dirt bike? Yes. How long ago was this? Because I never got to test it. There's still there's still no, one working. This guy that I met at the track, and forgive me if I I forgot his name, uh, he said, "Hey, do you want to test my bike? I have a Cannondale that's still in cherry condition, what? and I want to do a retro test." And I go, "Absolutely," and I haven't heard from him. I so I tried to reach out. Maybe it's and not I don't cherry think I have the anymore. right number, or I wrote it down wrong. So if you're listening. I, uh, Get a hold of me uh, on my contact page on my website. I still want to test it. I wish I had twenty dollars for every time I've heard Kiefer going. I'm going back east to test. I know. I'd be yeah. rich. I'd be he, rich. He's got you there. It's I'm tough. going back east to hey, test. My my eyes and my heart are bigger than what actually can happen sometimes. Yeah. Ah. I'm dead serious. Like that's, that's sweet. The, the the shootouts that I wanted to do, I had it lined up. I presented to the to the manufacturers, and not all of them wanted to do it. It's because it's more expensive for you. I mean, I was willing to no, take I, some of that. I think yeah. they didn't want like you to go back there with the bikes. Right? Yes, yeah. because cause then they, they couldn't wanted to be, be there. there with the or bikes, they would yeah. have to fly someone there, and yeah, some right. were willing to do that. Some weren't. Right. So you couldn't get a true shootout. Right. By the way, did you ever get my e-bike back to Bro Show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're all good. That's All right, all right, news, right? everybody. Uh, okay, so we have a winner for the Pony Pod tickets. Uh, yes. Okay. We have, uh, again, thank you to the Pony Pod, buying five, buying five tickets for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge. And who is the winner? Uh, Frank Lowers. Frank, Frank Lowers, Lowers gets so five extra tickets for this. So uh, we'll right. we'll, we'll say the name of his pod. Thank you to the Moto X pod. So. And uh, New again, Yami. thank you to Fly. So he got 10 tickets for the price of five. Yeah. Yes. Thank Got you it. to Fly and FXR and Rental for giving away prizes. If they don't win the uh, YZ450, they can win one of those. Appreciate that. Uh, and what do we got? What do, what's, what's going on with this bracket thing? What are we doing? So we're going to do a, a just a social media bracket thing. It's going to be uh, who are the Pulpamex listeners' favorite writers. So oh. we're going to put up a bracket. Um, Hold on. What? Hold on. Hmm. I thought it was favorite callers. We're doing two different ones. Thanks for paying attention. Wait. What about the co-host <clears throat> ones? That one's going to be in May. Okay. During off season. So we're doing Okay, it's a Twitter vote. Yeah, it'll be on Twitter polls. So Twitter so poll. Roto is gonna put it up on Twitter right now. Uh we have a bracket of a bunch of different riders and we're gonna narrow that down and, and kind of mm. see so who the Nicoletti is. is gonna win and he goes up against Hartraft in the first round, then he goes against the winner of Brayton and Oldenburg, and then he goes against the winner of Freeze Troll and Steer Bloss. So we're probably going for a Nicoletti troll semifinals to get into the into the semifinal. Mm. Here quarterfinal to get in the semifinals interesting mm-hmm. do we have a so it's it's split up i just want to explain real quick where it's is split that? up into four categories there's champions which are national champions uh contenders who are like race winners that don't have a national title underdog and privateers are, are basically self-explanatory okay but can so. we because so people don't read that well can we make sure that people know that this is not their favorite caller but their favorite rider yes right? yep. yeah, yeah like we, we need to we make that, that clear like we're gonna have a favorite caller yep. personality and we're gonna have a favorite rider yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, yeah, because like Anderson doesn't call in, so he does not. Um, and then yeah, he we'll, did. We'll do another one in May, kind of during off season to kind of keep some engagement going on. It's not who, off season in May. Well, I mean, like between the weeks off between yeah, the series. Oh, got it. Um, with it. Got and it. then uh, who who the favorite <laughs> co-hosts are? So and the favorite co-hosts, yeah, uh, because we have uh, the list of five hundred. We know who the most frequent frequent is. Number ninety nine. Show ninety nine for Chris Kiefer. National here. number one. Uh, this one hundred's coming. 
This hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct, made and developed in the USA. This stuff is the E-Click stuff. It's more than just electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that it constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension before getting on a road or trail. Uh, if you follow some UTV magazines, which uh, I've been shown some, but I don't have any, uh, the C-Click stuff is really, really good for UTVs. Uh, they also work for Ford Raptors, F-150s, Jeep models as well. Uh, and E-Click has been a lifelong project for the guys at Suspension Direct. And they also have suspension parts as well. They're one-stop shop for hard-to-get OEM suspension parts uh, with WP, Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB. Uh, CODIS Pulp MX to save. Pulp MX to save. You can get this as well at Off-Road Warehouse or, uh, if you want. So please check out the E-Click stuff. Really, really big deal. And uh, UTV is amazing. Absolutely. The reviews are, are so positive. So if you have a UTV, and those are big right now. Those are, oh, going, those are going so huge. Yeah. I can't believe the money those things are going for, and people spend it, and people drop it. It's insane it, no how many problem. people have them out in debt. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. No, I went mountain biking the other day, and I'm just pedaling. All of a sudden, I just, this guy is just drifting down a Jeep road at 60 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. A lot of people race them, too. Yeah. A lot of people. That's expensive. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? Uh, sure. Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Mm-hmm. Call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. Okay. I've known Arthur for a while. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. He'll take the time to talk to you and know you personally, and uh, you'll only get paid if he gets paid. Mm. Yeah, consultations are free, Kiefer. Okay, I know to hit up. ArthurDraper.com. I can't tell you how many tweets I get anytime like Phil goes over the bars or like Phil should call Arthur Draper or right. anything mm. like that. That's great. So ArthurDraper.com. Help is only a phone call away. Arthur's got your back. ArthurDraper.com. Uh, do you want to do After Dark or do you want to split? How many we got? Two. Sure. You in? Yeah. Absolutely. We got two. Let's that's, do it. That's tits. tits. Why? What's that? Oh, we're just right into it. It's going. Okay. Time is of the essence here. Okay, I'm already on overtime. Wow. He just oh, went. that's why. I was like, does Tits oh, have a problem? Oh, it's 10 o'clock. Okay. I, didn't, I forgot about yeah. it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Keith After Dark brought to you by the grillyourassoff.com, guys. They are making some chiz Sauce? queso. Oh, queso. White queso. <laughs> and I can't sorry. wait. Oh, the to taste that chiz? taste that chiz. <laughs> oh, my God. White queso is coming from the grillyourassoff.com. Also, yes. our buddy, Mr. Side, yes. the Grill Your Ass Off guys, bought his flight to California to go ride. Yeah, to get his bike. What nice guys. Yeah. He's getting a bike? I, well, Steve and I bought him a bike. Bought him one? Yeah. Damn. For the pony. Oh, Paul's not Paul's not into this at all. What do you mean? Like it's not, you've seen, haven't seen this on social. Oh or I'm not saying you need. Do you like the I mean, pulp not show? Really close. I, I don't listen to the pulp show anymore. But, no, but, but you can. This is on social. Wow. This I didn't. Is on, I mean, I didn't know you guys bought him a bike. What a glowing endorsement for the pony. That was the <laughs> right? bet. We cut his pony. Like, I'm not yeah. saying he's got to listen to every show. This is like sponsors' hard-earned money is yeah, <laughs> clearly being monitored. He's just got to look at social, anything, Twitter, Instagram. He's he a busy guy. Steve. He saw Mini Steve. Look, I did see Mini Steve. That was awesome. I didn't see that. Okay. See, so we, we see different things. Okay, so you don't have to retell it to me. It's fine. For cutting his pony. Yep. The guys at Yamaha gave us a killer deal on a YZ250. Mm-hmm. Kiefer paid for most of it. I chipped in, and we gave it to Jamie for cutting his pony. Damn, I saw him at the race after the pony, and he looked like yeah. a very presentable Looks man. Looks like a gentleman. Now. Yep. Thank yep. you. Uh, so grillyourassoff.com. Uh, thanks to those guys. Can't wait for the chiz. Uh, juice, queso, whatever coming out. Oh my God. Uh, and Cheese also, uh, please check out the, sa- the seasoning as well. Absolutely uh, cannot uh, get enough of the uh, Madus. I love it. So, hmm. Willie Pete's. 
Yeah, you're a big Willie Pika. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so if you have someone in the car that's maybe easily offended. Show's over, folks. If you have someone in the car that's easily offended, if you don't want to hear this kind of stuff, you can. Uh, Just um, turn it off. Uh, turn it off. Just turn yeah. it off. All right. All, right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Filters are coming off now. All right. Here we go. There we go. I was supposed to print these. I forgot. I oh, know. I didn't even get to see them. So this is we're doing about seat <laughs> okay. of our pants right. tonight, folks. All right. This one's oh, from seat this, of our pants. This one's from anon anonymous. I'm 24 years old, turning 25. I struggle to get hard. If it's a girl I'm emotionally invested in, it's a lot easier. But other than that, I can't do it. I get so anxious before a hookup that I literally shake and start hyperventilating. Panic attack. Why am I afraid of sex and intimacy? What can I do to allow myself to get close to people? I have super thick walls and I run anytime someone gets close to me. It's tough for me because I'm, I'm the opposite of that. Oh, this guy sounds like he needs like some help. Paul? I'm with you. I don't. I, so I can't help. I will try to help even though I'm not an expert in this area. Uh, I feel like he's thinking too much. Obviously, I think when he... I'm a little bit like that, but I'm the opposite. When I do really like a girl, that's when I have a little bit of trouble because I'm overthinking it. I want to do a good job. I want to make sure she has orgasms. Uh, I'm in my head. So then as foreplay starts to happen, I'm thinking about too far in front of me. So my junk is really tough to get going, right? But for him, he seems to, like, want to be more. That's what he said, right? I mean, he like, says he starts shaking his stuff. Like he's got he say Has he been through, like, like, a gnarly breakup or something before? Or? What? No, what? he didn't say. Mm. But. So I would say just try to relax a little bit and not be in your head and not worry about so much and enjoy what's about to go down. Because let's face it, Paul, sex is a good time. Uh, yeah. And sex is a great time. <clears throat> we just talked about this on the whip. Would you rather be anywhere else when you're having sex than where you are at that time? And the answer is no. Like, that's how good vagina is. I, told, I asked Chris if he could only... Right. Yeah, say if that. he could only fuck pussy mm -hmm. or ride a motorcycle, which one would he choose? Yeah, I think he's had this question before. That's oh, tough for me yeah. to answer. Yeah, yeah. But then he... he, he, he have a sandwich. He presented it to me in a way like, what if it's any kind of pussy... Or any kind of bikes. That made it better. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going the pussy. Because I can get all kinds of different pussy, right? Oh, okay. I thought you meant more like... Oh, and then he's a, like, what if it's just Heather's vagina or, or one bike? Yeah. And that was tougher for right. me. What if it's a Cannondale? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or a, like a, I'm or out. a supermodel, right? A yeah. supermodel, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so it's tough. I can't... I, I'm guy, sorry I don't have an sounds like he needs, you know, a little more help than we can. Yeah. This and is, maybe, is, it's, maybe you're not getting hard because you know deep down it's not the right chick. No. Yeah, it sounds like he needs to be emotionally invested, though. Physiological issues. Well, well he, no, said, look, he, he, said a, he said emotion problems. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So he just, maybe he just has to. Because it's it's like two different things, because he's saying he can't get close to people, but yet he's better when he gets with a girl, he can get hard, but with it's just some random hookup, it's yeah. hard for him to do it. Hold on. So it's, uh, the emotional part is obviously yeah. way more important to him than the physical part. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any input in this, Steve? I mean, you're the host. Let's let's talk it up. What would you rather do, Steve? I, I got to find this guy's email because I think you guys... No, was, you. I, that's how you read it. I think you guys screwed it up. No. We screwed it up. No. I'm 24. 20, I struggle to get hard. If I'm a, if if it's a girl I'm emotionally invested in, it's yeah. a lot easier. Right. Yeah, yeah. it is. So ah, but so other than that, I can't do it. You're, you're right. All right. My apologies. You're right. Don't fuck with me after dark. I know what's going on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, next one, Anonymous. Uh, Kiefer, I've heard you talk about this on the show every once in a while, and I've honestly never heard anyone else relate. My wife has incredible boobs, and he put in parentheses, natties. Okay. 
Natties naturals. Is, naturals, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, got it. And I can't help but want to show them off, not in a creepy way, but more in a sense of driving home after a date night, and I'll want her to flash random people. <laughs> it's fun and exhilarating for both of us, and I can't seem to get, but I can't seem to get her to buy in. So it's not fun, exhilarating for, for her. For both of us. <laughs> yeah, you say it's fun, exhilarating for her, or for both of us, but I can't seem to get her to buy in. Right. Okay. Uh, Doesn't sound like it's fun and exhilarating for both of you. No. Just sounds like it's one. Okay. Uh, she talks like it would be fun, but when it comes down to, sh- to it, she won't participate. Am I a freak? I don't want to come off as a perv, but if I had tits like that, I'd be blasting them puppies out. Yeah, he, <laughs> I've he's heard, just proud of his chick. I've yeah. heard you talk about having Heather flash the UPS driver, and damn, it sounds like so much fun. <laughs> Should I back off if she's not into it? How do you approach new semi-kinky ideas without coming off as a weirdo? We're eight years in, and I still am hesitant, but would hate to see, not seek our potential with not seek our potential with any new ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's somewhat open, but I can't get over the last hurdle. Right. Love mm. anonymous. So it's funny because you have, like you said, the last hurdle is actually doing it. So you can talk about it. it's just like during sex. I'm sure all of us have been there. Is you say some gnarly shit when you're having sex, like stuff that you probably don't want to happen in real life, yeah. but at the time, yeah. it's hot, right? And then as soon as you nut, you're like, we're good, right? Like, that's not going to really go down. Like, I don't really want to, I don't really want to slit your throat. Right. Right. Or I, I don't want you fucking seven dudes. Right. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. for me, you just need to be like, have that conversation when she's not going to do it. And then when it's time, be like, hey, remember that conversation you had the other day we had? It would be fun to do that. And be more of an open, um, ended uh, deal flashing, versus. Flashing titties ain't that big of a deal. But that's us. Oh. But for him, maybe for her, yeah. maybe it's a big deal. Is Court flash your boobies? I wish. Huh. That'd be great. That'd be nice. But has that Heidi? conversation ever gone up? Heidi no, flashing? Not really, no. Right. Heidi flashing? Uh, no. Okay. No, not not big into exhibitionism <laughs> in my household. <laughs> that was a hard no. Yeah. Uh, uh, Erica? Yeah, all the time. Flashed people? Oh, well, flashes me all the time. No, flashing. I don't think she would be embarrassed to. Yeah. Like, she's pretty confident. Right. <clears throat> so you got to present it in a way, be like, if she's talking about it and she's Heather's having got a, fun Heather's with got it, got a great rack. So yeah, show him off. So yeah, he's just. I think he should pose it as like he's proud of her, which I believe he is. Yep. Like he's yeah. he wants to show her off. He's right. like maybe he's basement and he's like, bros, look at what Dude, I pulled. What, look what at what this dime I piece I have. Yeah, like yeah. so. I think he's just yeah. He's, especially if they're awesome natties. He says she's close, so maybe just a little bit of talking and a little bit of like yeah. and some wine and some wine. Yeah, and, little, and maybe maybe you. Uh, uh, Show her a photo of, like maybe he's got a friend whose wife he sees her boobs. You know, it's the easiest you know? thing. To I do. don't. I don't think that. Instead that's of a move, like so pair her to a friend. Well, no, you want to say, look, they're doing it. Like she's maybe doing like it. a celebrity she looks up to or something. Not a friend. Okay, but if the friend flashes, you can go look, honey. They're doing it. It's fine. It's not so weird. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, so. um, watch a movie where it happens. Yeah, watch a movie. What happens? It goes, hey, doesn't that look fun? Like, you know, yeah. or instead of like a where it's also take the the part away of someone could actually like if you're driving. He said maybe driving, but yeah. there's a possibility that guy could slow down, right? Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah, women yeah. think yeah. like that. Oh yeah, and stop so me and kill get me something that right. doesn't slow down like a train. Yeah. So when a train goes by, it's just going by. And yeah, and like there's no consequence. There's no like, consequence. You just go blah blah. They're never gonna see you again. Type right. thing. Yeah. Flash them and then you put them up, and that's like the the start of it, right? What about an airplane? Yeah, it's good. I mean, there's it, not it, many humans up in the air that would see it. That's yeah. a joke. Okay. It's tough to read tonight about jokes. Oh, tough. okay. 
All right. But um, yeah, I think that's how you would open the door. Yeah, I like that, Chris. Great job. Great job, Chris. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Let us know, uh, Anonymous, how it goes, how the, how the talk goes. Yeah. So. I'd like to have Jim Holly's weigh in on this. But. Yeah, Jim. Jim should be here for yeah. a key for What about did he, did he do a key for Oh, after he did. Were, wait, so you were you in studio with yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, so for so sure you did. So that segment it. hit. Yeah, it was lights up. Like he was he like was Jim ready. was very invested in that. He Got sparked it. up. Yep. yep. You it. should listen to that on the drive home. Yeah, I'd love yeah to. that was great. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, all right, so thanks for those uh, g- uh, emails, and thank you to GrillYourAssOff.com. Use code PulpMX to save best seasoning out there. Have you tried this? Uh huh. And people, What's I get some on? after dark questions sent to my email, yeah. and I don't do anything with them. So send them to yep. your contact page, please. Uh, well, it's the same people who are sending Renthal winners right now. They're yes. trying to get Renthals by using the contact form on Pulpamex. Yep. yep. Never going to happen. I, actually, actually <clears throat> it gives me a little bit of joy to just delete them. A small sliver <laughs> of joy to just hit garbage, 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 garbage. <laughs> so, I mean, keep it doing. Keep going, people. I enjoy it. Yeah. Those, you, you show me that you can't listen. You literally can't listen. My right. spunk rejuvenates Heather. It All does. Right. She gets up. Dean Wilson, Hunter Lawrence, Brock Tickle, Doug Dubok. Best interview tonight? I like ticks. Doug. Doug. Doug was pretty good. Yeah. Doug. Marks? Um, yeah, I was going to try to be different, but Doug's was cool. Dino's. Dino's was moon. depressing. Dino's it was depressing, but it was very honest. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. You know. The story's funny because yeah. he's, he's okay, right? Generally. I won't bother asking tits. He didn't. He paid half attention, so. Um. It's I mean, it's ten fourteen. He's yep. OT. Uh, motorsport.com, fly racing, decal works, race tech, suspension and engines, X brand goggles, Renthal again, purple, purple rain, purple rain. Great job. Who guys. sang that? Who sang it? Uh, Prince. This dude does not knows nothing. Oh, about is he music. like Lewis Phillips level? Dude, he was stressing me out on the way up. I know a lot of songs to sing them. Yeah, Just don't, you don't know the names and the yeah, yeah like right. the who did them and yeah, right. I don't know all that. Okay. Uh, purple limited edition uh, fat bars, twin wall bars, seven eighths bar, sprockets as well, right? Sprockets are no sprockets oh. aren't for sale. Oh, sorry, good. Whew. Just for okay. that weekend, just bars, and uh, get them at motorsport.com. Get to your local dealer, um, and they're gonna go quick, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. Uh, Rocky Mountain already sold of the sold out the inventory they had just over the weekend, but Motorsport should have some. Um, de- uh, dealers should start getting inventory from Parts yeah. and Tucker here shortly, so yeah. yeah, they'll be rapidly available. Sweet. They look good. I like them. And we're going to give some bars away as well tonight yep. and some T-shirts. Michelin motorcycle tires, a Cherby's, firepower batteries and chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, <laughs> Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace, Guts Racing. Love the guys at Guts. You've got, got Guts on your bike still? Yes, of course. Yeah. Seat covers, foams. Yeah. Use Pulp MX code to save with Guts Racing. FMF Works Connection. Pulp MX 20 is the code to save with Works Connection. Eric's got some new stuff coming. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I can't talk about it, but he's got some new stuff. So that's how you're going to leave it? Yep. Like revamp stuff they already do or new All stuff? New. new stuff that they don't normally do. They don't make? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. New category. I've been trying to talk to them a little bit about, hey, we should try this, try yeah. this. So, Is it like an Aerosmith uh, um, <laughs> sign? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Uh, Get data. WUSA. Uh, ride engineering. Intense cycles. God, I saw a photo of the 2023 Taser. Is that good? I, I look at it every day. I look at it every day. Changes? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Lighter? I I I probably already said too much, but is there a four thousand dollar e bike that's good? Oh yeah, he asked me this question on the way up. Yeah. I, I, um. Wait, did you text me about this? No, I just got a question about it. You didn't. You didn't text me about this. <clears throat> no, I didn't. I literally got a text from an industry person. Oh yeah. 
who said, I don't want a $4,000 e-bike. No, this is someone. Wow. Um, the, the intense expert model with my code is 5K. Okay. So can the guy scrounge up a thousand more? Maybe. You're getting a carbon frame for that? Okay. You're getting decent suspension? Intense what? It's a taser expert. Expert, expert. okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, Yamaha's is... No, Huskies is five. Yamaha's I think is Specialized five. has a Levo that's around that price, but it's like base base model components, aluminum frame. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. the code? Pulp MX10. <clears throat> uh, anyways, I probably said too much about the Nutesa. I shouldn't have said that. Hmm. So we'll just move on. Okay. Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wysco Piston, all on board with us tonight. I, we, I wasn't supposed to do the Manscape read, right? Uh, let's do it. No, we can, yeah, we can okay. do it. Another all, right. Uh, all right. So, Pope Max 20 to save at Manscaped, of course. And uh, Chris Kiefer, thanks, buddy. Thank thanks you. Thanks for coming in. Quick. Show number 99. Yeah, we're going to do anything cool for 100? Yeah, you get to pick the guests. All right. Yep. When is 100? I don't, I don't know. know. Next year, probably. Oh, here oh. we go. Here oh. we go. Okay. This, this shit again. Uh, anybody that has quick straps that doesn't use them, just send them my way. Okay. Or send us a photo. You know what? If you send us a photo. Of you wearing quick of straps. Of you wearing quick straps back in the day. Yep. Can we give him some bars? Yeah. But I think let's also give a set to someone wearing quick straps in today's day. Okay. <laughs> all right. Do we but, have that many bars? But we got to like make sure they're legit. Legit. Like, yeah, I don't know how we do that because there's going to be all these assholes photoshopping, photoshopping Send stuff. a video. That'll Something. Legit. Yeah. Because you can tell off a video. DM Hold Kiefer. up a paper with your name on you, it. You know you can still buy quick strap yes, things, we, right? We, what? Uh, yeah. You can still buy it. They're available right now for Motorsport. Doesn't matter. If they $18. buy it and put it on there, I'm in. Oh, my God. Oh, so you... Okay, I'm going to buy some. I'm going to start wearing them. $18. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah, I will. <laughs> no, you won't. Fuck, I won't. I will now. Hey, what's up, guys? I just yeah, have them. If you out. start wearing that, your lap time will immediately increase. Nope. I want to be fast increase. as shit. <laughs> yes, with he will straps. go slower. Nope. Just think of all the time you're saving for not having to, you know, have the strap yes. go all the way over the thing. They're just, I can just go hanging blam. by your side. I, and then please send me a photo. Of, I, don't, I don't think you'll do it, personally. Oh. Oh. This, is like, this is like when Kramer wanted to build the levels. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah, you're yeah. going to do it. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so thanks for coming in. Thank Appreciate you. it. Show 100 for the next time you come in. Yep. Uh, Parabinos, rentall.com. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you driving up here. Uh, always good to have you. Of course, this is uh, show number 13 for you. Wait. No. Sorry. No. 18. Sorry. Show 18, breaking the tie with DV. It's a lot of times. Yeah. Chuck was probably in for 11 of those or something. Maybe. All right. I've lost count. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Swiss Corps and Moser. Marks, thank you. My pleasure. Tits? Yeah. Great work tonight. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Wow. Coming right. in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there won't be a Moto 60 show this week. We're not doing Moto 60 this show this week. So, okay. uh, Tits, uh, I prepaid you for all the Supercross, so I expect that money to be refunded into my account. Will do. Consider right. it done. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, thank you, people. Thank to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Heather for getting vaxxed. Thanks That's for awesome. Heather for getting vaxxed. Aiden as well. Yep. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow.
that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.